Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today, we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. You know, we've covered a couple of Burt Reynolds movies, but we haven't covered a film that he starred in and directed. That's right, we are talking Sharky's Machine, which came out in 1981, a movie that wants to be a good movie, but Burt Reynolds directed it. We get plenty of sex, murder, and corruption, but none of it is very compelling at all. Either way, I brought in a couple of crazy friends of mine to hopefully make sense of this film. Uh, and until then, let's jump into a stakeout, fall in love with a prostitute, get mad because we can't afford her, then get her to fall in love with us because we love the sounds of kids playing during recess. Because this is Sharky's Machine, baby, and that's all that matters. Now play that shit theme song. It's the most podcast you We're ready for the show We'll watch moves, we'll make jokes And then we'll all go home Navigating the legendary Hairy upper lips It's the Mustachio Podcast you What is up? This is Daniel Segura, the host of the Mustachio Podcastio, and today we're having our fucking first ever, first, uh, first ever COVID uh, episode. <laughs> episode. Um, I'm not sure if I have it or not, but I've been sick for the last two days, and I'm staying home and quarantining. Luckily, I record this show remotely, and I brought two of my friends in uh, to keep me company. I got myself uh, Mike Wood from the Grindbin Podcast, and I got Tim Yobo from the Bloody Bits Horror Show. What is up, guys? What's up? What's up? I think I had it last week. You know what I did? <laughs> <laughs> I Tim's went on just the subway every day, thunder. and I sat next to the stupid motherfuckers who don't wear a mask. <laughs> oh, my God. You just, like, coughing and... Hey, why not? Them. They don't care. Yeah. 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 I see you. You're just, well, like, um, you're, you're acting like Henry Silva in this movie and just yelling at him in their face. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just walking away. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh well Daniel I'm glad to he- I'm glad to hear that you're feeling a little bit better so uh, as I mute because that... I'm coughing <laughs> yeah well we're you got you that, know. I told you he's got that sexy voice going on now. he's yeah, coughing he's everybody right but uh, he was having you know not a great time and he's he's feeling better today so we're glad we're here talking about Sharky's machine I know it kind of it feels shitty to have tried to get healthy by this time to talk about this movie it's yeah. just weird yeah, how waste, my life man. yeah on. my life is a fucking just a garbage can right now this get healthy is... so you can get some dominoes not watch domino in a movie but i think there's a good movie here like there's a good movie somewhere yeah, not what we hidden, saw though but not yeah not no, what we saw no, no. maybe the book is halfway decent i saw this movie a long time ago and i was like yeah i thought that was good right i was just high <laughs> because wow. this was not on, on quaaludes good on pcp <laughs> <laughs> is it pcp or is it synthetic heroin because usually you don't mix the two of those drugs together right uh, I was on Crocodile at the time. Remember that one? Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, oh, you got the fucking skin disease now. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah uh, look like a crocodile. Do that? No, I don't think they ever did, but, you know. Yeah, they did. I saw documentaries about it. That was like the shit where they were talking about people eating Tide Pods, right? Like, nobody was doing that. It's like just like it's like with the clowns. It's like just one person did it, and then. Yeah. It was supposed to be big in Russia, so I could I can believe The clowns? It. No, the, uh, the crocodile <laughs> thing. The drug. 
You think they're clowns in Russia? No, Putin fucking has them all fucking thrown out of a window. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know how like, funny Russians are. I think they they do like the Jerry Lewis, uh, the day the clown cried style clown. Sad clown. That's yeah. a number one comedy over there. Yeah. Look, look at sad clown. Look at sad clown <laughs> crying you, in the corner as you die. Yeah, when is that movie coming out? It's supposed to be like released after he died. died, right? No, like when you're in the hospital dying, they bring in a sad clown. They go, look at sad clown. He makes yeah. you feel better. Why you make the clown cry? Look, look at clown while we pull plug. <laughs> look, clown sadder than you. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Your suffering end. Clowns still suffer. <laughs> yeah, because his name is Pagliacci. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't. Hate think all our Russian listeners listener. here on the podcast. You I know, know. they're they're gone. There's a I lot of mustaches in Russia, right? So they do, this they do could grow be a must- big. Yeah. They do grow some good mustaches out there. Stalin had a solid mustache. And you should see the ones on the men. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, this is going to be a real. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is going to this is going to be a real uh, awkward ad read, Daniel. But um, okay, I got it. So this episode is sponsored by vodka. <laughs> Watka. Sponsored by Stoli. Enjoy. <laughs> Promo code YoboGold at your local grocery store when you're buying that Stoli. Just I really want people and... just for, for fucking shits and giggles. When next time you buy something on the internet, even if you don't have a code, just put YoboGold gold in and see what happens. Yeah, you never know. It might work. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like vodka is like when you start drinking too much vodka, like. I'm always at a, you know, whenever I'm at a bar, I always hear someone order a vodka tonic or vodka yeah. seltzer or, like, Topo Chico. Why? It's just, it's no flavor. I, I feel like at that you point, know. yeah, it's like, because you're trying, you're trying not to get too many calories from other drinks and stuff. And, and what's the point? Oh, God. Yeah, that's, you know what? Thank you. Anytime yeah. I hear somebody is like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm watching the amount of calories I drink. It's like, man, you're drinking. Like, yeah, well, yeah. Fucking, look, when you like, lose half your liver from drinking vodka for 25 years, you lose about six pounds. <laughs> It's like, you know, uh, I think that the habit is the problem, not like switching to yeah. vodka is somehow going to make you skinny or something. No shit. offense to, you know, I know I have a couple of friends. That's their go-to drink. Not a fan. No offense Okay, to fine. You. They like drinking rubbing alcohol. That's good for yeah. them. Yeah. Hey, to each his or her own are they. Yeah. Well, they're so. just alcoholics and they don't want their boss to smell it on their breath. That's why they're <laughs> drinking vodka. Right? What I don't understand is expensive vodka. Because like, yeah. I got, I'm like, it's it all tastes shit. the same to me. Yes, it really is a flavorless spirit. Yeah. Yeah. From what I've heard, there's like almost no way that you can really tell the difference between an $8 bottle of vodka or an $800 bottle of vodka. But it's stupid rich people. They don't want to buy an $8 bottle of vodka. Yeah, they want to right. buy the one that costs $180 all, because they got mm-hmm. the money. It's all in the marketing. Just yeah. buy Tito's and have your way with it. I mean, it's fine. Or do you yeah, all I like Tito's? to have my. Uh, yo, I always have my way with a Tito's bottle. Yeah, so. have your way with it. Yeah. Just like Sharky had his That's, way with Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one of her. Oh, Domino. Sorry, it's a habit. They usually add the S. Well, I don't know. Was there more than one of her? I don't, I don't know. know. One guy she gave a bunch of free shit to. So. <laughs> you I still she... don't understand one part of this movie. I was <laughs> like, what? You think she knew Tiffany was like, like, did you think she knew she might have a hit on her? And she's like, so Tiffany, you want to stay over my place? For... <laughs> Dude, the reaction. Okay, well, we'll get there when we get there. But like yeah. the reaction to that whole thing, I was like, no. None of this makes – this isn't adding up, man. It's Nothing insane. in this movie really makes sense at all. It's all just discombobulated fucking shit. It's Burt Reynolds trying to be a director, and yeah, yeah. he's not a good director. I mean, there were like, some parts that, like, he almost got it. 
Almost right? caught yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that fucking face-off scene at the baseball field. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know if that was supposed to be like, hey, this is our comedic relief moment. Because why did someone's rent... face get blown up? Also, like, why did we, we rent... wanted to watch a baseball game that day. That's why. Why did we rent a whole fucking stadium, hire people to play baseball? I was like, what is... This is the most expensive scene I've ever but, seen no, just for no reason. Just the way that the camera is positioned. It's ridiculous. All, it looks like they're yeah. like doing a fucking ABBA video with knowing you, knowing me. I don't. It's so weird. You, as a director, you should never sit like six people side by side like that. Like it just looks ridiculous. You can't capture everybody very easily. And so then, like, we'll get Plus, to it. He was we'll mad. It, but... He was mad at yeah. Charlie that day because he made Charlie run back and forth up and down. That <laughs> oh sideline. my god, he's like a little bulldog <laughs> trying to bite ankles the whole fucking movie, dude. <laughs> I love that dude, man. <laughs> I told you, Charles Durning's the man. Charles Durning, he stole my heart for the. I, I think he's my favorite character, man. Oh my god! But we'll get into it. Um, you know, we'll start digging into this. Uh, basically, we start off with the creepiest fucking film intro ever, which is Orion's. Like, I was like, is this a horror movie? Like, what the fuck? But I guess that was their little promo intro back in the day. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was really fucking weird. I was like, okay, I get it. I get it's a neo noir type film. I guess it's really not. It's like, really I don't not. Know. It's, it's trying really... to be. Like, yeah, let's add some sax and have a lot of night scenes and smoking. Well, it's a cop movie from a certain period of time, so you have to have the saxophone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that sexy saxophone. And would you say the song is Mike? A uh, street life. Street uh, life. So they play this exact same version in mm-hmm. the um, Tarantino Greatest movie, movie Jackie Brown. Tarantino. Yes. Uh, but this it was actually um, a cover of the original song that they put in this movie, oh, and then Tarantino okay. used it later. But I love that. Love that song. I love it, too, man. When it kicks in, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm ready for Yeah, I know, but this. you were bitching about the beginning of it, and then you're like, what? Yeah, I didn't, oh. like, I didn't like, like, at first it was kind of soft. And I was yeah, like, that oh. cold See, intro was no, like, what? No, that's great, because that's how it is on Street Life, man. You're walking in a nice <laughs> neighborhood, everything's nice <laughs> and easy. Then all of a sudden, man, bam, Street Life hits you right in the face, and the real shit starts coming down. It's you right in the taint. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're a domino. <laughs> Fucking shit, man. Um, and we see that Rachel, was it Rachel Ward is Domino? Rachel and Ward. Yes. More like a Domino, if you know what I'm saying. But, uh, <laughs> but it is so ironic that there's a character named Domino in this movie. It, it just kept making me incredibly I hungry. thought that's why you picked it. I thought, it was, I thought she was like she was gonna be like the ultimate hard woman for you, right? Because she's hot and she's hard named woman? Domino. Yeah, she's gonna be getting hard on. Oh yeah, this place. would be yeah, this would definitely be a dream girl if this was a fantasy. Plus, I, you gotta love her fucking bell with the actual fucking Domino on. How much did that cost? I know that's custom made. <laughs> what are you kidding me? She just glued a Domino there. Ah, oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> fucking condo, condominium regulations are not going to allow that. I lo- oh, oh my God! We're talking wow. condominium reg- wow. regulations. Jim doesn't allow that shit in his building. <laughs> the co-op board is very upset. Anyway, so um, I rate this movie as a, <laughs> and uh, we get some long scenes of Burt Reynolds walking in a yeah. polluted ass uh, Atlanta. Well, don't we okay, start off that... first on Chekhov's building? Yeah, we do. And okay. it's like all red and everything. It's like, uh, get ready. All right, and now, all right. See, Daniel, you said it because I did not realize until like maybe eighty percent into this movie that this is Georgia. Yeah. Because I have written I down, right what the fuck is up with Detroit? <laughs> you no. thought this was Detroit? It no, looks man. like Detroit, and then I was like, no, it can't be Detroit like because it's, even though Detroit is a shithole, 
It has more than one big building in it. So what the fuck is up with Georgia? You don't have fucking buildings taller than five fucking stories there? They like well, to keep the really, scenic views. It was a really tall building. But yeah, I all also by think, itself. Uh, but I also think it was not in a great area. Was that like part of it? Because they're in tall buildings later when he's looking at Domino. When yeah. you see the main shot of this thing, it's the only tall building. Oh, you around. mean like, like the all helicopter of a sudden, shot? Yeah, the helicopter shot. Okay, well, I'll tell you, like if you... If you filmed L.A. from a certain angle, it would look like this, too. Like, if you had your back to the tall buildings in downtown, there's not really much tall going on for, for miles, Tim. It's just... So they just isolated this one building to try to make it look like it really stand out. I got to say, yeah. I didn't even notice that that was the building from later on, so Oh, that, for... not that they put it in, like, a weird red lipstick color? Yeah, I, I'm dumb. That, and I... then when it had, like, the fucking, like, the neon lights, like, somebody was putting a fucking thousand little lasers on the fucking building yeah what was that they like troned it at the beginning of the movie the whole credits is kind of tronny you know what wait it's not like i said tronny burt reynolds directs like fucking michael bay you don't know where the fuck shit is happening you just see shit happening but you have no idea where it's happening in the actual world of this movie because when we see the helicopter at one point we see the building from the outside and there's people going up in an elevator and then when it's just very confusing what well, shit's going on in this movie. It kind of feels like, because doesn't Burt Reynolds like really love Georgia? Like, isn't yeah, that like his gator, that's from? white lightning, everything's in Georgia. So I think he wanted to shoot in Georgia, but he didn't really want it to be technically like, I don't know, he just didn't really show off Atlanta. Like he didn't show anything specific Yeah, about he's like, it. don't come here. <laughs> this is my yeah, town. it looks like Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he really showed like the fucking most dingy ass places. Uh, he goes like, Street life, motherfucker. Yeah, street life. He's like going along some train tracks, and then he's like in a, under a bridge or something. I don't know what that is. Some kind of tunnel. oh, this fucking drug deal. This is going. This drug deal. Oh, it's so <laughs> it's so fucking haphazard. The way it's shot too is confusing. None of it even makes sense, dude. When so you get down to it, like because we're at the end of what it looks like the end of a alley or something, or under the tracks or something. Like, yeah, it's this a is dead the, end. This is, yeah, this right? is like where all the uh, the railroad tracks meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like the industrial part of town. But it's right? a dead end yeah there's no road here no there's no road at all which really doesn't make sense why this what happens but he (laughs) he talks he talks to this guy named murray i think i think that's the dealer right yeah the dealer and i think he's uh (laughs) sharky says let me see the skag man and then murray gets mad at him for trying to like talk street lingo but he doesn't really say it that way did you hear wait who is this the guy who said the line uh, Daniel or Tim, when was it Bert or the dealer when he said, uh, I like your get up? And he responds, That's with, Murray. Oh, yeah. Bill, uh, <laughs> Murray. The That's dealer. his name. The, the, junk dealer. Man. the dealer's name. No, his yeah. name is the junk man. Remember yeah. what they call that when they used to call it junk? Yeah, no. I kind of remember that. But he says, to, So he says to Bert, I rolled a white man or something again. no he oh, murray yeah, tells oh, yeah, bert yeah, yeah, yeah. that murray tells yeah. bert i like your get up and then bert says yeah i rolled a white man and got it like you know got his clothes and that's and when like, he tells what? him don't try to talk so street yeah <laughs> yeah something like that which we always tell tim before the episodes like stop talking that yeah, way. yeah when we're yeah. not on microphone like when we're not recording tim is oh, like my going God. full slang me. like yeah i'm yeah. just letting it fly all over the place yeah tim talks jive <laughs> it makes us all really uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes us super uncomfortable. <laughs> so they do this drug deal, then all of a sudden this other car comes through. Wait, hold on, Daniel. I know you're sick, but come on, tell. Let's break down this drug deal. 
Okay. Feel free. Go ahead. I'm going to take a drink. Jeez. The dude. drugs are in a pipe? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So And he he's buying, the... what, a quarter ounce? He gives, gives, he gives him a it's lot of money. A tiny bag of Coke. But you can step on it eight times. It's bullshit. You can't step on nothing eight times. Also, and then he fucking weird. pulls, Burt Reynolds pulls out the test kit. He tests it and he smiles like, okay, good. I gotcha. You're going to jail for six months. Yeah. This drug deal was like kids hiding porn in the woods. Because yeah. it's just like, oh, it's under this rock. Yeah, like, maybe some fuck? fucking rat got into that bag and ate yeah. all the fucking like, drugs. Do, like, do you want to do coke that came out of a fucking shit pipe? Like, <laughs> no. Daniel, people do coke that comes out of anything. That's true. Like people do coke up somebody's asshole and somebody's like, gonna sniff it. I know people that do coke along one of my turds. Like, yeah, that's true. Plus, what was the movie you did on the grind bin, Mike, where somebody was smuggling coke in their wooden leg? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, let's ask Mike about one of the three hundred shows he's done. <laughs> Are you up to three hundred yet? I don't know, close. Yeah, you're getting there. Yeah, that's uh, when we quit. I'm definitely not going to touch, even get close to three hundred. This is actually the last episode of Podcastio. It probably we is. Are here? I was, no, uh, he, he's not that sick. Originally, <laughs> yeah. oh, you mean like I'm going to die? Fuck, well, if you keep eating those Dominoes, you might have a fucking heart attack. But yeah, I mean, eating if I eat Dominoes every years. day. Yeah, I was going to say I'll die at fifty if I if I eat Dominoes yeah. every day. I mean, but. you're still alive, Tim. So you know. yeah, yeah, but I'm staying away from Dominoes. I know what's although well, Tim, I did have I did almost Tim. break a couple of weeks ago. I walked past a Dominoes like, should I? And I'm like, no. Fuck it. Nope. Dude, for my so my birthday's June seventeenth. If you send me a photo with you holding a box of dominoes, you don't even have to eat it. Just show me a photo with you holding a box, it'll make my day. I'll make a mask out of the box and put it on. How about that? <laughs> oh dude, that would be the best. <laughs> you would look like a domino superhero. <laughs> oh my god. You're fucking amazing. They have their own superhero. It's it's his name is the Noid. Oh yeah, that's true. He's not a hero. He's kind of he our now. hero. He's the they, customer's they, hero. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's trying to make your pizza cold. No, he's on your side now. Is he? Yeah, he yeah. switched over. He's yeah, trying he to get those Domino's employees in line, you know? Yeah. Get those pizza to people hot. The Noid has transitioned. Um, yeah, he's transitioned, have. which we should be... We should be, yeah, considerate about yeah, and respectful. Cons- yeah, we should be respectful about <laughs> What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Having fun. Oh, okay. So anyways, he does that shit coke... He tests it, right? <laughs> oh, this stupid movie testing Coke move, yeah. But this is Daniel, a car pulls up. Oh yeah. It's yeah. kinda like when your neighbor pulls up by your house except you're under a railroad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Because Bert's reaction is like, Oh no, he's just trying to turn around. Yeah. And the guy's like, The fuck you talking about, man? Yeah, We're who like the fuck is <laughs> coming here trying to turn around. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, No, nah, don't worry about him, he's just turning around. Yeah, he's trying to calm Murray down because, yeah, of course. I mean, this guy's a fucking pusher, so he's, like, paranoid as shit, as he, he should He already be. brings out his gun. Like, he knows. He's like, okay, so this what is the fuck's setup. going on here? Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to jail for selling an eighth of Coke. Okay? And by the way, Burt Reynolds looks like a fucking cop. Like, this guy does not oh, yeah. look like a regular dude. Not only that, but can we talk about his hair? It really looks he shook a can of that fucking rompapel thing on his head. I was going to yeah. say, do y'all, do y'all think, yeah. it's a, do you think this is his last real hair movie? movie? I, yeah, I do. Oh. I think that was about it, right? Like once, you're, it was... once you're going full Caesar, you're kind of just holding on to it for the very, like, that's yeah, it. I don't even think this is real hair. I think he was already kind of bald. You it's it... too close to the scalp. Yeah, to it's fake, pretty close. Though. Yeah, that's true. It might All be right. real, man. Maybe it is, though. I think it's what you're saying, Tim, is, like, he took, like, a Sprayed spray can. a little can. bit. Yeah. Darkened it yeah. up. A spray can. 
of either fake hair or just like black spray paint and mm-hmm. just put it on his head. Uh, he no, it's color. Even, no, no, they don't even have that. There's co- I remember commercials for it. It's literally it's like little like tiny pieces of like fiber that they cut up very fine, and you literally you shake it on your head. Yeah, you put and like it a carpet covers on up your head. bald spots and everything like that. Yeah. But if that's his real hair, why not grow it out and try to cover some of it up? He can't. While it's you still receding. Can. His yeah. hair is receding. I think that's crazy, what LeBron James right? uses, right? Um, oh, you know, man, yeah. I would love to see Burt Reynolds with a double headband on walking down the street. <laughs> yeah, dude. And what if Sharky, the whole movie, just had a giant headband to cover up his fucking baldness? But, like, how old is he in this movie? I don't know. He looks really young still in this movie. Because well, it's, it's been, you know. I mean, yeah. I was going to say, he's kind of fucking, he's kind of cut in this movie. He's kind of swole, dude, in I'd this say movie. he's probably in his, like, early 40s, I think, when he's making this movie. Yeah, he looks like 42. <sighs> well, when did it come out? It came out in 81, right? Yep. So let's see. Smoking the Bandit came out, what, 76 or 77? He was born in 1936. Wow. 1936, and this was made in 1981? 1980, we'd say, right? 1980. Yeah. Uh, so that's... 44 years right, old. 44, yeah. 44. Right, so what I'm saying, he though, is like, I am 37. And, and you're already I bald, have, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm already bald. I'm already bald. <laughs> uh, I have plenty of hair, but it's, fucking it's great. Like, my hair is really just peppered, you know what I really? mean? Really? At this point, yeah, yeah. At this, at this age... Uh, like half my hair is pro- it grows in gray, I'd say. Like yeah, on the okay, front, I got like silver hair. It's coming in silver, almost white. I'm so like that y'all gray. are embracing it. That's well, good. I'd say that. Yeah, Tim, it's not like I don't look and like how Charles Darning like? or anything. Thirty-seven, Mike is my age. Yeah, right, thirty-seven. So you got another maybe seven years, and after that, I remember reading like once you get to like maybe forty-five, if you're going to go bald, that's when it happens. So like mm. once you get like forty-six, forty-seven, fifty, something like around my age. Whatever hair you have, you're pretty much keeping it. It might get a little bit thinner, but you're I mean, I have it. I have the exact same hair as my dad. Like, I mean, the exact same type of hair, everything. Like, so I have I have a window into the future of what I'll look like. Yeah. So yeah, a lot I'll of my friends will be keep doing those whippets. Yeah, a lot of my friends have that same example where the I'll be like, hey, so what do you like? Because when we were younger, we were like in our twenties. I'd be like, hey, what do you think? Like your hair's what's gonna happen to your hair when you get older? We used to bring it up now and then. And be like, have you seen my dad? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. It's going to look like. Yeah. But, like, I have gray hair at my age, right? Yeah. I, I don't know anybody my age, maybe you, Daniel, that just has jet black hair. Yeah, my hair is just 44, jet though. Yeah. That's yeah, like, that's come on, man. You're coloring that stuff. There's no way that it's It has just... to be hereditary, but I just don't believe Reynolds. I don't believe it. I think No, it, and that's yeah. why he looks a little bit younger. Because yeah. he's got this like crazy black hair, and it's and almost like, too on, black. Man. Like it is, yes. like, fucking mm-hmm. black as night. Yeah, it's super, super. So I'm saying, like somebody took a yeah, stencil. He, had, he got to his that head. hair done. And he's like, oh shit, now I gotta go get a, get a fucking tan. Yeah, too white. He did get it. Yeah, you can tell yeah. he's he does he's have been a, in a tan. Booth. Yeah, uh-huh. he's been in a tanning booth for sure. He in looks Georgia. Extra. That looks like Detroit. He looks like whenever um, Charles Bronson had to play a half Native American. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. boy! Yeah, I mean, those Lithuanian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah though he's Lithuanian. I remember watching a documentary about him, and they made it like maybe like twenty or thirty years ago. And they say one of the good things about Charles Bronson is that he's able to play any type of ethnicity, yeah. and nobody really doubts it. He has "quote unquote" exotic looks, <laughs> and for America, that means different. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and, you know, he does have that one movie. Chino, 
<laughs> yeah, where it's, he's a Native American. Yeah, he's a Native American. Uh, you, know, you know what's a good movie that uh, probably doesn't play too well today? The one where he's with the uh, the samurai guy from Japan, and they have to get the oh, sword yes. back that was stolen by the yeah. cowboys, right? I haven't finished that one, but I have seen it. Oh, it's that's a great fucking not a bad movie. movie. Yeah, it's yeah. actually pretty good. I know, but I'm just sure it's not probably too politically. All correct. right, let's go get your sword. It's a literal samurai guy just like walking <laughs> around the West. It's so that weird. guy made him so mad. Charlie Bronze is like, you know, I'm not really big, but one day I'll be able to tell Canon what kind of movie I want to make. And I'm going to kill second. so many of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of movies that didn't age well, there's a part in this movie. Oh, this about, movie has so yeah. many sprinkled in little moments. I, I, I kept like, thinking we Whoa. were in, I thought this was the Dallas PD, not the fucking Atlanta PD. <laughs> well, we're already at the beginning of the movie, and we already had the N-word thrown around. Yep, we've had the N-word with the yeah. hard R thrown around, and uh, we're going to get some other stuff coming up pretty soon. But this soon. car is here, right? And Bird is just like, don't pay attention to it. He's, he's just turning around. Yeah, don't worry. And then it's it's this guy, and he just yells out, "Hey, Sharky, what's up, man? What's up, what dude? the fuck? Long time when are we no gonna see? bust that drug dealer? <laughs> does he do this on purpose? Yes, yes he, he does. does. Yeah. Okay, so he's just being a dick, trying to get Sharky fired. He, yeah, he's trying to just basically break up the drug deal, and because he's, you know what, I would have shot him. I would have been yeah, like, fuck right? you, dude. You're messing with my career and my retirement right, at this point. Who the point. fuck is Sharky? I'm going to kill that motherfucker calling me Sharky. What's wrong with my teeth, motherfucker? <laughs> Bang! And I, all you do is, is shoot him, then shoot Murray and say Murray shot him. Yeah, that's it. You know? Oh, yeah. Like the cops in Detroit. Oh, I mean, wait. Which, yeah. This jo- is oh, my Atlanta. God. Georgia Atlanta. cops. you got to believe that 100%. We're not in the country, Georgia. This is Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't yeah, look like Atlanta. Say, Murray grabbed my gun and shot him, and then he tried to shoot me, and then I got him. By the way, right? what's up? I'm you like... can tell this is based off a novel because everyone has little fun names. Like, his name is Sharky. This guy that interrupts his like name. like Tim's Sm- friends. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> name is Smiley. Oh, man, I wish I knew a guy named Sharky when I was young. Yeah. I wouldn't trust a guy named Sharky, to be honest. Don't they have, like, pool biter. sharks and shit? That's what I named. Um, oh, that girl that you dated? Yeah. The, the biter? Her name was Sharky. <laughs> that was a nickname yeah. oh uh, and i love this whole this whole sequence is a fucking mess but i still loved it because murray runs and he has like a damn hand cannon and he just blows up a car immediately with one gunshot oh to the fuck engine. that yeah. was so awesome yeah you don't see that anymore in that's when I... it just doesn't work like that but yeah it's still fun to see it it was great <laughs> and this the thing is like the first 20 minutes of this movie i'm like oh fuck we got a movie here it's. I like, know. I, I. I felt excited too, dude. Like I was like, "All right, I might actually have a good time with this," even though it's two hours fucking long. Yeah. Well, I hope you like shoulder rolls because we're going to see six of them in this next action scene. So many. So <laughs> I much. love the part though when he runs out of the train area, right? Yes. And then there's really no reason for him nope, to do he it. He just but he does like, it because there's a mat on the ground. Yeah. He just hesitates, and then he does a shoulder roll. I'm like, dude, you could have just hopped. TJ Booker, like, you hack. Like a foot above the ground. Like, remember Scorchy when she just leaped over that fucking thing? Like, mm-hmm. he could have done that, but he does this full oh, shoulder. Oh, man. Roll. If Burt Reynolds goes up to Charles Durning and goes, You know what you need, Chief? We need to call Scorchy for this one. <laughs> that actually would have been a line that fit perfectly in this movie. Yeah. And then we have like a, a speed moment where. Charles Durning goes, I can't. I only have $11. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um murray jumps takes a hostage jumps on a bus 
and this it's a awesome. fucking yeah, when dope he's scene. running after the bus when uh, traffic is stopped and he's running Burt Reynolds as kills a bus feet, driver yeah his 44 legs can do it I was like oh please tell me he grabs an umbrella from a lady and just hangs on the back of the bus Oh, is that what you wanted to see? I wanted to see. I wanted to see Burt Reynolds do the Spider-Man thing, where he stops the bus by holding onto ropes, shits his pants. I thought this whole scene was great. This whole uh, lead sequence. up to the scene. I got problems with the bus part, but yeah, the whole sequence. It's a was fucking. Great. It's kind of a mess, but it's a fun mess. Like it's not that well shot. He doesn't know how to direct action. He doesn't. Yeah, it's but kind of. That's other... incredible, considering who this guy is. The other problem I have with the scene is like he wasn't able to take the tone where it needed to go yeah and that like you know what happens is that like innocent people end up getting killed on this yeah bus, okay? the bus driver including the bus driver bus driver gets fucking yeah capped. bus drivers but, don't count right because but, uh, they never count just like bartenders but here's the thing like the tone that you should set is like we would like this guy because he made a mistake yes yes but we know he tried his best but the way that bert films this scene is like now nah, i was still pretty cool yeah. And it's like, no, man, it doesn't work. Yeah, and he doesn't have any sympathy for the people that died he because doesn't. of the decisions that he made. He's got to at least have, like, one scene where he's, like, drinking. Hello! Welcome to BSP Believer Skeptic Podcast. The commercial where two idiots debate weird phenomena. I'm Chris. I'm the Believer. I'm Cody. I'm the Skeptic. We are an LGBTQ paranormal comedy podcast. And proud members of the Podmoth Network. So, did you know there's a creature in Japan called a kappa that tries to suck a bejeweled life force out of your anus? Uh, I did not, and I'm not even going to try debunking that. Instead, I volunteer as tribute. Okay, so if you like your podcast a little spooky, a little mysterious, a lot gay, do we have the show for you? Just listen and subscribe to BSP Believer Skeptic Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more content, search BSPodPHX on social media or visit BSPodPHX.com. Bye! Well, like, I straight up laughed out loud because the bus driver gets shot in the back, and, and he Reynolds falls fault. over, and then Burt yeah. Reynolds comes into the bus, he puts his fingers on the bus driver's neck, who is shaking and dying, and he goes, yeah. he's still alive, you you cannot, you, you know, like, basically, if you just bring yourself in, you won't get convicted of murder. I'm like, this guy's gonna die, dude, like, he's fucking well, shaking Well, if you on the surrender ground. in before he dies, does that count, or is it like, oh, it's like a dies, timing thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a timing thing, yeah. They called it after mm. you're okay. That's fucking hilarious, dude. If you're like, you know what? I quit. I quit. He's not dead yet. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not murder yet. It's not murder yet. But uh, it's so. But, you're right, though. He seems very indifferent to innocent people being killed. Like he should well, have yeah. never. He makes the yeah, bus driver stop the, the bus, which is no, probably yeah, the dumbest thing to do. They should have been driving a car. <laughs> he should have just let the guy get away. And not kill the hostage. That's and then what should have been. Later. Mm-hmm. Right? That's yes. what it should have been. That's the right move. But he made the wrong move in that, like, he, he gets the bus driver to stop the bus. So he gets shot because of Burt Reynolds. Then Reynolds goes on the bus. The guy's still shooting at him. Reynolds shoots at him. And then Murray just takes out, like, three civilians. Yeah. Just, yeah, because he's kind of been shot and he's just shooting wildly. Dude, <laughs> like, I'm like, goes, oh, my God, I've been shot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and the way. <laughs> That, that's what I always want. That's my new thing. I want to do in a movie is I want to be the guy who gets shot somewhere, and I'm just gonna scream, "I've been shot!" Like even. If... Oh, here's a fun thing. Just do that for real in a the movie theater without yeah. being shot. Oh, I know, right? It, it reminds like... me. It reminds me of that Batman Forever scene where the acid comes in, and the guy literally says, "It's boiling acid." Ah! <laughs> uh, 
but what what I was really upset with is like this is the part when you would get sympathy for him and be like, fuck, mm-hmm. he he screwed up. Yeah. But like at least he takes the dead lady's puppy home, right? Yeah, yeah, he takes the dead lady's puppet or puppy <laughs> puppet. <laughs> yeah, is this a dead dead lady Actually, holding a puppet? It, yeah. Look, if that dead lady was a ventriloquist going to an audition, I don't care if she's dead. Well, it wasn't a lady; it was Madam. So he brought home that. Oh, that. <laughs> oh, that's where I heard wailing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you would think, like, okay, so this is the part where you set up sympathy and, like, we really connect with this character. And he would admit, like, I really fucked up. But no, the tone that Bert sets is, I was right the whole time and everybody is an asshole. Pretty yeah, much. And remember, folks, this is all over an eight ball of cocaine. All, yes. And, and all, the only purpose of this whole sequence is just so that way he gets transferred over to Vice. To the Vice Which squad. it should have been. He should have been fired. He should have been. Like, or, fuck you, Or dude. investigated you got, by internal affairs or something. Like, you got five people yeah, killed. No, 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 look, especially back then. They just shuffled them around, right? Yeah. There was he no got, big fucking, you know, okay. uh, defund the police movement back in 1981. No, you're right. But, like, you get five civilians killed on a bus for an eighth of coke. No, 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 no. Charles Durning says... A civilian got killed. And I'm like, wow, wait a second. So that one lady got killed, the person on the bus, and the bus driver, they're not counting the bus driver as a civilian. Like, he's not fucking part of the police force. He's not getting a fucking force. He was a union man. He's not a civilian. I think the movie was trying to tell us the bus driver lived. Because even No way he lived. It doesn't make any sense. It it seems like he should have died, but he did only get shot once in the back. Yeah, by a gun that blows up cars, Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? Talk about getting your back blown out. Fucking but shit. The Don't make me laugh the, that hard. The first part laugh of this is movie. The best my chest out. Okay, I'm like, we're gonna cough that COVID right out of you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but it, it was just apparent from right here. It was like Bert shouldn't have directed himself because this whole movie is idea. gonna be like, I'm the best. Like, oh, I don't also, have Mike, any flaws. Who could direct Bert Reynolds at this point? You think that you think a director is gonna walk in and go, uh, Mr. Reynolds? Uh, I think this is where we're gonna show you a sensitive side. Uh, yeah. Could you actually like maybe get a tear going? I was gonna say, career wise, where was he at? Like, was this like where he's like this fucking is... owning shit, like just pwning it? No, no. I think this. Or is he well, kind of falling off a no, little? No, no, come on, eighty one. He can't. He couldn't have fallen that fast from seventy seven with Smokey and the Bandit. I think he was kind of. This might have been his pinnacle, where somebody was willing to give him millions of dollars, or Orion, to let him film his direct his own movie. Like, yeah, because then you got Bert no. He Reynolds. was already making movies by this point. Oh, okay, like, he's, he was already directing. I'm looking it up right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know a whole bunch about. Him directing. He only has 15 directing credits, but... Um, Damn, that's actually more than I thought. He had Did done he direct The Maddening? He done Gator. I hope not. I hope not. Uh, the End, I guess. I oh, I didn't know oh, he directed I saw that Gator. movie. Yeah, where he's trying to kill himself. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. I loaded it up. Yeah. Okay. And then he did this. So he was kind of on the top of his game. Like, right? It's, it's 1981, but then really he didn't, he didn't really direct anything. After that, he did a movie called Stick four years later. Yes, yes. Oh, I that's Stick. right, Stick. Yeah, I think Stick was kind of when it started to go downhill for him. But really, I think he kept to, to acting mostly after that because he really just didn't do much more directing. What was like, the, after Stick, what was the next couple of movies that came out? Uh, well, I'm looking at, so like this came out the same year as Cannonball Run. Oh, see, big movie for Wow. Him. Yeah, he didn't direct it, though. But then, you know, two years later, Timmy's making... Well, no, he did Best Little Whorehouse in Texas in 82, right? Okay. So yeah, still, his career is still yeah. pretty he's still big, bombing. Yeah. yeah, he's like... it's. I mean, not bombing, it's booming. Like, his career then, is pretty good. Then it, it really starts... It hits we get the Stroker Ace, which is... Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 
Well, because didn't he, he didn't he keep wanting to? He felt like he owed Hal Needham or whatever. Was it no? No, it wasn't Hal. It was that guy, that stunt guy. Um, I think he. I always thought he directed Sugar Race, but you're right, he didn't. I think it is Hal Needham. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is Hal Needham. Wow, well, I'm surprised I actually yeah. got that name right. <laughs> he needs ham. Uh, then it's Smokey and the Bandit three, but he's only in it for a second. Yeah, yeah. Cannonball Run two, so we're like, oh god, uh, that's just a mess. And then City Heat, and then Stick. Oh no! See, once City Heat came out, because that's with Clint Eastwood, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and think about this, folks: a movie with Burt Reynolds folks. and Clint Eastwood in it, and you don't remember it. You've never seen it. That's <laughs> yeah. how bad it is. Okay? Yeah, it's bad. Wow. Because yeah. then he went into like he was in a Heat in nineteen eighty six. Uh, rent a cop in 1987. Yeah, so this was half. definitely a, the pinnacle. Like he's all oh, rent a cop was with Liza Minnelli. Yes, all dogs go to heaven. Can we do that movie instead of this one? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're stuck in Sharky's world right now. Yeah, we're stuck so in his machine. Really... Yeah, this was it's really kind of the start of the we're end. Just living in it. Yeah, it's his machine. We're just the gears. Yeah, what's it? What's the purpose of this title? Fuck if I know. It has nothing it's, to do with anything. No, they keep talking about it. What? It's like Sharky built a good machine here. Wait, his machine is, is cock? Yeah, what does it mean? It means his outfit, like his guys. These are his machines. Oh. You don't mess with Sharky's machine. Oh, you mean really? these guys he yeah. barely so knows? Wait, I'm just a cog in your machine, Sharky? Yeah. yeah. That's what, Tim, that's how he acts with everybody. He's like, I got this guy who's the forensics guy. You know, he's the dork. I got this he's guy who's got that daughter. Oh, you mean Jim Henson? I kept thinking of Jim <laughs> yeah. Henson every time I saw that guy. <laughs> these are all part of his machine. And we're introdu- Yeah, because basically, you know, we. By the way, I really like JoJo, who's the really loud mouth that walks him down the stairs and oh, then. Oh, the putz? Le- I don't know. Is he a putz? He calls him a putz, and this is his partner. Oh, for he four does and call a half him a putz. Years, right? Yeah, like I was like, did you never like this guy? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was all weird. I really thought I thought the shame of the movie was that Bernie Casey was pretending he was acting like he was in a better movie. He is in a better movie. He's the real. He's the only real cop in this whole fucking he movie. He is for amazing real. in this fucking. movie. He was so good in that scene. He's not where he's whacking dying, off man. looking at fucking prostitutes from three miles away. No. no, every t- man, he was great in this. He movie. was really, and especially good. like his last scene, it was just oh, that was so good. Yeah, and I was no, like, it was this annoying. Is, at a certain point, I was like, "Die, motherfucker!" Just shut. The that, but that's why it made it good. Yeah, he was like, he knew he that's was dying. That's when he decided to add the comedy. That's where Bert went. You know what? We need to lighten this up a little bit. Well, let's wait till the last six minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, let's make some <laughs> fucking <laughs> jokes now, baby. I feel like Bernie Casey was like, wait, this is a comedy scene? Because he's like acting his heart out, and yeah. Bert's just like one line. No, up. see, he knew he knew Bert's trick by then. He's like, <laughs> with Bert's in the scene, he's never yelling cut, okay? He just wants yeah. to keep going and going. As long as his face is on that camera, he'll keep going. So he's like, hey, oh, wait a second. Oh, wait, Sharky. Hey, Sharky. <laughs> Oh, and I and I do I do like that they made him like this like Zen guy who's kind of philosophical and he's yeah. like super kind of hippie. Oh yeah, or he's some got a crazy shit. ass fucking story. He should not be a cop. He should be he going is, to a shrink. I was like, is he story. also like on some kind I of fucking, something? I love that monologue. That I do like what he point. does. Like, but yeah. it just it's in the it's he's in the wrong movie. Like, I, Wait, I know. Are you talking about when he disappeared? <laughs> we'll get there. I we'll fucking get there, love but... that part, dude. I do like it too. I was laughing at that part. It's insane. <laughs> are, you, are you fucking kidding me? But it's because me? he doesn't fit in. Like, it's good for what it yeah. is. It just doesn't fit for this movie. And then it bookends at the end of the movie. 
So really, I do think he, uh, Bernie, is actually uh, the protagonist of this movie. I think he is because you got fucking Frisco. Wait a second! I just blew my own fucking mind. Did it work? And that's why the yes. guy's just yelling at yes. him, and he can't kill him because he can't see him. Yes, it's metaphysical, yes. man. He couldn't fucking see him, dude. He's a goddamn ghost. That's why he so recognized that that guy was a ghost because he's also a ghost. Oh, it takes a ghost to know a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a ghost, to know a ghost. <laughs> dude, that is the first grinding movie. The first Grindman production movie is It Takes a Ghost to Know a Ghost, dude. Uh, I just feel bad because I feel like Bernie Casey was really – he thought he was he in a better He took movie. it seriously very yeah. – he did. And he was really good. But I like that they didn't – they, did, they made him – I think I like that – I like the way they wrote him. Like I really do. They, he, he, yeah, his character has uh, – is fleshed out. Yes. It, unlike anybody else has actual. Movie. Well, I would say him and Papa have some sort of depth. <laughs> It's yeah, just that Papa's true. depth is horrible, but yeah. it's it's there, <laughs> you know. It's lined. It's it's written out, at least. But yeah, because basically he goes down to Vice Squad, and it's like a fucking shithole, and they have nothing but like prostitutes and ladies of the night. They basically it's kind of the shithole part of the precinct, right? Because they're basically just capturing some of the low level crimes and stuff. Yeah, it's just prostitution, basically. <clears throat> Pretty much. But I love it when. Um... Which is a funny departure from Miami Vice, right? Where it's portrayed as all, you know, glamorous and everything. And in this movie, it's like, it's oh, fuck, man. Dingy. That's the end of the road. You know? It just feels kind of like, I can see why Tim thought this was like Detroit. Because this feels like that Robocop precinct. Mm-hmm. Where it's just yeah. like a fucking dingy mess, you know? I loved it. And I, I love where his old chief brings him down and he goes, this is as far as I go, Sharky. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Jojo? <laughs> yeah, this is Superstitious a f- son of a bitch. I heard if you cross this line, you never come back. And that's oh, what he I calls him that. a putz. That's, what he That's when I thought I was like, we got a movie here. Yeah, like, I'm even telling though you. that first scene, like the tone was off. We got a we got a movie. The going first on. half of this movie is actually not bad. Yeah, it's yeah, not, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad at all. But yeah, he goes into the he goes into Vice Squad. We meet Frisco, which is played by Charles Durning, and he just he chews up scenery like he's a fucking Pac Man. Holy shit! It's so good. He, and this so is the shortest guy in the set, so it's, he's got to be extra tough. Oh my this god! This is where it doesn't make sense for Bert because Durning is providing the comic relief. Yep, like, he's the funny guy, right? He's doing what he's supposed to be. He's the over the top fucking lieutenant, stressed out co- lieutenant. Yeah. yeah, and he's so great. Like it's he so is fun, awesome in this movie. He's but... Charles fucking Durning, man. That guy can act. <laughs> But the problem is that Burt Reynolds also like I should also be the funny guy. Yeah, and it's like no, 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 Burt. That's not how it works. I don't man. think Burt Reynolds ever realized that like he's not funny. Like people it's like, like you because you're cool. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You've never seen him on the Tonight Show. That's different because that's him being him. I just mean as an yeah. actor, he's just yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. That's hard to carry over because you have to be really good actor to be. Funny. The only time he's because... ever seemed funny was when he had a funnier guy with him, like in. Like in Cannonball Run, yes, and exactly like Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise in uh, Smoking the Bandit, he had a couple of lines, right? Yeah. yeah, but that's the problem. Is like so was Stallone. Like, oh yeah, you'd laugh at some of the stuff he did, but then when he went like, oh, I'm a comedian now. <laughs> I'm pretty like, I'm oh, gonna make a movie called Oscar. Yeah, I'm gonna make a movie called Stop on My Mom Will Shoot. You better laugh. A movie called Oliver. <laughs> oh yeah, I said Oscar. <laughs> It wasn't even no, good enough Oscar, for me to remember. No, Oscar's, Oscar's the correct one. You yeah. said Oliver before. Oh, <laughs> man. Can you imagine Sylvester Stallone's reimagining of Oliver? Oh. He gets punched in the Yo. face. He goes, thank you. May I have another? I'll fucking That's shoot you if I don't get another. <laughs> but uh, Bert is just like, oh, well, Charles is going to be funny, so so am I. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, man. Just, the whole... Yeah, just let you this you be the fucking cool guy. And then yeah. let Charles Durning just fucking do his thing and scream at everybody because it's hilarious. Yeah, I don't get it. And then Papa's also pretty funny. He's fucking eating KFC and flirting with a hooker. So good. Oh, he's great. That like, dude, I, I, again, I don't know his name, but he's fucking... Brian Keith. Brian Keith. I, do, where do you know him from, Tim? I remember him from an old, old, old TV show from the 60s. Jesus that Christ. I was not watching it when it was on, <laughs> but I remember watching it in reruns called Family Affair. What the fuck? Of course. That was look. Just go on the internet and just type in. No, don't put in family. I know. I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, that's a Pornhub genre, I think. Uh, No, it it was uh, it was a TV show. Trust me, it was. Here we go. I got the search results. A woman stuck in dryer. Uh, Hardcastle and McCormick. He was on that TV show in the uh, the 80s on ABC, where he was a retired judge and he hooks up with a bounty hunter. So he never really made it in in. The big leagues. No, he was. I think he was. I look. I don't think. I don't know. You, you're looking at the internet, Mike. You can see he was probably in a couple of big movies. <laughs> like but a I'm, character, I'm at, character actor. I'm looking at the internet. Yes. Typing he seems like a character. solid character actor. Like he fucking just owns his like whatever. I don't know if it has to do with the book because I haven't read the book yet. And you said you've read the book, Tim. No, I didn't read. The I liked book, how you said oh. yet. Come on. I just no, I'm going to read it because I think it's going to actually be good. Because I think there's something good here. Bullshit. I think there's something good here. I'll fucking read it. So uh, Brian Keith, 166 credits. So oh, okay. yeah. so you you've seen him in everything. He's like one of those. Great he's a, he's one of those guys. So. Yeah, he's one of those so guys. many shows. Yeah, Family Affair. Mm-hmm. Wow. Zoom so he's on TV a lot. with Mr. French, Sebastian Cabot as the butler. I don't. What? I don't know what that is. All right, type in Family Affair. <laughs> no, Mr. I'm French. Not. <laughs> this motherfucker just said Sebastian Cabot. Who's that? Sebastian Cabot. That was the guy who was on the TV show with the oh, Family Fair. Okay. Ooh. Sebastian Cabot. He was on that Twilight Zone episode where the guy thinks he's in heaven and he can do whatever he wants, gamble wise, and he always wins. And then he finds out he's really hell because he can never gamble because now he always wins. It's not fun anymore. Oh, I like that. Twilight Zone that is one, so he was, good. He was Mr. Pip. Oh, like Dr. Pip. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. He was just a regular guy. Oh, and he had gotten the. Was doctor? Degree. Was he a doctor or was he just a mister? No, I think I it was Mister Pip. Is that the? Yeah. Is that the soda? Mister Pib, I think. Oh, Mister Pib. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. he didn't. He didn't graduate medical school, so yeah, not like it's his a sore spot. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, not like his. Not like his second cousin Pepper. <laughs> Can you say Pepper again? Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, you said it. A little, you had a little mustard on it. Yeah, I did. Uh, Peppa and Mustard. There you go. Peppa. <laughs> Peppa. <laughs> so we get a little bit of an exchange. He knows who Frisco is. Like, they they go way back and stuff because we find out that Sharky's actually been in the force for 14 years. And he thinks that and, Frisco's men yeah, are just Yeah, and Charles has been in it for 16 years. I'm like, there's a big age difference. Kind of weird. These guys, yeah. Right? I was like, uh. Ten-year ten year age difference. Ten-year age difference. So, like, I guess uh, fucking Charles Durning just decided to join the force, like, later in life. Yeah, like, at at 40, he joins the police. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and jump in. I feel like this town needs my help. You think I could do that? He used to be a baseball coach, but they fired him, so. Oh, that's why he knows the guy at the baseball field. Yeah. You think I could go down to the cops and just be like, right now? hiring? Oh, like, 37-year-olds? Dude, they're so desperate for numbers, they would totally bring you in, dude. Dude, we could all become cops tomorrow. Like, no yeah, joke. Cops. Oh, man. I want to be the cop of Clockwork Orange. I want to be that kind of cop. Dude, I want to be the cop you of Clockwork hire... Orange, dude. 
You think they would hire Tim at, at 53 years old to be a cop? Hell yeah. Dude, they Come would, on, dude. man. Believe me, I, I know how to do that speak. Don't worry. Imagine Tim fighting crime with a fucking bag on his head, dude. People would be terrified. <laughs> I could put a little bag off my badge so nobody could report me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what was his badge number, ma'am? I don't know. He had a paper bag over it. <laughs> well, he's the unknown cop. Nothing we can do. Instead of eating oh, donuts, no. he just eats, like, fucking Korean food. I thought you were going to say pussy. <laughs> wow. That's one of the fringe benefits. You know what? When we started this episode, did not think Mike was going to be the first one to say the P word. I thought yeah, you were going to do it. Ding, 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 ding. Win $100, Mike. Yeah, I'm going to send you 100 That's right now. That's always a secret word. Can you edit that out? Nope. This is all nope. stayed in, baby. This is going to be a Can fucking... boost that volume? It's be a four-hour... Isolate that shit. It's be a four-hour episode. Dear God, we're like 10 minutes into this movie, I think. Well, you know, it drags. My voice is holding up, so we keep Yeah, going. once it drags, we're going to be able to skip a big chunk of parts saying that Burt Reynolds is just watching some lady through binoculars with one hand and jerking it with yeah, the Yeah, pretty much. Like, the, the, 40 minutes. the stuff that's worth talking about is just first half. Like, the first hour of the movie mm-hmm. is worth talking about. And then it just kind of just... I don't know because this is still good. They they this get a, kind of get a, a world of what the world of Vice is like, right? It's a mess. <laughs> it's yeah, there's just a lot of prostitutes and and we meet the other guys. We meet Arch Driscoll, <laughs> played by Bernie Casey. Yes. Um, yeah, so and uh, then we meet Papa, who is eating KFC, like oh, I said. Also fantastic. It's all very mm-hmm. good. Um, and then we. Eventually, we get our eyes on some the other mustachio vato in this movie. Um, after this scene, we meet um, was it Victor Dan D'Anton or some shit? Oh yeah, the um, the bad guy, the bad guy of this yeah, movie in the fur coat. He's played the big pimp. He's played by uh, Vittorio Gassman. Change your last name, man. Come on. I don't know. You know that's the real. That's not his real last name. Don't pick Gassman. <laughs> Come on, Gassman. Well, you know Italian food will do that to you. <laughs> Gasman. Is he yeah. Italian or is he French? He keeps fucking jumping I back and forth. He's... All I know is he could clear out a room. He's... <laughs> Don't take an elevator with fucking Victorio, dude. Oh, shit, that's uh, the gas man. Don't go in there. <laughs> didn't Schwarzenegger kill his cousin, Vinny the Fart, in that last action? Oh, my hero? God. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Oh, God. I'm going to lose my voice. What what is y'all's take on Henry Silva, dude? I fucking love Henry Silva in this oh, movie. Oh, so good. He's he is. Ne- even though the movie might be bad, he's always good. He does a Silva, Bronson-esque he- performance where he's like, don't do much, just be you. Like, fuck it. Silva is like... Um, he's gold. He's The so Gary good. Oldman of his time. He, I think. Yeah. Like, he's just like yeah. always, no matter what, he can play such a good bad guy. I've never seen anyone where I can like see his skull behind his skin. <laughs> that's the other thing dude he's a weird looking guy and it yeah. works for movies his skin like, is so tight yes yeah. it's like he's had Botox but you know he hasn't it's just his fucking face it's incredible but he's so good in this movie um, we see his we see him all creepy in the dark and shit he's fucking scary in he this movie is too which terrifying. is weird cause like he doesn't really look like an intimidating guy necessarily he looks yes, like he a does. weird guy he's like right? scary no, no, until no. He, he talks he's a scary motherfucker yeah, you know what? You're right, Tim. If I saw that face on the street, I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Some half Sicilian, half Spanish motherfucker just staring at you in an alley and shit. But he is really scary in this movie. He like, is. He pulls it off great. The faces, like, basically, for most of the movie, his acting is just silent. 
He's just kind of oh, doing faces yeah. and stuff, you know. Uh, oh shit, man! When he's doing those drugs, in yeah, that he's kind of like his brother, Gas Man, silent but deadly. <laughs> it makes oh, sense. <laughs> it passes down, you know. And uh, we see we get this scene where he fucking we see this um, blind Asian woman who's a uh, lady of the night, and she's getting she's getting this other fat dude all high and shit. All right, can, yeah, can we break? What this kind down? of bong is, is this? A <laughs> blind <laughs> prostitute? Is this a? Dude, yeah, what is this bong, Tim? What Can kind of bong is this? Where you have to put it? Wait, to your oh, nose? oh, that's the other thing. Yes, what the fuck is that? I've never seen this before. It's loose powder, so it could be cocaine, yeah. heroin. Maybe. Is it PCP? No, but he's doing it through his nose. Maybe it's... yeah, but PCP. You don't fucking just lay on a spinning bed. <laughs> yeah. That oh, might we get be. a fucking spinning bed in this scene, so we know the guy's rich. Of course. And that hairy chest, man. He's got oh like a my fucking god! Heart. Oh my god! That's a fucking mat. Holy <laughs> Christ, man! You can get out of the shower and dry your fucking feet off on his chest. <laughs> you're gonna get your toes all dry too. Oh my god! You're right. It goes past carpet, dude. He's got like a bath mat on it. Yeah, dude. This has multiple layers. Those shaggy shit you put in front of your toilet to catch the piss. <laughs> yeah, this guy has like a winter coat type, like fucking like this is like a tri coat type fucking chest hair. I thought that maybe they added. If chest she hair. sat on his chest, he'd absorb all her moisture. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. We used to have a, a family friend when I was a kid, uh, and this man had one of the hairiest chests you've ever seen. So much so that he'd like put a, a collared shirt on it; it would hover like an inch over oh, his yeah. skin. The tuft would come out. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. It was it's just like, like he's hiding a squirrel. Like a squirrel was just running down his shirt and the tail was sticking out. Yeah, like his whole chest had like a little buff, like a pillow, you know, supporting him, right? <laughs> it was amazing. It's fucking horrible, dude. <laughs> horrible. I thought they added chest hair to him so that way they could shoot the scene where like fucking his, you know, where the fucking blood comes out. Explodes. Yeah, his yeah. chest Let's explodes. Let's hope. Yeah, because yeah, cause that's going to be hard to do squibs on a fucking naked body, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think... There was no CGI back then, so maybe... That, yeah, maybe... You know what, Daniel? You might be right. That's what I was That's thinking. That's why they had that big fucking mat of hair He looks like a goddamn... It's like a silverback, up, like, backwards. Like, he's got a fucking silverback on his fucking chest. <laughs> <laughs> it was also weird, so speaking of, like, the, the effects they do, right? Because he gets killed. He right, does. He gets killed by, by Silva. And he also does this weird... Tim, I've never seen a bong where you hit it with your nose. He like fucking that. snorts... Really he weird. snorts up smoke. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, is that I, a thing? I guess. It's 1981. I, mean, I they suppose did... you could do it, right? Yeah. But that's not the most effective way of doing it. I don't think it. they knew how to do drugs yet in 81, yeah. you know, or 80. Yeah, maybe they were like, how do you do these drugs? They hadn't, like, officially figured it out, you know? They're like, you do think, coke through your nose. I think by 81, they had the shit figured out. Uh, I don't know. Not the, not the new shit, though. You know, they had... It was just getting to Georgia, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> it true. It takes time to get that's to Atlanta. True. They just got electricity two weeks before, so. Yeah. You know, Atlanta <laughs> takes its time. It's nice and slow. Just, you know, it just takes a little bit of a moment. But, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. All right, thing. here's another question. This is in Atlanta, Georgia. How come only the little fucking girl in this movie has a fucking southern accent? Well, because, yeah, nobody was from here. Yeah, yeah. They flew them all in. Yeah. You didn't hear that Charles Durning, Georgia accent? <laughs> I bet you he could do one. He's such a great He probably actor. could. Yeah. But uh, what I was going to say, though, is, like, that's when we get introduced to the effects in this movie, which are like that of like a horror movie. They're just like crazy it's, blood effects. Yes, mm-hmm. when there There's is blood, this movie's pretty gory. For for I what it if is, this is from the book. Yeah, it just doesn't really fit though. It's like I'm not expecting to see a dude's chest cavity explode. I'm betting you it's from the book. It's a carryover. 
It might be. Because when you think about it, he's never done any movies that were really violent. Like Not like this, really. no. Yeah. I mean, urinating in the middle of a room, yes, but... You know, raping a sleeping woman, dress up as a chicken and stroke her ace, yes, but never yeah. actually any, like, murdering. Yeah, it's it's a pretty dark, <laughs> dark movie. And is this the first time we get to hear Henry Silva's scream? Doesn't he yell in front of the Asian woman's face? Yeah, he does this. Crazy he has a yell. signature. You know, he's an he's assassin. Like, yeah. I'm holding up. Tell it's me just... how many fingers I'm holding up. I'll let you live. Like the wet <laughs> bandits had their. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's when I realized, like, this guy's a serial killer. Because why would you kill a blind person? She can't yeah. peg you. Like, she... oh yeah, she could peg you. Well, yeah, but well, she of extra. <laughs> but she couldn't like point you out on a lineup or nothing. But he just kills her to kill her because he wants to kill. That's why he's terrifying. Yeah, this guy's he's uh, he's a scary dude. Great introduction to his character. Yes, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. I, I got to give Burt Reynolds this. He shot that shit pretty well because that shit was terrifying as hell. That was on Burt Reynolds' off day. That was the there was uh, some other guy. Second crew. It was the yeah. intern. <laughs> no shit. But uh, then uh, we go over to I think we cut to the guys. I think it's um, where do we go from here? I think it's it's Burt Reynolds and he's with the two guys. I think he's with Papa and he's with Arch. Yeah, they're oh, yeah, going. This is uh, where they're going to the uh, the governor's thing because they have to right. arrest prostitutes yeah. at the political rally. It's going to be a like lot in... of prostitutes at the There's, political rally. That's, apparently, yeah, that's you know that's a good crowd to work, right? Because you got all those guys all worked up, but you know. So you think pimps are sending girls out to like the QAnon rallies and stuff to <laughs> just like catch them when they walk out? You know, yeah. those guys, like Trump rallies, just filling it with hookers. That's outside. true. Those guys are super horny. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what, I think that's what makes you mad as like a as a white guy. I think but you they just don't didn't have, have any sex. Money to spend. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but these are like cheaper. An hour, anyway. Well, no, but these are cheaper hookers because we, you know, shark. They have shark. These are the eleven dollar hookers. These are the eleven dollars. And um, you know, I got eleven dollars in my pocket, man. Well, well, because it's we meet Mabel. You know, Sharky goes up to her, and she kind of looks like Rhea Perlman a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and how does he arrest her? This is nothing. She doesn't say anything that's going to get her arrested, uh, right? He does what? hear her offering sex she for money. She says, "Hey, if you give me eleven dollars, I'll blow you." Basically, <laughs> to the guy, and then Burt Reynolds walks up. He goes, "What?" And then he's like, "Oh, you can have her." And then, yeah, the guy says, I want to give you $50 to do anything. Yeah, so he catches her pretty good, Tim. I mean, there's no exchange of money. What about her friend who's just standing there? Well, guilt by association. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then she does assault the, the, assault the cop, so. Yeah. yeah, she gets kind of pissed off about the whole situation. So then they take him back to the precinct, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's this weird scene with uh, Percy Sinclair who comes through and he's like a yeah. pimp and it's this other pimp which doesn't really make sense again this has to be something from the book or yeah. something like a subplot that got cut out because she's like you know who that guy is he sells blah, 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 blah. he does this he does that. and she's like oh shit i'm sorry i'm sorry he's gonna kill me and we never see him again no. right no no because we like we already have the other pimp so i'm like why did we need this guy? they like shoehorned a random pimp for no reason. And then they also don't follow up with it. Like Tim's saying, we never see this woman no. again, Daniel. Never like, see this we don't hear it. Percy guy again. Although she does have a good line when she says, when she's trying to pick up the, when she's trying to pick up the John. She's like, a, she's a real go-getter. Yeah. And he's like, I'll give you 25 bucks. She's like, I'm a professional and I demand a fair wage. And I'm like, hey, you know what, honey? It's not a union. I like Well, that. she is uh, carrying a Karl Marx book. Did you see that, Tim? <laughs> yeah, she is. Is it? Yeah, so for it real. No, for real. I'm not joking. She had a Karl Marx yeah. pamphlet with her. Yeah, dude. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was at the political rally with a Karl Marx book. 
She knows what's okay. up. It was really weird. I was like, Bert? <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those famous um, socialist prostitutes, I guess. Yeah. You know? I mean, it is one of the oldest professions in human history, so... <laughs> But, like, uh, originally this movie was two hours and 40 minutes, believe it or not. I can believe it. Where did, yeah, uh, see, a lot of shit got where did you read that? Holy shit. Yeah, it was originally, it was, they had to chop 40 minutes off it, so maybe this whole subplot was within that lost 40 minutes. Kind of just taking that shit out. Yeah, and I feel like maybe they kept it just enough, because uh, they had to introduce uh, Bert to, like, the world of the prostitution rings yeah. and all yeah, that. Yeah, I think they were trying to show, like, hey, yo, pimps can be terrifying, and they're abusive, and... Yeah, I'm betting you this is a B-plot in the book, or it was yeah. supposed to be in the movie, where it was like, he was doing what he's doing with uh, Salva, but also, also while this is going on, because it's a fucking big, you know, Detroit slash Georgia... There's other shit going on in the world. So there's this pimp going around killing prostitutes also. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that was going to be resolved with the rest of it. Like, maybe it would be like, oh, maybe he was part of the scheme, but he wasn't. But whatever it was, and it they, was cut And out. the big wigs who are behind this scandal are going to try to push it off on that guy. Yeah, yeah. That would the guy go, going around killing prostitutes uh-huh. to begin with. So then, yeah. can you all help me um, figure out... So they get like a piece of paper and it's a bunch of names and then Sharky I guess could have figured out who the Zodiac killer was because he looks at the yeah, names. What's and... this? He just starts going. Well, like, he's what's a little uh... psychic in this movie. A, a couple little times, bit. Right? He just figures shit oh, out. Oh, oh, as if Burt Reynolds made himself the hero. Yeah, and the aw- smartest awesome man he never. Yeah, yeah. He's Batman. He even has like the forensics guys and everybody car. else, and he's like, yeah, but I'll just solve the case myself. They're yeah. just my machine. It's so crazy. He he's able to. Tr- he basically takes a bunch of names. He realizes that it's all numbers. Well, somebody says, "Is it Bernie who says they're all names, but they all have seven, seven letters?" letters. Or, don't, don't, is yeah. that Bert who like figures every fucking thing out? I think he out. cuts them off and says they all have seven letters. Yep, I figured it out. And, and then oh, he, he does starts a going, <laughs> Yeah, um, Bernie is really his Charlie in this movie. He just <laughs> constantly interrupts him <laughs> and yeah. takes his thunder. But they, they start – Bert's like, okay, now tell me the le- the number of the letter in the alphabet, and then it doesn't really lead to anywhere, I don't think. They're just, like, writing down numbers based Yeah, but they get a phone number, and I think – Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They get, but what that does that phone it. number get them? Well, these are, like, numbers of the high-class, high like, escorts that are, like, the $1,000 oh, escorts. Oh, that's – oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. This is where we that get the $11 an hour thing. $11, yeah. Yeah, right? That's trying to work their where way he up. finds Domino. You're right. And they find Domino, they number, and they're able yeah. to tap five of the lines except Domino's and <laughs> – except Domino's oh, there's line. Also, no, no, no. There's a big math mistake in this thing. He says – at first he says, I need seven yeah, – you're right. And he goes, okay, you'll get it. Next scene, they're cutting. They're walking down the and stairs. About, and he goes, okay, yeah. we could only get you five of the six taps that you wanted. The six tap, there's, some, there's a no tap thing on that. Yeah, thing. something. Which, by the way, she's a prostitute. Of course, she has a no tap thing on her phone. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no, we find out it's because of the political Can't tap stuff, that. But... Yeah, we that. find out that there's some people on the take. Uh, in the yeah, precinct. like the, it's already. This is where it's revealed. Like, man, this goes straight to the top. Yeah. with this one lady, very mysterious, like yeah, too. Yeah, we yeah. we don't know exactly who's in on it, but they basically cannot tap this lady's phone. So then Sharky kind of goes to the outside of of uh, everything. He's like, hey, don't worry about the law. I'm a cop. I can break it. Yep. Okay. He says he has a guy in personnel. Uh, by the way, they mentioned personnel He's... a lot, and I don't know what the fuck that means inside a precinct. Like HR? I, I don't know. What's so what is he talking about? I'm in personnel. And also, he's like the audio guy. I'm like, what is? Yeah, because he says I know. A, no, he says I know a great wire guy. 
And I'm like, does he work here? It, I know. Is he, Why like, isn't he part of your machine? Yeah. Machines and wires. That's when we meet Jim Henson and we cut to him saying, piss <laughs> off, Sharky, <laughs> son of a bitch. And, which doesn't make sense. It's weird. And then yeah, he's meeting he's meeting up with them in his basement. He's not meeting up with them at the precinct or anything. So that's why I didn't know if Jim Henson worked at the fucking police department. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, Daniel, thank you. Because for the longest time, I kept wondering, like, is he a cop? Or is this somebody yes. that's just a hanging around with A guy that he knows that knows how to wire shit yeah. and stuff. That's what I thought. I was like, did he get him a job now? Yeah. I kept thinking maybe he was a criminal that now Sharky owns, you know, as an informant. And he'll do him favors yeah. or something. Yeah, but it's not like that. He just ends up. Because he's, he's working cop? with the cops, so he must work. Yeah, because for the when precinct. he says "fuck you, you son of a bitch," he's like, "you ungrateful son of a bitch." And like, all right, so then now you're supposed to follow up with, "I saved your life." Uh, I introduce you to your wife. Uh, uh, no. Nope. Later on, I'm gonna make out with your kid. <laughs> Something like, <laughs> like that. in five seconds, he makes out with this guy's kid. What, what like, is this no, guy's instead, name? It's like, oh, I don't move. even, uh, I can't stay mad at you, Burt Reynolds. You're the coolest guy ever. I'll do whatever and you're so you want. Smart. Yeah, for yeah. some reason, this Jim Henson guy just yells a lot and then calms down immediately. Like, throughout the entire He's movie. Like me. It's everybody with Burt Reynolds, though. Yeah, they all they, yell. Like, yell at him. They're like, you're a piece of shit. I mean, there's one part where he literally starts beating somebody, and then they look at him, they're like, but I can't stay mad at you. Yeah, Burt. you know what? Yeah, because doesn't Charles Durning go through a whole big thing, walking around the whole fucking police precinct, the vice room, going, oh, look at this guy. He's Mr. Big Shot. Everybody's yeah. got to do what he does. We all got to dance. And they go, all right, what do you want me to do? Yeah, it's yeah. so weird. This is a, It's a very, he didn't, I don't know. The way that the the yelling to calm to yelling it you almost it loses its effect big time. Yeah, and you know what the other problem is, Daniel, with all the like calmness is, it's that Burt Reynolds thing that he does all the time. But he has the whole cast doing it where they just like mumble shit to each yes. other, and I'm like, I can't understand what you're saying. I had to put dude. subtitles because I could not understand. And normally I do subtitles I with watch notes. It with subtitles. Just... It helps with note taking, but I really needed it for this. I like the way uh, Tim just popped in and said, you gotta have subtitles and then he fucking muted himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, I, I feel like it comes in handy, but for this movie, you actually need subtitles. There's a lot of mumbling. Yeah, imagine seeing this in the theaters. You wouldn't know what the hell's going on. It's like, I'm like, what did he just say? Because he like takes people in the corners, like away <laughs> from the microphones and starts whispering to him. It's like, Bert, you, it's not how you make a movie dude yeah dude it's fucking it's so fucking weird man i don't understand it but yeah basically from that point this guy introduces uh so his friend this uh jim henson looking motherfucker his 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 <laughs> wife comes down with his daughter oh, god and uh <laughs> tim you want to talk about this scene <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, see, this is what makes him stop screaming and yelling and screaming. As soon as he sees his daughter, the guy's softening. He up, does. You know, because he loves his daughter, he, right? He loves yeah, his yeah. wife. He's not going to let anything bad happen. He's not going to, like, just, like, you know, any creepy shit going <laughs> wrong. Nothing, no, not while I'm standing it's there. It's his daughter, daughter yeah, right? Yeah, no, it's his daughter. Of course he would love his daughter. Of course. Right? So the pop, who looks like Jim Hansen, yeah. grabs his daughter, kisses her. Like a normal father would do. Burt Reynolds, no, come, come on. Get over here, man. She wants to kiss you. Hug my daughter. And kiss her. Yeah. Then hands her daughter over, too. Not even, like, just leans over, right? No. Hands her. Yep. To him. Gives him full control of the daughter. (laughs) This is like a five-year-old, right? Or a six-year-old? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Burt Burt Reynolds. Reynolds, Yeah. Takes the girl. With the, the only the only kid in the holy fucking person the whole movie has a southern accent. As soon as I heard that southern accent, I was like, what? Yep. She's definitely <laughs> the they definitely kid. casted the kid from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh yes. my! Mr. This is how Reynolds. they got the tax break. They hired one person from Atlanta. <laughs> yep, yeah, the one fucking <laughs> a kid, five year old girl. <laughs> Say one line. 
And correct me if I'm wrong, but he full on kisses her on the mouth, yep. right? Yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice. It's not a peck twice. on the cheek. He yep. presses his lips against her lips and holds it there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Bert, what are we one. doing? I feel like I feel like people <laughs> two. I feel like kissing on the lips was Three? bigger back then. Uh, no, I'm not I'm trying like to justify this. this. No. I'm not trying to justify Daniel. this. Okay, Daniel, here's a question. One of your friends as a kid, his mom drops him yes. off at school. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving him the little peck on the cheek or something, she t- takes her son's face in her hands, cups his face, and just lip locks him for three seconds. And then does it again, just to make sure. In case yeah. the first one well, it depends. Are they in a basement or not? <laughs> no, they're at yeah, school. Yeah, that's right. This isn't a basement. This is this even worse. It's basically a public. What, what would be your reaction to that? Uncomfortable. Very yeah, Daniel, you're an uncle, right? Yes, I am. Have you ever kissed any of your nieces or nephews like this? No, 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 no. Okay, and your blood. Yeah. Your so blood. now add a stranger. Let's say, let's say uh, we do the grind bin meetup, Daniel, and I come over and hang out at your house, and you introduce me to your nephew, and I do that. How much of an ass beating hit. am I going to be getting? Yeah, yes. you would fucking hit Tim if you yeah. saw him. Do I was that. gonna say though, you know, just as an insider thing, because I don't know how many Grindbin listeners will listen to this episode. When we do all meet up, why don't we do the little peck on the each cheek kind of thing when we meet up? With, uh... No, I'm giving oh, no, full I'm gonna... on mouth kisses. Yeah, yeah. full blown mouth, mouth kisses. Tim. Holy yeah, shit. we're all vaccinated, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Swaps of spit, baby. Well, I'm kissing Tim like he's in the mafia, you know? Like, uh-huh. oh, oh, that's when, guys oh, isn't that normally when you're going to die? If they fucking kiss <laughs> yeah. you like that? It's like a goodbye yeah. kiss. You know what we're doing. It's a kiss of death, bathroom. yeah. Wait, did Reynolds kill his little baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he might have. Yeah, we never see what happens, Yeah, right? we don't ever it's see her so again. weird, though. Like, it just was the, an odd... The, the whole thing was very the odd. The movie was trying oh, to Oh, no, up. wait a second. Hold on. What? We know what happened to that little girl. Oh, God, what? Oh, you think um, she got into the system? Well, somebody does say that they met somebody else when she was 12 years yeah, old. Right? Yeah, there's a, we find out this movie has a lot to do with minor stuff. Yes, unfortunately. And um, Shockey's Q Machine. <laughs> <laughs> I, he did own a pizza place. It was called Comet Ping Pong, I think. <laughs> this is way before Q. This is fucking P, dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was the worst joke <laughs> That was, because P is not that far it from It really here. isn't. It's just one letter. Uh, <laughs> you said this is a B movie. There you go. And uh, so, know. yeah, we have the horrible kissing scene, and then we, we get to uh, Frisco, who's trying to, like, not bust a nut listening to a recording of... I don't even know. Yeah, what was that? Like, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I just yeah. want to listen to it. And it's like, but we've heard... Well, I guess it's to show they tap the phone, Yes. Right? This, yeah, basically, we completely cut... All the other, like we cut all the scenes where they they wired the tap other, phone. tap the other lines yeah. and stuff. Fuck those other people. We're gonna hear this chick fucking a masturbate. Yeah, let's go. So they're just listening already to those lines that they've done. Would be nice if she farted once in a while while they're listening. Oh, they gotta right? be right just by yourself, right? Just two chicks by themselves. They gotta do that shit, right? Definitely. Some... I thought it was that they did the phone. She's no, put they put their... cameras. No, they put cameras oh, all over yeah, the they place. Put... Like, what is she... At one point, Jim Henson's in there. He's like, "I'm putting this like fucking thing that looks like a fucking matchbook on top of a briefcase, so nobody else can see it, and that's going to catch the Johns. Yeah, yeah. And this place is going to catch the Ben. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Yeah, please, pre- you know, whatever your fucking warrant is, I'm sure it's like I was going to say... cover her fucking bathroom habits or her fucking yeah. Bed. They're doing some shit, kind of. 
Yeah, it's pretty shady. I was more troubled. I was like, why are we going to this extent? Well, no, no. Wait, hold on. No, no. Hold on. Daniel's right again. Because this is the illegal one. This is the one that they couldn't get. This is why Jim Henson so is there. This Domino's. is an illegal wiretap. Yeah. We go yeah. to their in Domino's place. Yeah, they're in Domino's place the illegal now. wiretap. And her place, by the way, is a penthouse apartment. And it's oh, like, this is so fucking eighties rich. It's so gorgeous. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, what you would call eighties rich? Where your cat? Yeah. Where your fu- you press a button and, and shit your TV pops shoots up. Yeah. up and out. I'm yeah. so surprised there wasn't like a, a running fountain inside. No the home, shit, dude. You know? Whole fucking fountain with like it's like a little mermaid and shit. Those objects de art on the fucking yeah. clear <laughs> yeah. stairs. Yeah. You're gonna walk into them when you're drunk at two o'clock in the morning. And of course, like, everything what the fuck is wrong with you? everything is just made of mirror because you got to do coke wherever you oh, want, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and it's a mirror. No, and it's also the worst kind of mirror. The mirror that has the fucking black, like li- squiggly lines all yeah, over it. What the fuck the was 80s up with that? Was the worst dude, time for dude. interior design. Like just absolutely fucking atrocious. If you buy a house that's from rich. the eighties and hasn't been updated, oh man, it is so fucking horrible. Oh wait, hold on. Somebody buys a house here from the eighties <laughs> and is updating it themselves. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I have so many questions about that fucking the real estate transaction. Fucking okay, that's cool. so ridiculous, man. No, come on, it shows that he's a human, right? <sighs> and again, let's wait till almost to the end of the movie to start showing this part about our main character. <laughs> I know, yeah, but then, well, it's because it comes after a certain really rough scene, I think, too. That's and true. Like, oh no, he's he's a nice <sighs> guy. But like they tell him that Domino's on her way. Yeah. Okay. So like, and they Jim got Henson to be the there in fifteen minutes, or it's free. I like it because Jim Henson gets <laughs> mad. <laughs> Be careful, guys. The Noid is on its way. <laughs> and Jim Henson gets mad because he's like, they don't know how to communicate on the thing. Like, he's always bitching about shit. I don't even know why fucking Sharky likes yeah, to work like, with this guy. But What, they didn't know she was coming down the street or this? It's like, shut the fuck up and leave. Yeah, Who cares? He does have, no, he does he have a point. He kind of has a it's point, like, yeah. Yeah, at that point, you got, like, fucking... Fucking... You got fucking... Irish? Yeah, you, <laughs> you got, like, fucking cops <laughs> all over the place. And well, like also, they wait until she's in the illegal. elevator. It's also illegal, though. They they aren't even supposed not, to be doing yeah. this wiretap. Yeah, but they're all in on it. You got Papa. You got Charles Durning. That's the, the other, other thing. Guy. Some guys should have kept their distance and be like, "Dude, we can't do this because like this. If this goes to court, like they're gonna throw this evidence yeah. out. We're probably Tuh! getting fired." Tuh! This is 1981. You think that shit was ever even thought of in movies or TV Tim, shows? Like she's this? 80s rich, dude. She could get the lawyer. Tim, did you just like, say? Tuh! Tuh. I think I went. Oh, okay. No, that's his new thing. I... Tuh. Maybe I went. Tuh. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that whenever I want to just like swipe away someone's comment. Yeah. Tuh. You're full of shit. <laughs> but they go out and we get our first fucking man. We get our first look at Domino, and this movie loves this woman. Ooh. And that wow, box, Rachel, what Reynolds? She was, she was big. She was. She. You asked Jeff Robbie. Back then, asking, you know, uh, Chris, Steve's brother, who just joined the Discord, who sounds exactly like Steve. Of course. Just like drunk. Yes. Yeah. So they both sound like they're Rachel 17 Ward years old. Rachel Ward was a gigantic sex symbol for about like maybe two or three years. Because she also did this. And then I think, is this right after or right before she did Against All Odds with Jeff Bridges? Ooh, I don't know. I'm looking it up to. I didn't know she was such a. I didn't know she was like a big name. Yeah, she was big. I'm pretty sure she's from Australia too. Yeah, she does have an accent from England. Okay, because yeah, it it was. I thought it was like I don't know if it was British or Australian. Not that I, you know. She was trying to. She was trying to give herself a Detroit, Georgia accent. So. Uh, she did uh, (laughs) night school before this. Sharky's machine. Dead men don't wear plaid. 
Steve Martin, yeah. The Final Terror Against All Odds, nineteen eighty four. Was she a okay. was she a model prior or Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because she is Was she a dancer? <laughs> she <laughs> I'm a dancer. <laughs> we get a lot of uh you know what I'll dance on your dick for money. Yeah, dude. Oh boy. I'll fucking twerk on it. Yeah, twerking is a form of dancing, so technically she is That's a dancer. Uh, yeah, she was a uh, model, and she actually was roommates with another model at the time, Daryl Hannah. Wow. Daryl Hannah. Yeah. We know a little bit. girl looks like a crackhead. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Ble- bleep that out. I'm not bleeping it out anymore, dude. I think I messed up the last episode where you mentioned her. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You did. So it's a cat's people out of the already bag know Daryl Hannah looked like a crackhead back in the day. It's easy for you know, dingy ass white lady to look like a crackhead. It doesn't take you much. You should see what I look like if I don't take a shower. I mean, yeah, Jesus, it turns quick. I look Are like Henry Silva. Get that for some close reason. to JFK Jr. Come on, man. There must be some kind of thing going on. I mean, wasn't she the one that played like a mermaid in the Tom Hanks with Tom? Yeah, Splash. Yeah. Splash. Yeah. So I mean, maybe he was just. You know, you're just disillusioned with that with that image, and you don't see how she really looks. No, it's just it's just like one of those things. I I think I mentioned it before. It's just when I saw her in real life, I just really had an appreciation for Hollywood makeup artist, hair <laughs> hairstylist, and lighting. You are for real. Well, she was trying to be incognito though, Tim. So she didn't put any makeup on. She's probably wearing like a hoodie or something, so nobody would recognize her. That's the whole point. Uh, nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, if you don't want people to recognize you, don't walk down the street with JFK Jr., okay? Well, that's true. People are gonna you said they you. didn't come in together. Uh, no, she showed up like 10 minutes later. Yeah, yes. see? So she's, yeah. To a pet store. To. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, when I saw her at the door, I'm like, you're not getting in here. <laughs> uh, but so she comes up, Daniel. Yeah, she comes up, and uh, this is the first time that we see that Good old Sharky has a like immediately just is love struck. Sharky likey. Sharky like put a ten k light in front of him before they shot the scene. And it's like the she looks like the perfect eighties music video model. Like man, yeah. she could have been in mm-hmm. any any eighties music video. And uh, then the guys start staking out, and we get more stakeout than I think in the movie Stakeout, which I covered. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too yeah, much. Yeah, but you know what? Rosie minutes. O'Donnell isn't in this one, so it's well, okay. Rosie O'Donnell's in the sequel. So if you don't want to see, do they do a shot? Did, is that how they introduce Rosie O'Donnell in the sequel? The same shot that they introduced Rachel Ward on? Yeah. Oh God, it's just <laughs> oh, like it goes up on her legs of wearing a skirt. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. And she's like, don't look. That's at me. why I said there's a 10k light in front of that fucking dress because it's it's white and they're trying to show her legs and shit. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah. they totally did that. Uh, but it's like 40 minutes. Burt Reynolds did that. That was 87 takes. Yeah, this movie's super horny. This movie gets really horny at this oh, point. This is, it's too much, though, because we just sit here, and he's jacking off in a room. Constantly. For, like, no joke. And he's so sweaty. Mm-hmm. A half hour of the movie is yeah. just him watching. Her. He's so hot and sweaty, dude. And you know it's supposed to be this thing of, like, oh, he's falling in love with her, but, like, none of that's translating. because no. even just... No, no, he can't. He's creeping on her. What do you mean he's falling in love with her? How but do that's you translate suppo- that? Yeah. That's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, back the thing. then, yeah. That was back well, then, you know what? It would have been, Tim, is like he had to do this, right? So then he's like, well, it's part of his job, so he's not a creep, right? That's supposed Uh to be the setup. But then it would be like, oh, when she's changing or something, maybe he wouldn't want to look because he's like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, I don't want to degrade her. But in this one, he's like, yeah, take it off. Yeah, he's taking pictures of her. Yeah. And here's the other thing is 
Does she do everything within eyeshot of that building? No shit. Is she just always by a window? Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, you know, the dance people... class. He's able to watch a dance class from the building that he's in. He's She's able to watch her play tennis. She likes it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, you're right. She's everything she does. To Mike Wood. You're okay. right. No, you know what? You're right, though, Tim. Everything she does is within that building. It's really like, fucking weird. Tennis lessons, everything. She just never leaves her, her what, building. What did y'all think of that scene where Jim Henson starts talking about how he um, got a Japanese hooker back in the day? And... It was like, nope, nope. Um, <laughs> and then he... <laughs> uh, again, we go into the $1,000 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And like today, by today's standard, is that really that expensive? Thousand dollars an hour? Mm, that's a I, pretty. I, no I mean, it's uh, it's I'm, I'm betting it's up there. Okay, you know, you it's not. That's not what you're paying fucking uh, with Brenda at the fucking political Maybe. rally. She's doing it for like ten cents an you hour. Because a... doesn't doesn't he say something about how one of the hookers that if she ever made a thousand dollars an hour would kill her because she'd have to fuck like a thousand guys. What? <laughs> what? There's some know. throwaway joke in there about one of the hookers. Yeah, I think it's one of the they pick up at the political rally when they're talking about Rachel Ward getting a thousand dollars an hour, and that's when Charles Durning goes, thousand dollars an hour? I got eleven bucks in my pocket. Oh, I only he's like fucking Lawrence Tierney at the beginning of Reservoir Dogs <laughs> with fucking the the book just going on about eleven bucks in my pocket. I got eleven dollars. Well, my that pocket. was that whole sequence that didn't. I couldn't understand what they were doing where Burt Reynolds was asking for seven hundred dollars. Yeah. And they, like, gave him a bunch of money, and I'm like, what is he – is he going to go buy a hooker with this money? Like, is he going to go buy Domino? What is happening? Does he have a Groupon? Yeah. I, I was like, it's $1,000 an hour. It don't show up with 700 Well, he wanted maybe, you know, like 45 minutes or something. <laughs> 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 Look, honey, we both know I'm not here for the massage, so let's just go. Exactly. I you, think, know, you, you never asked that. You know what I think? I, my time runs out during the massage. I, I don't think care. I ran... You don't think guys – Go ahead. Sorry. No, no go ahead. I would say you don't think guys uh, negotiate. They're like, look, I know you charge by the hour, but trust me, I'm only going to need half an hour. <laughs> oh, no. They have, they have, they have it. This, dude, there are places that start off at 15 minutes. Well, like in I York. think in, in L.A., when I was in L.A., I, I, I normally got massages all the time here in San Antonio – and I was in L.A., and I found a massage place that was just nearby, right? Uh-oh. So I go in, yeah. I get my massage, and then I'm— You feel like you're Robert Kraft for some reason, the, just getting a massage. Just getting a massage, and then I go— Kraft and that cheese. I go to pay up front, and the lady, in the, de- the lady at the register says, She liked you. If you come back and get 90 minutes, we'll make you happy. Yo, oh, the no. upsell. You got to oh, come back. No. Because no. I only got a 60-minute one. So she's like, you come back, pay 90 minutes, we'll make you happy. See, that's why you start off with the 15 minutes, because then she says, come back in half an hour. And make it- <laughs> so, uh, Daniel, when you came back. So when I got back, <laughs> man, <laughs> talk about some white slimer. Uh, man, they fucking played your ass, huh? They made you wait until like the 60 minutes is up, and like, hey, next time. Yeah, I would have liked if Daniel was like, well, I wouldn't be happy because this was a horrible massage. <laughs> it was actually it was one good. of the worst massages I've ever had. Well, you know what? It was one did you, star. Did you mean horrible or horrible? It was a good massage, but I couldn't stop hearing the guy that was in the other room moaning. Oh, God. Because he's getting jerked I off. I didn't even realize it. I thought he was just getting a solid sports massage, like, you know? And you're joking with the girl. <laughs> you're like, man, this guy, right? Boy, that guy's really getting wow, it. Wow, he must really have a sore back. He's, yeah, like, oh, he's really getting in there. Oh. That's all I could hear. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, fucking Los Angeles, man. Can't go anywhere we're getting, without no, getting jerked off. No. You got to be careful because they have too many of those things in, in Los Angeles. I didn't know that was a if big you went thing into there, one, man. Uh, 
I would... It's a thing everywhere. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, they're not in San Antonio, it's just man. Where there's a lot of sex slavery. There so. has to be. Come on. Yeah. You're going to tell me there's no fucking massage parlors that whack you off in San Antonio, Daniel? Uh, it would have to be. They got them right across the street from the Alamo because you know all those <laughs> tourists. You know, yeah. they come Just go to on town. Yelp and search for massage and you'll see. Yeah. Whichever one has like zero star ratings from women but four star ratings from men, <laughs> you know, right there. Yeah, it's right, it's right next. <laughs> if the place is open after 10 o'clock and if they don't give gift certificates, it's, that's all you need to know. Right yeah, to the, uh, it's us. right next to the Ripley's yeah. Believe It or Cock. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so, do they got? Uh, do they have like? Because they have prostitutes that hang out in Times Square, like right outside Times Square. You know, well, they used to. Do they not have, anymore? Uh, no, pr- they. Fucking... Do they have prostitutes outside the Alamo? No, they don't. Not even, no, no, hell no. That'd be a good place for it. The prostitutes you know, were always they... along, but believe it or not, remember the Alamo. Believe it or not, if you <laughs> wanted to get like a forty dollars blowjob, you had to go on Cherry Street, of course. Oh, yeah, which is yeah. kind of the well, east. That's what they get for naming it. Yep, that. just east side of downtown. It was pretty guttural, but uh, that's where you would go and get a forty dollars blowjob. Street job. or the blowjob? Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. One star, really guttural. Yeah, one star. A lot of guttering. When she was done, she she cleaned my dick off with gutter water. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> my dick has smelled like the gutter for like four days. I got cigarette butts in my pants. <laughs> My dick is all right. All done, and they just dump some bucket of gum. She put, she put a gum up my asshole and forgot to bring take it back. <laughs> oh fuck, man! I'm telling you, that's what we used to always. We used to drive through there just to like. We just wanted to see hookers. We we couldn't yes, buy we, hookers. I did the same you thing with my like, friends. Yeah, we drove it. past Hooker Stroll. Yeah, because do they flash you tits? Because back when I did in the '80s with my friends. <laughs> Tom. It was a real Yobo's machine back then. Yeah, it was. No, you should just drive. It was like there was like a three block area on the west side. I think like maybe eleventh and twelfth Avenue around there. And I mean they were out in fucking like Gardabelle, oh, just yeah. regular fucking lingerie. And they would fucking flash tits, everything like that. It was it, it was fucking crazy. It wasn't that obvious in San Antonio because I'm like, yeah. motherfucker, I got eleven bucks in my pocket. You get away with that in New York, but yeah, no, it wasn't that obvious here. I think yeah, it's just the same thing as like a Macy's window display. You yeah, know? You get, you're seeing the goods before. I think you go New York has them. so much crime going on. It's like, ah, fuck it, let's just let them. You know what I mean? Like, is this not? Yeah, they're worried about the. Uh, the no, you know... it, it was like it was a thing that was like. If me as a teenager knew about it, the cops had right? to know about it. So it was just like just one like, of those things it. where it's like, keep Guys, it in this area at this time to this time. Right. Make sure you're not here during business hours. Yeah. We're not going to do it. And anything. seriously, like, who cares? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, who cares? I never understood. That's why I think, like, being in this vice squad or whatever, like, you know, it being like a shitty job and stuff. I think it's because, yeah, who the fuck cares about yeah. prostitutes? Like, we don't want people to be sex slaves. Like, the, the whole, no, the whole they, problem. people want to do it, if somebody yeah. else wants to pay for it, and yeah. both parties are mutually agreeing to what's going on and yeah. nobody's getting hurt, yeah. why the fuck is it anybody's business? Well, that's, that's the thing. That's the whole problem is because it's not legal, then you well, have, yeah, like, Well, yeah, that's why pimps. it has to be legal. Yeah, yeah. it's the whole yeah, pimp Well, you know why it's a problem? I'll yeah. tell you why it's a problem. Because it's not legal. So if I live in that fucking area and I have to come home every night and I have to walk past a bunch of fucking Johns getting their dick sucked on my stoop, yeah. I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. So yeah. make that yeah. shit legal. 
put it someplace where they can do that. You don't have to do it out on the fucking street or anything like that. Yeah. But and then there's no people in sex slavery situations. Yeah. But we forget like we forget yeah. something, guys. We have dicks, and we live in America, and women are never going to be able to do whatever the fuck they want as long as they're Republicans in charge, right? Wow, getting political. Jesus Christ, I've never seen a pedestal come out so quickly. So, uh, Yoba so wants to announce his candidacy for New York mayor right here on the You podcast. know what? Prostitution so. should be legal. <laughs> I think it should I be. I legalize that and I legalize all drugs. I think it should. Fuck yeah, I want to know about all drugs, but I think I think prostitution should be legal, dude. I, I totally agree. I mean. You know who doesn't? You know, Bert in this no. movie. And that's why he's wired her place. He wired this lady's place. <laughs> he falls in love with a high class escort. Yeah, and they share a glance, right? And it's just they lock eyes, and he sees that Domino's box, and yeah, yeah. You see, him. you see how hot Burt Reynolds is. This thousand dollar an hour prostitute, okay? Yeah, which is weird that she's he's like, going to give the eye to a guy screwing a fucking screw on an elevator. Yeah, you're right, Tim. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's like it's a weird thing later on when he like calls her a bunch of names and stuff, and I'm like, but I don't. Are you, yeah, I have I have written down in red ink. I want Daniel to say this to the Domino's delivery guy <laughs> the next time he shows up with. Don't make me call what you, you what you really you are. are yeah. <laughs> and um, we, of course, this is an '80s movie, so we get our um, we have to get an aerobic scene, right? Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, and why is she wearing a shit colored leotard? I know, like it's like bronze, I guess. Yeah. No, when was brown a sexy color? In the well, late maybe 70s. she doesn't want to have people staring at her while she's doing her aerobics so she wears a shit color yeah dude it deflects you know the yeah. shit color deflects. no because now i'm looking at her for a different reason i'm like what the fuck she, <laughs> does she shit her fucking leotard is she trying to cover it up yeah that's true you get a little yeah leakage. she shit her leotard so she just smeared it all over the leotard yeah. you know just blended it it went in white yeah. <laughs> aerobics makes me sharp so it's a color changing yeah. one it's like a mood ring but as a leotard oh you know? the more you sweat the more it changes Ooh, color yeah right? it's shittleflage dude yeah, dude. And so, yeah, so we see her and her friend Dif- Tiffany. I was going to say Tiffany. Yeah. Tiffany, and they're doing their aerobic stuff, and Sharky finds the workout room, and we just see his face, so we don't know what he's doing with his hands. Yeah, it's so weird, man. He's And, again, it should be the thing of, like, him falling in love with her, but, no, he's just creepy. It's all one – it's one-sided. Because later on, we go to find out in the movie that he has her pictures all over in front of his bed where he lays yes. down at night. Yes. Yeah, because it should be a situation of like, oh, I like her, but I'm going to be respectful and like, uh, you know, he this wants is to. Burt Reynolds, man, come on. But that's what I'm saying. That's the problem, Tim. We can't relate to him because he's just like, no, like this guy, uh, he just looks at this girl, and he's like, hey, he looks yeah, through she a looked window. at me once yeah. and she smiled, so this is okay, right? And he's not. He hasn't been vulnerable at all. He's just a fucking macho man, piece of shit guy. We we don't trust him really. Like it's so weird how we're supposed to think he's the hero of the movie, but he really hasn't. You can't connect to him. You can't. He just seems cold and distant and shitty. Let's not forget he's responsible for people's deaths on the bus. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We've never been able to connect with them. And you think at this point it would be like, oh, he's falling in love, and it's like, no, he's a fucking creep. He's a creep. Yeah, he just looks at her. Um, you know, she's he's uh, she drinks some wine. He drinks a Budweiser. Um, they sing the Valentine. Yeah, I like song. how they're cutting this uh, together. Yeah, with the, yeah he's re- she's reading. Oh, right, she's reading that fucking communist book, and he's reading what uh, Turner Diaries. Yeah, yeah, he's re- he's reading a fucking but, uh, Mad magazine. Okay, by the way, there's a love story, like a romantic comedy type thing. If you wanted to make a guy who sees a girl 
from her window and still like give him a little bit. Maybe they're having dinner at the same time and he's pretending he's having dinner with her or something. You know, it's still creepy, but it's like, oh, that's, no, that's you know. so creepy. And I'm when they start singing it, together in this movie, I wrote that he's singing. I know. I'm trying, Tim. I'm My trying to find a way to Valentine. make this work, you know? But no, he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to eat dinner with her. I'm just going to drink a beer and stare at her. Yeah, she's going to drink a beer. Like, I already came, so just, just kind of relaxing for the rest uh, of She's drinking wine. She's lighting candles. I know what she's going to be doing. It's insane. So then after all that shit, we get Arch, who finally gives us his philosophical um, angle toward about tennis. Oh, shit. Um. Arch gets deep, like out of nowhere. Like I was like, yeah, "What the dude. fuck?" And he starts talking about this domestic squabble that he went in with no partner, and there's a guy. This was wild. Yeah, he. He's, this lady opens the door. She's bleeding and crying. This guy steps out, and he's got a, a three fifty seven in his hand. No, he doesn't say three fifty seven. Does he not? He says a three five seven. Okay, I'm sorry. Which as soon oh as I heard God. that, I looked up. I was like, "What the fuck?" Was that worth it? Okay, Daniel. Was that worth yeah, it, Tim? Cheers. Yeah, no, Tish. come on. That's have Tish. you ever heard anybody say a three five seven? That was a bad line read. Yeah, do I it, guess so. Do it to him, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so Tish. So back to the movie. Then he then Arch starts talking about how he ceased to exist at the moment, so that way he wouldn't get shot. Yeah, this is yeah, amazing. The guy got so the says, drop on him and yeah. was able to pull a gun on him and was going to shoot him. But and he... the way Bernie Casey is saying this is just so good. It's a real compelling story when he's saying it. It is. He says it in a very stoic kind of... Yeah, he's like, the guy got the drop on me and he has the gun and there's nothing I can do. I can't pull my gun. I can't get away. And so I just look at him. I look at him and we lock eyes and I just disappeared. I left, man. Yeah. It's like the deepest shit and this movie has not had anything like that yet. No, and, like, at least you have Pop, who's kind of playing the audience and, like, the everyman. Like, yeah. what do you mean you went away, right? And he's like, like, I wasn't there anymore. Like, metaphysical. Like, I left my body. Like, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then when Bernie comes back, the guy went to the other room. Yeah. And what did our police officer do? Didn't he tell a victim of domestic violence that just opened up the door crying and bleeding? Hey, go in there and tell me about Yeah. That that, yeah, that was that's weird, what I was going to say, Mike. It's really good at first, and then he says, then I just told her to go ahead and make up with this guy that just made you bleed. Because I don't well, feel like doing the paperwork and explaining my voice is how I disappeared. Now you know why he's in Vice. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's what made mm-hmm. him get yeah. demoted to Vice. <laughs> she got fucking killed that night. He's like, because... you know what? You know what? Bleeding yeah. is a part of love, baby. You got to bleed a little yeah. bit. Right. He only does it because he loves yeah. you. Yeah. And yeah, and he comes back and they're like, "Hey, uh, didn't you go on that domestic violence call?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's just just two lovers, you know." And they're like, "Yeah, well, she's dead now." Oh. So uh, and he killed the whole family too. Yeah, oh, what a shame. He's an annihilator. And he goes, "Well, I wasn't there though." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, I wasn't there. Then we get that scene where Papa gets all mad at Arch because he doesn't like ribs or chicken oh, or anything that's good. Boy. That just that oh. Japanese shit. Yep, he only likes yeah, Asian food. Okay, and he says. He says he likes Japanese food because it's from the earth. And I'm like, well, all food is from the earth. For the most part, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Fish is from as much from the earth as a cow is. But he says to him, though, he goes, oh, you eat that raw fish with all those worms in it. 
And I'm like, is that a thing in I like 1980s? I think so because it's Tim? raw, like, like sushi. Yeah. Uh, no. See, yeah. Well, see, back then, sushi was something that was very weird and unusual to most yeah. American people. And if yeah. you were accused of eating sushi, you might have well had quiche for lunch. Well, my I remember my grandpa. Um, he went on a business trip to Japan, like in the early 80s, right? And he came back and was telling the family about how he ate raw fish and everybody thought he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think at some point all Americans thought everything needed to be cooked, like, the fuck up. Like... Has to be double fried. Yeah. I want my I want my sushi double like fried. Like, this fish on cooks that the fuck like, up, all right? This shit needs to be coated in some kind of crust in order for it yeah, to be yeah. American. And I, I do like the part where Arch says... Arch t- <laughs> Hold on, dude. What? You told me, dudes, in the 80s, they go to a Japanese restaurant. He's like, what, am I going to cook this shit myself? <laughs> Yo, I'm not tipping. This shit came out way too fast. Do I got to bring my own breading? Like, what the fuck? Fuck! <laughs> I didn't even finish my first drink. What the fuck? It's already here. I like. That's why they, they made Benny Hanna. So they're like, all right, we'll cook the food in front of you And we'll now. prove it to you, yes. I like the idea of a guy walking into an Asian restaurant with a fucking air fryer. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to bread up and cook all this shit. Dude, seriously, Tim, please, please, for fuck's sake, go to a sushi restaurant <laughs> with an air fryer. It's <laughs> a fucking America, bitch. You just peel the pieces of tuna off this. Sushi. I already paid for it. I can do whatever the fuck I want with it, right? It ain't American if it don't got a crunch, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. You got french fries here? <laughs> We do like our crunch in America. We just everything's got to have a fucking crunch. <laughs> yeah, that's why they made the crunch roll and all yeah. that shit. They're like, hey, these fucking Americans with their goddamn. We crunch. don't like squishy food, dude. We yeah. like people to hear us eat. Yeah, dude. We, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you think I'm just chewing a gum. <laughs> and so Arch tells Papa that ribs will kill you, and Papa says, "How the hell did I end up with you?" And I'm like, well. Because it was a book, and it was written out, and uh, y'all are stuck together. Well, because I went on this domestic violence call, I know. <laughs> and I told the poor domestic violence victim, just make up with them. It's okay. I, I can't worry. imagine what got Papa down to vice. Like, what the fuck did he do? Oh, he started there. Oh, him. Yeah. No, he requested it. Because uh, uh, we skipped over in the beginning of the movie where he's talking to the hooker, and yeah. Charles Durning comes out and goes, hey, arrest her or let her go. And he's like, all right, honey, here's some food to go. Here's, here's a doggy yeah. box. He's, just he's basically to flirting with her. Yeah. yeah, like he was just having a good time, eating some KFC, living the American yeah, dream. Yeah, dude. Well, again, he's also like 80 he's years done. old. So he yeah. joined the cops at like 60, and he's like, yeah. you know, we, I just want to work with the hookers. Yeah, because we find out like the way it's set up is all these guys are good cops, but they're just ready to – they're burnt. They're yeah, burnt why isn't he retired? If Charles Durning is two years away from retirement, if Burt Reynolds is four years away from retirement, how the fuck is Papa still working? I have no idea. He's so old. He's grandpa age. Is he just volunteering? Maybe. Like a vo- oh, you th- I'll bring my own KFC, too, for everybody. In Atlanta, instead of volunteer firemen, they had volunteer <laughs> vice squad. Vice men. Vice men. <laughs> I'll, clean this. I'll clean up the streets. I'll clean it up. And then um, I do like the fact that at least I, I like these characters. Like, I, I, I do like the characters. Yeah. It's just they're all kind of – it's just a fucking hodgepodge of shit, unfortunately. But um, it's one of the reasons why I feel there is a good movie somewhere in here. Um, so they're all they're still staking. We get more stakeout in this movie, of course. Um, uh, we see that the governor Hodgkins is connected to Domino, and he meets up with her, and he's like obviously super in love with her. By the way, that's Nightman's dad, Hodgkins. Holy shit! Yes. Oh my god, I think you're right, Tim. I know I'm right. That's really. Cool. 
Yes. Why, where are you, in the bathroom or something? I know, why do you all of a sudden have a fucking, like, reverb? <laughs> I was getting up to go to the bathroom, but I heard that. I had just... Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'll just cross How my legs. How are you able to walk around mic'd up? You... <laughs> I carry the microphone with me everywhere. Jesus Christ, how long is your cord? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I... It was right before I was ready to take the headphones off, so good timing. I'm By the in. way, in my notes, I said, Hodgkins looks like uh, if Harvey Keitel and Jack Palance had a kid. Yes, he yeah. does. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I was like... He's got that fucking ass chin thing going does. on, too. It's like a fucking strong-ass chin, dude. I don't even know where I'm at in my notes. Where are we at in this movie? Uh, he's he's jacking off, and so eventually he sees her doing these aerobics classes with her friend, um, mm. and then her friend's there for a while, and then I think it's like there's a lot more of him just staring out the window until eventually turning knobs. Oh, well, I got, to, turning, I got right? to where Hodgkins was with her, and he off he says, I bought you yeah. a house. It turns out yeah, this he's in love weird, with her, man. and she's in love with him. Yeah, kind well, of. She, or kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's complicated because it's like this is guy. It, no, that's see, it stuff. never even really gets into not that. Really, no. whether or not she's really like in love with him, or it's just like that's her way out. But You're I think right. he said like he bought her this place, or does he mean he bought her another? He bought her a house. house. You know, he bought her a he house. He bought her a fucking yeah. house. But she's like, I want to live in my penthouse. Why would I want to? I don't know why she wouldn't want to live in this dope-ass fucking penthouse that she has that Victor pays for her. Oh, which, by the way, I'm sorry, can we jump back to the aerobics class? Of course, yeah, let's go ahead. It's not even an aerobics class, it's a dance class that she's taking. Yeah, because she's a dancer. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, like, you know what? You know what's always a great sign of a dancer is when they show you from the tits up. I was going to say, Burt Reynolds... Can't you like ass a little bit? Not a lot of butt shots in this movie. It's, I'm I'm a butt guy myself. No, just no. boobs. He's, no, um... but this is usually in movies where you see people dancing. You usually see their whole body, or at least you get a shot of some yeah. other actress who knows how to dance, her legs moving to the dance. That's true. You... This one is nothing but chest. I was gonna shots, say, you know what has a lot to do no with dancing? With legs. <laughs> and we don't see any fucking legs no. in this movie. Bert's like, you know what? That's where the poop comes from. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like it. <laughs> No, no, no. I don't yeah. want that. No, I don't, no, 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 don't no. want to see any poop streams. Just want to see cleavage. Bert, yeah, Bert. Now she's wearing a shit color leotard. I don't want to have to think about it. Bert has never put his head down past the chest. He oh yeah, no. This was back in the day. Oh, Bert doesn't eat pussy. Yeah. No. no way. This was back in the no day way. where it was, no. it's like it's like kind of the Sopranos. If they find out that you eat pussy, you get fuck. It's just, it's a big deal. Yeah, where they were like hazing that guy. Yeah, once, dude. And it was like what? It's a big deal. What is this? It's a it's a. Yeah, I would have looked at him and said, "Guess what? Bro, I'm eating all your wife's pussy while you're out at work. Make fun of me." <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude! You're just eating everyone's wife's pussy. <laughs> it's a service I provide. <laughs> so you are the real big pussy, and uh. In the real this life, this is what you do in your neighborhood when somebody new moves in. You give them a flyer. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Just, just slipping underneath their door. Yeah. Wait for the husband to leave work, but underneath the door. Yeah, you're like the lawn guy, except uh, you know you're you're cutting a different lawn. You're uh, cutting that pussy lawn. I'm like lawnmower man, but with pussy. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I think you should start advertising to the men, right? Know? Because it's a service, Tim. You could be like, no, I'll take care uh, of that for you. Yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah, you're a busy guy. Go ahead. Go play some video games. Don't worry about it. Eating out hedges since 1972. <laughs> Tim Yobo. And you do call yourself the lawnmower man. The, um, <laughs> Dude, I would love it if that's right. what it was called, the lawnmower man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He, he ate my pussy like the lawnmower man. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? 
Oh my God! So, but Bert, no, he's not the type. Of no, guy. he definitely looks like he does not even get close to no, that. Not with that much. You think that mustache is getting juice on it? No, <laughs> no. Way. Bert does not want to taste it two days later. Yep. So that shit's insured with Lloyd's of London. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he uh, apparently the politician bought her a house, and she like breaks down crying over it. She's like she's so excited. Well, he puts his head in his, in her crotch. Oh yeah, that's right. He's yeah. giving her the five. Yeah, that's I, yeah, he's giving her five minutes ahead. See, yeah, and that's where Tim comes in. And I, yeah, <laughs> you sick of you sick of that shit? Him fumbling around there for five minutes. Call Yobo. <laughs> Call Yobo Ruda. <laughs> Yobo Ruder, <laughs> dude. Yeah. And I really like his oh arch God. in the most deadpan way. Says he has his head in her crotch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not funny. fit to be governor. He's not in the same movie, this guy, dude. But I just love it yeah. to death. And everyone's laughing and shit, and that's what we. Yeah, the problem, Daniel, is that the machine is better than Sharky. Yeah, yeah. Like every yeah. every one of the partners is much more interesting. They're better actors. Like yeah, he's they just all whacking have, off. Like, have you yeah. ever hired too good of character actors? Like where like they outshine you as the main character. That's what happened. That's in this what movie. happened. It really is. Yeah, the character actors are too well, good. Also, you know that Brian Keith has been in a ton of Burt Reynolds movies. Yeah. So he's he, like, and Charles uh, Journey, he likes to hire his friends. Uh, so I guess it doesn't matter if his friends are better than him. He, was he like, just likes to hire. Ned Beatty gone this week or something? Like where he is he? shooting yeah. something no, else. I think Ned Beatty's off the train by now. By 1980? He's like, he's like oh, no, I want to be a regular actor. Uh, look, I know what happened last time I was in the movie with you, Bert. That shit's not happening again. <laughs> oh, that's true. I can't go out to a restaurant without having somebody ask me to squeal. Deliverance? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he? You're right. Maybe he was. I thought he was in Stroker Ace. He is in Stroker Ace. No? He could have been. Uh, yeah, he sounds like the villain in Stroker Ace. I kind of like is ringing a bell. Yeah, he was in Stroker yeah, Ace. That's what I thought. All right. Anyway, I'm just looking back what he to was this doing in 1981. Oh, he was in Superman. Superman, Superman Two. Oh, yeah. so he was busy shooting <laughs> Superman Two. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was in the Incredible Shrinking Woman in 1981. Mm. And uh, was Lily Tomlin? A lot of TV movies at the same time. I'd like to see you. He was busy. I'd like to see you try to lawn more man than Incredible Shrinking Woman, Tim. Uh, yeah, Tim. It was with Lily Tomlin. I know. She's the poster is her riding on an ape on a skateboard. The fuck? God, Wait, okay. it's a gorilla on a skateboard with Lily. Are you Tomlin sure this isn't a Sega Genesis cover? <laughs> it has to be. It has to be a toy ape. Jesus Christ! I don't know. Anyway, sorry to give or take an inch. That's what the. The tagline is. Get it? <sighs> God knows I have. <laughs> mm. Sorry. No, let's just let's sit in this really quick. <clears throat> well, I'm sending you guys. Let's have a moment of silence for the trees. We haven't done this in a while, Tim. Yeah, that's right. Moment yeah. of silence for the trees, y'all. Fuck. <laughs> he's right. She is right. She is not a fucking gorilla that's on a skateboard that looks like he's three sheets to the wind. Yeah, what is that? Yo, that girl looks like he just got fucked. Look at him. Yeah, that gorilla is yeah. the. Is he wearing a pink G string? I think that's just they didn't want to show his wiener. Thigh gap. No. It looks like his bubble gum on his crotch. Oh no! It's a, look. It's a space between his toes. His feet. Oh, I can. But it looks see. like he's got a fucking pink. Pussy. Yeah, like. Well, okay. I wasn't gonna say that, but okay. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna go with your like. He has a bikini on, but. Uh... 
Directed by Joel Schumacher. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that what that says? I didn't see that part. Yeah. Oh, my wow. God. Joel Schumacher, dude. He is, a, he is like, <laughs> infatuated with, like, nipples and fucking crotches. Yeah. So that's what Ned Beatty was doing instead of being a Sharky's machine. Read the Jove book. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did, yep, you, say the, did you say the Jehovah book? What's Joe? Oh, okay. J O V E. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. I I would like to think I, it would be funny though if this was based off some kind of Jehovah Witness legend. But um I guess not. Uh if if ladies don't believe in Jesus enough, they're going to be shrunk down. It's going to be shrunk down and you're going to have to be boned by a giant gorilla. I heard Tim does good, great marketing for his lawnmower man service outside of churches, though, too. Gets those Jehovah's yeah. as they're coming out. Let me tell you, those fucking church ladies, they need their pussies eaten. Yeah, if you think about it, like, the most religious people never get their pussies eaten, ever. Like, no. They're, they're, they're a desert no. down there. No. Of course. She's got cobwebs. Like... Was that from, uh... Let me, there, I'll, let me there, ladies, I'll spread the Red Sea for you. <laughs> Okay, so uh, he's bought her a house. This isn't the grinding, Mike. You know, we can embrace it, dude. We're just talking about, you know, Tim's services. And... <laughs> Tim's services. I'm really going to make up a card. <laughs> dude, if you make up a card, I will pay for the card. I will pay for the printing. I will pay for it. Have Eddie design it. What's that company that makes cards? You can buy them on the internet. There's, dude, there's a ton. Vistaprint? There's Vistaprint. There's a ton. That's why you, you you should just stick to Vistaprint, Tim. They're the cheap yeah. one. Yeah. Now, Jesus, you know, I really missed out because now it's so fucking cheap and easy to get, like, a fucking card made up that, like, you know, I'm a model assistant. Yeah. And just hand them out in bars, right? Model assistant? Oh, what a God. random job to come up with. <laughs> Tim. Oh, it's just you eat, eat, proceed. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Just go when he has yeah. a lawn, lawn man. Uh, by the way, I love that Tim could pick any job. You're right, Daniel. Right? Any job to put on a business card. And he goes like a model assistant. That's not even a real job. <laughs> like, what is that? I don't Tim? know. If they're gonna fall for it, that's I'm it. So I'm halfway confused. there. <laughs> but what? What service are you providing? Jesus Christ! What do you go get their coke? Yeah, like, what are you doing as a model's assistant? Hey, they'll pay me. I'll Not, the like, yeah. the thing you want to do is a talent manager, Tim. There, that's the... Like an agent. Uh, that's the proper... Yeah. That, there it yeah. is. Oh, that's right. Yes, agent. Not yes. the I model's work, assistant. I work for Ford, uh, Ford uh, modeling, modeling Agency. The Ford yeah, Modeling like, oh, Agency. Uh, <laughs> I get Cindy Crawford's water bottles for her. I'm her model assistant. <laughs> she only likes green M&Ms, so... Yeah. I filter them out. So then we finally meet this Italian guy um, who's speaking. I mean, well, well, we get this whole thing where they hear a they hear a recording of this Italian guy, and Papa goes, "Sounds like a foreigner." And Arch goes, "It's Italian." And then Papa goes, "Yeah, that's what I said. It's a foreigner." <laughs> yeah, because he's talking. He's like, but he's speaking French. It's a me. No, I'm he speaks. He's the... speaking Italian. <laughs> Would you say it's a me or what? <laughs> it's a me. I'm a here for the pussy. I'm here to mow a lot of the pussy. <laughs> so he's speaking Italian because he's actually Italian, but then he speaks French later on when he starts talking to her in her place. Yeah, he's one of those, I don't know, French Italians. He's very, you know? Yeah, he's one of those multinational pimps. You know, this guy knows all the languages, the, all the sexy languages. He's bilingual. He is. Oh, all the sexy languages. That's a good one, Tim. I'm I'm bilingual, and she goes, "Oh, what language do you speak?" You go, "The sexy one." Yeah, condolingus. Yeah. Condolingus language. <laughs> oh, that's Latin. <laughs> Your code name is Condolingus Rice. 
Want to find out why it's not a dead language to me? <laughs> Give me a call. God. <laughs> this show has gone down to the like down further than I thought yeah. it was going to go. This is the weirdest last episode of a podcast. Uh, you know, we're, we're, you had a good run. I mean, we're down to like seven downloads now, so it's seven. always the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like always his last episode whenever the two of us are on it. Like. Yeah, it's our bit. Tim. Yeah, it is. Like, it's a good bit. How many episodes you got now? I don't know, eighty-two. Again, uh, wow, was, you've been doing oh, this shit, a long hey, time now. I think, I think honestly, I think Bloody Bits has more than me, and I think it started before before Eddie started his. So I think it just works harder. Um, Nick, you have an eighty. Yep. As of today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Then we're recording this. Well, I'm recording this, and I'm going to release it on our our feed for half price. <laughs> for half price? <laughs> oh, this is free. Oh boy. <laughs> Tim broke so himself. So people have to pay Tim. To listen. <laughs> Tim has to pay people to listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, yeah, he talks to her, and then he like basically she wants to get out of the game because she wants to get this house from you know from Hodgkins, and Victor's like, you know what, you can like you can go ahead and just be a dancer and live your life, but you got to. Bone me one last time with your talent. Or he calls her, he says like his, her artistry or her art or whatever. Whenever Victor is trying to say sex, he just says art. He's like, you need to fuck me with your yeah, art. Yeah, because they're, tr- well, they're trying to make it high class. It's yeah. Like, she doesn't fuck guys for money. It's art. She's an artist. She's a you know, fucking she's a artist. Yeah. She's dance on his dick. And Victor basically looks like Dennis Farina's cousin or some shit. Um, he kind of looks like. Yeah, he does kind of look like a shriveled up Dennis. Farina. I'm surprised You're I haven't right. covered Dennis Farina. We gotta, we gotta, co- we need to honor Dennis Farina at some like, point, guys. Uh, like Dennis uh, Farina, Mind Hunter. I'm down to cover it if y'all are. Dennis Farina as a like a raisin, you know? Like yeah, like if he just stopped drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And so then, um, so then they bone, and there's that scene where like she's in front of a fucking. No, this is again. This is bad directing because it's very, very confusing. Because I thought they already fucked, and then she yeah, goes she's yeah, to the bathroom yeah. and she takes yeah. a pill out of a necklace. A bunch that of she pills. Has, she takes right? a, yeah, a lot few. of them. Yeah, she gets pretty fucked up. And then she goes out, and then she's all done up. I'm like, wait a second, didn't they already fuck? Yeah, I thought they you know, fucked. It was and weird, she was you're crying, right. but she cries first, and then like a switch goes into full fucking hot escort mode. I gotta find out what those pills are. I don't know, but it sure as hell made her feel sexy as shit. Not the girl from crying. Just make a horny. Hey, here. It's a million dollar pill. Here, take this, wife. <laughs> you can't stop crying? Here you go. Oh, God. Here's your lingerie. Here's your pill. I imagine there's a lot of nights where Tim's wife just can't stop crying. <laughs> and then I give her a pill. And I go, put a lingerie that's going to take like 35 minutes to put it on. Yeah. Because that's some fucking complicated shit that she's got yeah, on. Yeah, it's got yeah, like right? a thousand different little hooks. It's got layers. Yeah, you know? it's a lot going on. She's gorgeous. It's like she's getting ready to play strip poker. Yeah, I know, just like one little clip per lost hand. <laughs> so she comes in, and then we see Sharky, and he like doesn't know whether to cry or jerk off or do both. But he yeah. still watches. He still watches. He's just like, oh, God. See, but this would be the point where... Go ahead. He... Yes, Mike, you're, I know what you're going to say, and you're 100% right. Yes, this is where we feel sympathy for him, having to watch this. This is where he like, oh, man, I can't believe that she has to do this to herself to try to get away. I have to save her. I have to do something to stop this from happening. But, but no, it's not that tough. No. It's no. like he's like, how dare he? 
Yes. And it's yes. like, you He's like, don't oh, man, care. she's going to have to take a bath. Like, at this point, her. we're supposed yes. to feel like it's Sharky's girl. And it's like, no, yes, it's yes. not and your girl, thing, dude. Daniel, like Tim said, you we should get the feeling of, I can't believe she does this, but it's like, it, the tone is all wrong. It's like, I can't believe that no, not guy. Not even that she does this. Like, yeah. th- this is what she has to do. Yes, this has to this do is a situation money. that she's in, that she's so she's in such a bad position that this is, she has to fuck this old Italian fucking noodle. And what's funny is she makes more money than Sharky would make oh, in a yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, he doesn't... That's what's ha- so the funny. The tone is not any of what Tim described. It's more like, how dare that yeah. Italian guy fuck her? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, really weird. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that fucking... Yeah. That fucking foreigner. It is. is it's like, like how dare girl. that foreign man fuck that lady. <laughs> oh, like. man, look. Now, first he's French her. Now he's giving her the yep. Greek. Now he's doing the Russian on her. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's slurping her up like spaghetti. And there's that part where he looks at his dick and he says, well, I guess it's true what they say about Italians. It's really small. <laughs> like, it's really weird that he's doing all this stuff. Well, you know, Italians, they may not be big, but they know how to work it. Um, from what I've heard. Anyway, <laughs> God damn it! I can't even. I'm so. I'm losing. I told you two hours. I'm going to start losing my voice. That's and right. so, so anyways, then, the movie ends. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody falls out of a building. I got another hour in me. Somebody I, 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 falls out of a building. <laughs> yes, a, a fucking dummy falls out of a building. No, that's not a dummy. That's a real person. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, cool. It's, uh, <laughs> the only thing this movie is still known for, Daniel, is the one of the greatest stunts in movie history. Yes. Oh, yo. One of the greatest the stunts, and they, one of the greatest hard cuts away from that stunt too. Huh? Yeah, it wasn't oh, I can't even wait to get there. Well, it was really just kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> so Bert then, was Sharky gets somebody that day. Like, eh, throw him out the fucking window. <laughs> so then, uh, Sharky gets Victor's license plate, and the cops aren't able to connect it to this Victor guy uh, because we find out later he's using a different name. And oh, wow, um, a, a criminal using an alias, huh? Mm. <laughs> Wow! No shit. I like it is a it is a nice little crime note. How it comes back? It's you know it's registered to a holding company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. And then that's when we see Henry Silva, and he's a few. He's it's so funny. Like they just pan, they pan a couple of rooms over. And Henry love... Silva's in a different room. It's in the so same good. building. This is one of the best yeah, scenes. Same How building, fucking same empty floor. is this building? What the fucking rental? What's no, the rental percentage of no, this No, hold thing? on. That was the point, Tim. Later on, when they ask Sharky about it, yeah. they say, I thought you said that floor was empty. And they said, oh. Jim Henson yeah. mentions. Yeah. Jim Henson mentions there was a family that was out of town. Yes, but the whole idea was they took this floor. There, were, there was supposed to be nobody there. Who's paying the rent for yeah. that floor? I don't. I don't know. I think it's just like they got to know. use it because oh, squatting was there. Yes. Yeah. I think it was that they had an agreement with oh, the. Bert Reynolds is squatting all over that place. <laughs> trust me. Oh, oh my God! That place. They're is like full. you could have at least I... cleaned up, dude. There's fucking sticky shit <laughs> yeah, all dude. over the floor. Yeah, this guy took a shit and he fucking wiped his ass all over the goddamn floor. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> There's just a scene where Bert Reynolds. It, it, it is looks like skin marks. This must be Smokey's shit. Smokey. Yeah, this this movie should have been Sharky's Cream. Oh, wait, he was the bandit. Yeah, Sharky's sorry. Cream. <laughs> <laughs> Sharky's Cream we, Machine. I'm, <laughs> we, oh, you mean like we can't re-rent this, Mr. Robotnik's <laughs> Mr. Robotnik's Bean Machine? It's Sharky's Sharky Cream, cream Machine. machine. <laughs> it's this Jesus apartment Christ. after he's been there for a week. 
Dude, that apartment was full of fucking. Oh man, that funk smell. Holy, it's like a kiddie pool full of semen. Just, just, good god. Don't, don't blacklight that place. And then, like for some reason, he wiped his ass on the floor like a dog. (laughs) God, dude. Bert Reynolds got grass coming out of his ass. He can't get it out by himself. (laughs) I think I got worms. I don't know. And we get a hell of a scene, you know. Basically, we see, uh, uh, we see Silva. He does like some. He we find out later it's PCP, but he like snorts some some powder yeah. and then he takes a, some pills. It, man, and... when he does those drugs, it's such great acting. Like the way he does oh, it, it's so he fucked looks like... up and weird. And because I thought it was coke, but I was like, coke doesn't make you look like you're about to goodbye cream. He's like, oh, yeah, but does PCP like, do that to you too? Doesn't that shit like know, make I've you never... fucking crazy and give you like a ton of energy? Oh yeah, like you would go it's shoot a... people and scream in their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of makes sense a little bit, but I mean, I thought he was taking something like a downer to kind of calm him down because at first I thought he was gonna snipe. Plus, also her. the other thing is. Isn't he going to get fucked up by the dust that's on the windowsill that he puts his drugs on? The I know. Sword? I thought yeah. that was like, I was like, whoa, that's a bold choice. But yeah. I think the movie was trying to show that that's his because he's a drug addict. That's why he's fucking up at his job because he he has the drug issue. So he's being he's not being as sharp as he should have been as an assassin or as a hitman. You're right. He doesn't really fuck up as his job, does he? No, he does. He does the he job, does. but he leaves a lot of evidence behind because he's fucking stupid. Well, and, and everybody knows he was the killer, Tim. There's this whole thing of like, yeah. everybody instantly knows, oh yeah, it was Silva. And dude, I actually kind of like how this whole shit unfolds where, yeah. you know, he gets his fucking sawed off shotgun, which he has like in a case, which is I really hear it's funny. three inches under the legal limit. Three inches under the legal limit, twice in a row. We figure that out from... Uh... <laughs> There's so much repeating in this movie too, right? Yeah, yeah it kind of makes you think like stuff was supposed to be cut. Yeah. Like some stuff was supposed to be cut, but it Bert's wasn't. It's like Bert's like, yeah, the audience is idiots. So just say everything twice. Yeah, yeah it's very important that it's three inches under legal limit. <laughs> yeah. For a sawed-off shotgun. Was it I never knew that you could saw off a shotgun and still keep it legal. I think once you sawed it off, it was illegal, right? Why does that make it illegal? I don't know. It's because called it's the Italian saw. Code. Because at that point, it just becomes like a long pistol, right? Mm-hmm. Can, can't you just buy a pistol? Yeah. I, I live in New York. I could buy a shotgun, no problem, tomorrow and take it home. But you can't buy a gun. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many inches was it? Ooh. Three? Yeah, it's the Italian saw <laughs> length. But uh, this whole sequence of uh, Silva going over there. Oh, my God. Because, okay, we should so say, good. so Bert's looking at her through the window. We see a silhouette. Well, well we, we kind of can see her, right? Kind of yeah, see her. Yeah. It's like a silhouette, and she's doing sexy stuff for no fucking – by the way – Women by themselves in their apartments apparently do sexy shit all the and time. Of course uh, they Bert keeps on. saying yeah. this thing. He goes – Come on, don't you need some air? Draw the blinds or something. I'm like, what the fuck? Stop come being on, baby, a creep. Let me see. You. Oh, come on. I know you're naked right now. You got the you got the curtains closed. You live on the 75th floor. Open up those windows. Come on. Lots lots of fucking sweat, too. Everyone's a little Yeah, he's really sweating movie. a lot, yeah. He's fucking sweating it up. He's just using that sweat for lube. Yeah, dude. Just wipe your forehead and take. just get onto it, dude. Just fucking... Beat yourself Your dick up. Dick will feel funny the next day, but who cares? Is that what that means when you say I beat myself up? Yeah, oh, dude. Okay. Take yourself to Salt City, man. Oh, okay. Just take that sweat and take yourself. <laughs> Is that a to... Guns N' Roses song? <laughs> take me down to the Salt City, <laughs> where the grass is green and need a lawnmower, man. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so, yes. So then Silva goes up to her room. This is a great sequence, though. And um, he rings the, the domino bell. bell. Yep. The domino bell. We see that's when we get a good look at it too. <laughs> Yo, if you're delivering Italian food, ring my regular bell. But if you're dominoes, ring this bell. Ring the domino. Ring the fucking domino bell. Daniel, baby. you should do that for fun. Just glue a domino on your door. Oh, Daniel, come on, do it. <laughs> do it. Come on, please. And just have dominoes and press here. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do have a free medium pizza coming up. Oh, uh, oh soon. you call it? Um, that's gonna be, yeah. that's gonna be the, the pizza that's left over from three days ago. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. And your uh, delivery uh, location yeah. you list is Daniel's Cream Machine, right? Yeah. 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 Daniel's Cream. Can you gift Punch. Domino's Pizza? Can I say, can I buy a Domino's Pizza and send it to you? There's only one way to find out. You call them. Yeah, yeah. Download the app and put my address as mine. Like, put your address as mine, and yeah, you can buy me a pizza. That app. Fuck that shit. What, well, fucking Domino's looking at my pictures on my phone? What? Uh, okay. <laughs> look at your pictures. Okay. Paranoid Some guy at Domino's here. corporate going through all the Yobo pictures. It's like, Jesus. Porn, porn. You got a this bunch of shots of a lady across the, across the street from me. <laughs> yeah, the pot store. Yeah. This guy's <laughs> a lot of picture of weed. And so then he goes and he sees her shadow under the door and he screams and he fucking shoots through the door with a fucking sawed-off shotgun and then we see in the hole that her fucking face is missing. Yeah, that yeah. was fucked up. And you know what? It's a fucking beauty shot too, right? Because it is literally it's her face ripped off like she's a fucking android. I wasn't expecting to see that and it was a little shocking. It was fucking But her hair gory. is still nice. It's just literally. The hair looks great. It's like somebody really ripped her face off. That's it. You're right, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Her face blew up off. But she still got great hair. That was the actress. She was like, uh, I'll get my face blown off, but uh, don't fuck with my hair. So then fucking Sharky goes and he meets up with a security guard who, by the way, has a great mustache as well. And um, he tells that guy to hold up. Oh, this guy. Like, this is me and my job. Like, what? What? what, Henderson? What the fuck you want me to do? Wait. Wait. I'm going to tell a bunch of cops what the fuck to do. And if a guy yeah. comes down, you want me to do something? No, get the fuck out of here. I'm out of here. Right? Exactly. Yeah, because he's like, if a guy comes down and I'm like, uh, I ain't stopping a guy with a gun. There's yeah. no fucking I'm a security way. guard. I'm making yeah. $15 an hour if, if $15 an hour. Like, give me a fucking break. I'm not going to fucking try to stop some guy with a gun. He's going to be happy if the cops from Georgia don't come in and just fucking shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. A guy that's never been to fucking Atlanta ever in his life. So I was going to say, y'all talk a lot of shit about about Texas. Y'all never even been here. Yeah, for good reason. Well, I think Bobby's been to Austin at least. I think Bobby's been to Austin. I'm afraid. Anyway, so then uh, Sharky goes in and uh, he sees – well, he actually goes up to the – we have a little cat and mouse scene, which I kind of like. Yeah, it was good. Um, Bert in the stairwell, Silva in the uh, stairs. Yeah, why does he get out of the elevator? He fucking presses the emergency stop button, so he has the elevator right there. So I'm like, you know what? That's actually a good part of the movie. It's a little bit – you know, he's thinking ahead. He's going to blow this door open, kill the chicken side, and you don't want to wait for the elevator. But then he gets in the elevator, and he's like, nah, you know what? I'll take the stairs down 19 No, floors. no, no, Tim. What he yeah. was doing, I think he was sending down the elevator so it looked like he was coming down, and that's why he took the stairs. So the cops would wait for him if there was going to be anybody uh, looking for him. Like a diversion. Yeah. That's why he tell, oh, okay. That's why Reynolds tells the security guard, stay in front of the elevator, right? And then if this guy comes down, don't let him go anywhere, which is like, okay. Yeah. 
But then Reynolds takes the stairs because he's, he's expecting it, right? Like, yeah, and, you yeah. know, I want to see 44-year-old Burt Reynolds with those busted-up football knees running up 19 flights of stairs. No shit. But it doesn't even happen no because, shit. like, they he hears Silva because Silva sees him, right? And they're both loading their guns. That's a fun sequence, right? I like it. That's good but stuff. Then, and, like, and you can see that Henry Silva's character is, like, digging this. Oh, it's great. Yes. And you know He's... what, Daniel, you're right, because you know what? He is a fucking drug addict because he doesn't have the gun reloaded. That's yeah. That would be the first thing you do, right? You're you right. fucking unload two shells. You got two shots in the shotgun. Fucking put two more bullets in it so you don't have to do it in the hallway. No, you bring up a good point, Daniel. Like, he does fuck up, and that's kind of an interesting thing. We don't really touch on it too much, but, like, He's really good, but he also is sloppy, and I I like yeah. that. You're right. Like it yeah, is well he's getting sloppy, yeah, yeah, because he's a fucking junkie. The only person who's not yep. sloppy and is perfect is Burt Reynolds. Always, never messed yep. of up. Course, never cause... said anything wrong. Math genius Burt Reynolds, <laughs> looking at that shit Helps. like a beautiful mind, figuring out that fucking seven letter fucking code. If I could only direct my own life, I'd never look like a fucking idiot. I mean, this is just, like, the worst way to make a movie, right? Like, you're never going to connect with a character that you cannot sympathize with and you can't connect with because yeah. he literally makes no mistakes ever. But isn't it enough, Mike, that he's so cool that I want to be him? Sure, Tim. Ooh, okay. In 1981, it was. Yeah, because even um, you see, like, there were good reviews for this movie, and I'm like, did I watch yeah. the wrong movie or something? Uh, no, I, I, like, I, I remember seeing this multiple times in the movie theaters. Multiple no times. No shit. Yeah. Multiple? Well, I mean, I, in the I, was, I was sneaking into the movie theater. I was going to say, I you paid? At that point, yeah. No, no. There was like a three-year stretch where I don't think me and my friend Peter and Ernie bleep out that <laughs> name ever paid to see a movie. Bleep out that name. I'm not going to bleep shit. Peter and Ernie, like the most generic-ass names. Peter and Ernie. Sounds like <laughs> no, Muppets. Peter Nertney. Nerd. <laughs> oh, me. I, I thought you said Peter You know, that's the second or third time that I've told people about Stop my friend Peter Nertney and bleep, bleep that name out. And they thought I was talking about two people. Yeah, dude, that's like Bert and Ernie, Peter and Ernie. Obviously, we're going to connect it that my way. My friend Vinko thought there was a guy that I knew name was named. <laughs> what other friends do you want to mention? <laughs> Vinko, you can leave it because I know he's dead. And you've Daniel's mentioned. Oh, he's dead? Peter's name in here. Yeah, it's fine. Wait, Vinko's no... dead? I'm sure. Okay, so you, you haven't confirmed that. No, but the way that his life was going, he has to be. You gotta love a friend where you're like, no, this guy's going that right straight to death. In the I always jump off the train at the right time. I just like the idea of oh, somebody's that... like, oh, yeah. hey, Tim, it's been a long time since I've seen you. How's Vinko? Oh, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure he's dead. Really? How'd he die? That's so sad. Nah, just, I don't know, but... Just, just a feeling. Just, yeah, just a feeling. Yeah. I'm just playing the, the odds. Like, one time Tim yeah. woke up in the middle of the night, and he was just like, mm, I think Finko's dead, and then just went back to sleep. <laughs> I woke up all of a sudden in a cold sweat. <laughs> <laughs> or, like Burt Reynolds later on, I just get a psychic feeling that something's going on outside of my line of vision. No oh shit, God, right? Yeah. Oh, God. So That's then, perfect. you know, we get this... Get this little back and forth, and then at some point, I think Silva gets away. Yeah, he takes the elevator. So he did the yeah. smart thing: is he goes down about halfway. He see, he sees and hears Burt Reynolds. So yeah. then he goes back in the hall and takes the elevator, which is takes the elevator. The good choice, right? He's getting away. Yeah, and uh, Sharky heads to Domino's apartment, and he sees her fucking face blown off. Yeah, 
which is amazing. Should he chase the killer? No, 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 because he got away at this point. He got that away. Was... So at this point, he's like checking on because her. I think no, we had because a whole if thing, poor Tim. schmuck security guard is supposed to be down there watching the elevator. Yeah, we didn't see it, but like the cops, he gets are he gets here. another guy killed. Yeah, he, it's all he gets away. Yeah. But also, and then oh my god, dude, Frisco, this the Charles Darn Darning or whatever the fuck, he just Charles takes Darling. this whole scene. Also, we should say, Charles not Darling. only is her face blown off, but the whole wall is just sprayed with oh, blood. Oh, it is like... Yeah, yeah again, but her hair is shit. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, her hair is perfect. Like werewolves of London. Sometimes I feel like perfect. Tim thinks I do edit so that way he's going to keep saying stuff so that way he gets into the show. I saw a girl with her face blown off in her apartment, but her hair was perfect. Oh. <laughs> oh man. And we get the full like forensic scene where Frisco is just tripping the fuck out. But it's weird because Charles Durning is like, oh, this apartment is gorgeous. Like, holy shit. Yeah, get, see, and then he loses his temper out of nowhere. Here's the thing. Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay. Charles Durning isn't the cop on the take who's doing all the bad shit. He's not. Yeah, because okay. he says but we're he on the should wrong side. Be. He says, he, yeah, exactly. Side. He's already said like three or four times, a thousand dollars an hour. I only have eleven dollars in my pocket. Oh no! Oh, that's right. Because when they arrest that pimp Percy, he has seven hundred dollars in his wallet, Mike. That's why they're talking about seven hundred dollars. Oh, okay, okay. And he's okay. like, he's got seven hundred dollars. I only have eleven. He's got seven hundred dollars. There's only eleven dollars in my pocket. And then when he sees the apartment, he's like, holy shit! Look at this fucking place. I live in a fucking shoebox. He sounds like the cop from Dawn of the Dead in the beginning of the movie. You know what it's doing, Tim? See, in a good movie, he's actually he getting would out... be the guy that's on the take. No, no, no. He's getting out the message so the uh, that the audience is sympathetic to the cause of the police. They're stopping all these yeah. crimes, but like yeah. you know, oh man, look at all, look at how much money they're making. We don't get paid that. I live in a shoebox. I only have eleven dollars. See, but that see, if I if I'm writing the screenplay, I would have him saying all that stuff, not for that purpose, not for copaganda. Fuck, cause fuck those cops. They make good enough money. Do you say copaganda? Copaganda, yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, it might be now, but I'm sure I'm not the first one to say it. But I would make it where he's saying all that stuff. So later on in that limousine, when the fucking cigar lights up, that's the fucking big turn. That's the shock. Yeah, that would have been much more shocking. Yeah, because it is kind of predictable how things unfold. I'm two years away from retirement. Yeah. I've been doing this job for how long? I've been watching Just, all this shit. Nothing yeah. ever changes. Why am I going to fight it where I can make some money? I can buy myself a nice house in evening we shade. It's a very you're you're thinking very Miami Vice like like you know like it's some guy that's close to retirement. He's like you know what I'm gonna I, I want to retire with real money. Yeah, I don't want to like be fucking like Papa money. eating fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken talking to hookers. Yeah, exactly. I want to fucking make some real shit so I'm gonna work with Victor. But that's not the case. He's he's like pissed off that they didn't call homicide. So he basically, the, the homicide. Homicide. He, he didn't call homicide. <laughs> and he's fucking yelling and screaming at everybody. He's having, yeah, he's having a blast. But it's because the Vice Squad doesn't want to involve Homicide because they think someone's on the take with Homicide. Yeah. So we need to handle this ourselves. Mm -hmm. Classic copaganda. Every but, other cop is on the take except for the hero cops that we're watching, yes. But, yeah, and, and Lieutenant Frisco's worried because, well, if Homicide finds out and we're not letting them Don't know, I'm the one that has to— Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm the one... I said Homicide. <laughs> he's the one that has to take shit from it, you know? So he's the one that's, like, freaking out. You know, I'm sorry. Let's just jump back for a second. The funniest part for me of this movie is when Charles Durning in the beginning of the movie is yelling and screaming at Bernie 
and Bernie stands up and completely blocks out Charles Durning <laughs> from the shot. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that scene. Yeah. yeah. There's that happens twice because that happens here too, where he screams at it at uh at Bernie and then Bernie like stands up to him and you're like, Oh shit, this guy's like a six foot four, two hundred and fifty. Yeah. He completely eclipses Charles Durning, yeah. and that's not easy. Yeah, he was a football player. Like this guy's like fucking legit, man. Like it's amazing. Like he just completely fucking like covers that motherfucker. But yeah, that's true. Like he does do that. He does it in this scene too, where he steps up to him and he pisses him off. And I, you could tell that Charles Durning had done this scene a few times already because his voice is cracking a little bit. Like he's like he's been screaming a lot lately. And um, and then we from there we get to. Oh, I think at some point, I think Charles Durning says something like he says like a racist Asian thing. I don't remember, but he mentions like the the hooker oh, that God, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Arch corrects him, and he says, um, "That you mean Asian escort." And, uh, you know what's funny is Charles Durning acts like he's never heard the word Asian before in his entire life. Yeah, Pop, Papa has to tell him he's like yeah. you know he's college. He went to college. That's a, yeah, that's a twelve dollar word, Asian. Yeah, Asian's a twelve dollar <laughs> word. You have to go to college to know how to say Asian. Uh, Bernie Casey so, was six so four, crazy. and he was six. Oh, I called yeah. it. I said six and he four. Was a pro football player. Yeah. Damn, Dan, you should go work for a fucking player. carnival. Charles, Charles Dirty was five eight. Yeah, he completely fucking hovers over him like crazy, dude. And uh, so then Shaky says that he's Shaky. <laughs> so Sharky, <laughs> I said Shaky. <laughs> so then Sharky says he's going to the building across the street because you know obviously the killer must have also been across the street surveilling Domino from the same location. Yeah. And Frisco yells and he says that there was only one empty room. And then the Jim Henson guy says, "Look, there was a family out of town." And then Frisco just interrupts him and says, "I told you to shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> Holy shit! Are you even a cop? What are you doing here? I know. I, 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 at the same time, I was thinking, like, is this guy really a cop? This Jim Henson guy? Like, what the fuck? No, because later on we see him break into a room and he doesn't act like a fucking cop. Who knows what he's doing, right? Yeah, he's personnel, apparently. Like, he's like, he's Dexter. You know, he's uh, like see, just he's a tech guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a tech guy. He's not really the one that's supposed to fight crime, really. So he's the one after someone's got killed. He's, <laughs> he's doing not the too one that's much to prevent crime it. fighting. Like through the yeah, rest of the they kind of rope him yeah. in for no reason. He's part of the machine now, so. Yeah, he's part of the machine. He's another cog. And uh, then we break into the room, and then, yeah, Henson, you know, freaks the fuck out. He says that this scares the shit out of me, and he's all yelling for no reason. They find drug residue. They find, they find a pill. Silla's, uh, they find the pill. They get a print from the shitter, <laughs> which I guess... Wear gloves if you're a fucking assassin. Yeah, or wipe you're gonna your, take a shit. You know, just drag your ass on the ground. You know, like Tim said. Yeah, dude. Don't touch anything. Just rub it on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> then we get this like super montage of investigative work going on, but we're like, it's all, it's all like throughout this whole time, it's like super serious investigative stuff. But we have like bebop jazz music playing. Yeah, like there's this whole thing where Burt Reynolds is like really going to make this into an experimental movie all of a sudden. And it yeah. just is like, what? It doesn't fit. Yeah, the tone just changes dramatically. So stupid. Like he's like, I'm going to make it like... a real noir movie now. I'm going to put in jazz and like weird <laughs> cuts and audio stuff. And it's like, but you didn't do this for the first hour, 20 minutes of the movie, Burt. Yeah. It just doesn't work. I, I like it. I like the bebop this track. This was the best was part. 
Especially when he walks yeah. up to that politician, right? Oh yeah, he goes up to the. Is this uh, this is one of my pet peeves? I don't know if it's one of your pet peeves, but whenever in a movie where you see a character go up to another character that we're well aware of, uh-huh. and they're just talking to each other, but we don't hear what they're well, saying. This was my favorite part in the whole movie, Daniel, because I thought this was actually effective. He walks oh, up he to that politician. To <laughs> no, I thought this was so good because yeah, I got yeah, it. We know what like, he's saying. This yeah. is like fucking Kubrick level good. Like it is yeah. the only good thing Burt Reynolds does in this movie as a director. He wasn't there that day. Is it's like this huge crowd of people, and Burt Reynolds just walks right up to the politician, and we don't hear he anything that's going on. We just hear the mingling in the background, right? Which I thought was great. Yeah. And like you're saying, you can see them talking to each other, and the only thing you hear him say is he whispers, "Domino." Domino. Which was awesome because it was like, shit, we know that's all they're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. But when he says that to him, all of a sudden, everybody's faces change and everything. And it's like, you're right, Tim. Bert must have not been there that day because this is too good, this sequence. Yeah, I mean, it's a good way to kind of capture that he was on to the hot you know hotchkins or whatever and like he was on to what he was doing. And I do like the idea that he introduces it. Well, with they Domino. have him on tape eating around, so. Yeah, they do. At the time, they do. This is, At the by time, the way, for five minutes, ladies. <laughs> this is what Guaranteed Daniel does, by the way. Half an hour in a in a crowded bar in San Antonio. You just pan in, and Daniel he just whispers, "Dominoes." Dude, I whisper. <laughs> His phone just turns on automatically. It just orders a pizza. <laughs> Alexa, Dominoes. <laughs> So then Sharky and Arch, I actually like this whole sequence here where Sharky and Arch go to a club. It's like a blues club or something Yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, this was good. And uh, fucking Burt Reynolds is the only white guy in the entire bar, which is awesome. And have to let it be known constantly that he's the only white guy here. Cause he's the only white guy there. he talks about. Why doesn't he well, order a white Russian? Because <laughs> he's probably already yeah, had one. You should get a white Russian because I'm the only white guy in this bar, right? And everybody's like, we get it, dude. And and I kind of like this, and I was kind of mentioning this earlier, like, you know, um, this might have been before we started recording, but, like, you do kind of change, when, you know, like, when I'm talking to homeboys that I grew up with, you know, here in the South Side and stuff, it, like, I, I might talk a little bit different, like, Arch goes up to this informant, and Arch is, like, a whole other, Arch went from, like, this zen philosophical person to this, like, yo, motherfucker, I'm gonna kill your ass if you don't give me some information. Yeah, that's right, I'm gonna throw you two feet off a fucking oh. ledge. Which was, Fucking it was good. It was like, we know that like yeah. immediately because Bernie Casey, you know, he's a good actor. Uh, he comes in and it's like, we immediately know these guys have a rapport. You know what I they mean? They know each other yeah. right away. Yeah. yeah. You know, Bernie knows that kitty real good. Clarence Bodiger, you hack because Arch does that. Can you fly? Yeah. And do you recognize who this guy is, Mike? Uh, he throws off. Who is this? I, I when he kept calling him kitten when Bernie kept calling him kitten yeah, I couldn't believe kitten. he said my name is Muhammad <laughs> He's from Raiders of Atlantis Oh, That's oh Muhammad. Okay. <laughs> oh okay. I'm like, okay okay cuz I'm like I know that guy random... I know him and I looked it up but yeah he's from Raiders of Atlantis I'm going to leave that 3 seconds of 200 and something episodes ago God I'm going to leave that 3 seconds of silence for Probably the first 50 <laughs> <laughs> So then um, while they're fighting and stuff, um, Kitten sees that fucking Silva's out there watching him like a fucking demon in the darkness. It's terrifying. Jesus Christ. And so then he freaks out. He hits, you know, he fucking hits Arch and he runs away. And then, guys, out of nowhere, 
two kung fu guys come through, Dude, like two what ninjas. Is yes. happening? When and as soon as I saw up, one of them, I almost shit my pants. Because do you know who one of those guys are? <laughs> what? Who? I'm going to say his name wrong. His uh, oh, the, oh god, uh, the guy who we see later on, the guy who Why lasts a little bit longer yeah. out of the two of the Asian gentlemen, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. His name is Dan Instanato, and that is the guy from Game of Death. With the nunchucks, Ooh. and that's the guy who taught Bruce Lee how to use nunchucks. Oh, oh the one that looks older. Okay, the, the... the one who survives longer, not the, yeah. not the one who gets killed right away. Okay, the other one. Okay, yeah, the one who gets because one looks kind of like a grandpa. I called him Tweedle Kick and Tweedle Tweedle Punch because like we don't get their names, Dude, and the Daniel, names we do get for them are I bad. I thought that they just showed up and beat up a man randomly at first. I'm like, the fuck is going on yeah, now? It has nothing to do. I, this was definitely a book thing. But like, I guess they're assassins for Victor? These well, are... yeah, because you have an Italian guy who speaks French but is using Asian assassins in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And Makes... they're also In Atlanta. Why do you keep saying the whole state? <laughs> well, you know, they go outside yes. the Atlanta area, Daniel. They'll go anywhere, <laughs> you know. I need something low-key, something people in the state of Georgia won't recognize. Let me get two Asian guys in 1980 to go around killing people. Yeah, one, they walk attention. around the town with nunchucks. And they Literally dressed like ninjas from yeah. Miami Connection. Like it sh- it, all like, of a sudden, it's like, what the fuck? When does this become a kung fu movie? Like, what is going on? Right it now, was hilarious. And they beat the fuck out of Kitten. Like, they just, they fucking beat the shit out of him, and then Kitten falls on his stomach, and either this guy, this actor, has a fucking sweet-ass badonkadonk, or he was wearing a diaper, because he's got some fucking fat <laughs> ass, dude. They said, we're going to beat the shit out of you. He's like, oh, I better prepare. <laughs> I'm going to wear the extra, the extra cushion. <laughs> I was like, damn, this guy's got some fucking donk on him. Damn. So he fucking dies. And um, Arch and, and Sharky come up, and they find him dead in the alley. And then Hodgkins meets up with Victor inside of Limo. And this is when we're supposed to find out that they're like kind of in cahoots, I guess. Oh, yeah. He's going to buy him a president. Yeah, I guess he has. he's financially supporting Hodgkins, and basically he's doing whatever the fuck he's he wants to do. He's basically Steve Bannon. Yeah. He's got his, he's got his hand in his pocket. And uh, then we get our first nice sunny day in Atlanta. We're in the fucking baseball stadium out of what nowhere. The fuck? This whole part just makes Is this no the sense. Atlanta Braves ballpark, too? That's Because it's fucking gigantic. It's huge. It's big. And, like, they don't have the Braves. They just have random guys playing random, baseball. Yeah. They're random uniforms. Where there's this whole yeah. sequence that really doesn't add that much to the movie. It is. This is No, this is one of my favorite shots. It is just incredible with the six of them sitting on a fucking bench. <laughs> And Charles Durning, I mean, literally, just it looks running like they're going to kiss. Yeah. He's running from one end back and forth to the other. He gets all the way to the end of the line. Somebody at the front of the line says something. He's got to get right up there and get into their yeah. face. And you're right. It's a great – it's filmed great, and it's blocked great. But the point is, like, what are we learning and doing? The whole purpose of the scene is we're supposed to find out that the assassin guy is Carlos Gorelli. And we have and a picture. Vic- yeah. Did we need to do that picture. at a baseball game? No, no, we didn't have to. Well, they were, by the way, practicing baseball. Like, so they're practicing. The cops yeah, just not even showed a up game. to a baseball. Yeah, and they're practice? on the field. They're not even in the stands. They're sitting like yeah. on a yeah. fucking like a bench where like the plays would like sit. where the ball yeah they're like boys. on the field. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, yeah they're on the, the field. And they said something. There's like a brief line where they're like, "Why are we here?" And it's like, "Oh, somebody was tailing us." 
Oh, Heat, yeah, you they're fucking supposed to be separate from everybody. Yeah. Holy yeah. fucking shit. That scene in Heat with Al Pacino getting caught by Robert De Niro going all the way to the fucking docks? Yeah. That's where they got it from? I guess. I guess. You see that it guy up super sitting up there in section 38B? In. He's spying on us. <laughs> so the whole purpose is we find out that Carlos, the, the assassin, is, is the brother of Victor, whose real name is Albert Scarelli. And they were both they're both involved or associated with the slave and trade his of kid's miners. name is Martin Scarelli. Yeah. Yeah, Martin Scarelli. Is that the guy that <laughs> Yeah. Y'all know who that guy yeah. is. Topical and, um, from five years farmer ago. Farmer bro. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the whole purpose of that scene, but it's fucking ridiculous as shit. Yeah, and then really Sharky dumb. goes back. Sharky goes back to Domino's apartment, and no, then he says comes he's going to move there. He's going to. He yeah, moves into he says I'm going to move what? there. Yes, he does, Daniel. He's like, yeah. I'm going to oh, move there. Oh, I thought he there. was just looking for investigative. No, like, which stuff. is even more creepy. Is he's oh, like, yeah, I'm just going to go live there now. I, just I mean, the rent's paid for the next year, right? Oh, yeah, and true. also, he hasn't scrubbed the wall or anything. There's yeah, no, like, oh brains shit, yeah, all that's over. right. Yeah, because later on, she sees like you could at least clean the fucking brains off my wall. It's been like a month, and they've just left the fucking blood stains. So. Yeah, Til- Tiffany's silver tooth is still like lodged into the side of the drywall. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fucking blew her face off. But this part, Daniel, makes... it ripped her face off. It's a special kind of gun. This part Shit. makes no sense to me. Like when it first happened, ridiculous. I was so confused. I was like, "Is this a dream? Like what?" Because the way it's so shot confused. and lit, right? It doesn't seem real. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, because she comes in. It does seem kind of like he's like, I, I will admit, dude. Like, I thought, oh, he's drunk and he's like yeah. having a, he's having a, a, a fucking moment. Like, yeah. He's I'd, having like some kind of weird illusion. Like Mulholland Drive style. We're going to wake up and he's jacking off yes. on the couch. Right? <laughs> exactly. He's really exactly. beating himself he's up. Just, he's imagining her coming home because he's already seen her come home so he can play it in his head. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, I was thinking the same because thing. Because the way the fucking Marlboros is sticking out of the fucking shopping bag, too, huh? Because, <laughs> because Domino just walks into her apartment like nothing's wrong. And by the way, she walks right past a giant blood stain on the wall, so we're like, Well, oh. no, 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 hold on, because the way that the shot is done is she has those two shopping bags up in front of her face, so she can't even see where the fuck she's walking. But then the way she reacts doesn't make sense because she just looks at Burt Reynolds and she's oh, like, hi. Oh, hi, what are you doing Eleva- here? Elevated guy. Yeah, do what you are you react doing that in way? my apartment? Yeah, and it's too calm because she's not. Like, How would she remember fuck? a guy that was screwing in a screw it's for Burt a second? Reynolds, and the door man. was wide open. By the I way, it so. wasn't even shut. The door was well, no, no. Wide hold on, open. hold on. Call back. She does come into the apartment one time when he's listening, and she says to Tiffany, "Were you born in a Were you born in a barn? Shut the apartment door when you come in." But oh, she yeah, puts yeah, yeah. down okay. She puts down the groceries. Doesn't notice the giant fucking blood stain on the yeah, wall. That's just got a smell too. Yes, right? there's brains all over the place. She doesn't notice the chalk outline or the blood or anything like that, and just looks at Burt Reynolds like, "Oh hi, what are you doing here?" That seems Tiffany weird. is at that time of month already. And it's yeah, why does it smell like copper pennies in here? <laughs> it smells like fucking hot copper pennies in this fucking apartment. And, uh, Jesus, Tiffany, you light open a candle. A window. You're like, wait, we thought she was dead. This seems like a dream, and then it's like, no, it's not a dream at all. It's actually just real life. She's no, alive. It's real fucking life. Yeah, she just fucking went to the Domino's for twenty four hours, and then went shopping at Degasinos. And then yeah. Bart Reynolds looks at her and he goes, "I oh, know your friend Tiffany. She's dead." And then he goes over and he shows her the hole in the door and the brains yeah. everywhere. 
Yeah, by the way, fuck Tiffany, right? Yeah. Like, who gives a shit about this dead person? He's not person? even sensitive about it either. Like, no. I'm so sorry this your friend's friend. dead. He's just like, yeah, she here she is. Yeah, because she goes, well, where's Tiffany? Say, oh, you're alive. First. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're alive. And she's like, where's Tiffany? He goes, well, let me let me see. Well, let me show you where yeah. she is. She's a little bit over here. Yeah, she's, she's a little, little bit over there. She's a little over there. <laughs> you might want to get some new frames for this picture. And that's when she just, like, collapses and goes, you could have at least cleaned it off the wall. <laughs> Which, you know what? Fun fact. Police don't do that. That's up to you to clean that shit well, up, right? There's, up. Yeah. there's companies that just do that shit. Yeah. That's, that's true. Good. I wonder how much that that job pays shit, to go in Tim, and clean people's start fucking doing like, bodies out. You should. Be... I do that shit in the fuck. Look, I'm not squeamish at all. I don't give a fucking shit. They're dead. There's just fucking blood on the wall. I'm getting paid nineteen dollars an hour. I'll do it. You'll have a great conversation uh, with them too. You know. Yeah, Tim would be a good Mister Wolf. You know, he just comes in and just cleans up a fucking murder scene in a car. And... Tim just shows up and he's like, "What is it, man? This looks like Sharky's machine in here. There's brains like, everywhere." Jesus Christ! <laughs> but look at her hair. It's perfect. <laughs> So Vincent Vega situation over here. <laughs> Somebody shoot a guy from Mad TV oh, in this fucking car. Imagine if you had a murder in your house and the guy that came to clean it up later is Yobo. Oh, God. <laughs> You're going to want to leave for a hey, little bit. Hey, you might want to get out of here a couple of hours because I might want to jerk off on your dime. <laughs> wow, the bloodstain looks like the Virgin Mary. <laughs> Maybe make a couple of calls if you get some money from this bloodstain. I was going to say, you first. sure you ain't? You want me to wipe this all? Because, you know, uh, you can make some money off these suckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So then Sharky takes her to his childhood home? This is... Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah. Come on. Where Let's get to some fucking law. real estate laws here. This is not possible. <laughs> Is this, this is not possible. His father bought this house, okay? Yeah, Sharky grew up in this house when he was young, okay? Mm-hmm. His father sold it after the war. Which war? After the war. Yeah. Okay. The war. And the then, war. about a year no, ago, he noticed that it was on the market, and he bought it, and he's been fixing it up ever since because he loves this house. Yeah. yeah. But the same furniture is in the house? Yeah, that doesn't... Kind mean. of fucking weird, yeah. Look, I'm gonna say that when I buy a house, I don't want your furniture in there. You can take no. that with you. Like I don't. In my opinion, it. all that's haunted. I don't want any of your exactly. fucking old and furniture. There's yeah. Come and ghosts all over it. You know, get yeah, it out of here. What's your no, fucking look, baby ghost come all If it's a nice, you know, like a hand carved windowsill, with window seat, I might <laughs> keep it. Yeah, but anything else? No, I don't want you fucking come all over it. And um, and then she notices a bunch of like seductive photos of herself yes, on his wall, across from his bed, across from his bed. He's sitting in his bed, jerking his fucking dick off, looking at the <laughs> pictures of her. Pictures. There's pictures with her with her. It's a yeah. Top it's on. a picture of where she's laying in the bed and she has her legs up in the air, like she's trying to get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I I guess. I mean, I don't. I didn't know that was a pregnant. Yeah, she's move. ovulating, oh, yeah. and she just yeah. got laid. She's like, I'm gonna make sure that fucking sperm meets the egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's Sharky's hub. Yeah, pictures like, he's of got her. his own Sharky's hub. Sharky's hub. <laughs> dude, pictures of her playing tennis, working out in the fucking shit brown leotard in her fucking bed, all that shit, and. and then- 
the best thing is, she's like, oh, oh, so I guess you've been jerking off to me. No, not doing that. It's like, but, well, I'm going to take a shower. Okay. He doesn't take the pictures yes. down. He leaves them there. No, okay. yeah, he we tells himself, he's like, I forgot about the pictures. What a putz. The way the pictures are organized <laughs> is like Philip Seymour Hoffman. And Hattie, I, oh, right? fuck you, Mike. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, you're right. God damn it. You beat me to it. Yeah. Like he's fucking coming on the back I mean, I guess he beat us to it all, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sharky beat us all But he to does. It, he yeah. says, oh, the pictures. You forgot the pictures. Pictures, she puts. She takes a shower. She comes out. He has not removed them. He's still nope, left nope. them there. He's like, fuck it. If uh, he would have taken them off, they would have been like little white spots <sighs> to the fucking back of the picture, completely stuck to the wall. And again, if this, if this is supposed to be like we we start to connect with him or something, he oh, would be God. embarrassed about it. Like, you know, this is really bad. You were a case. No, he you know? wouldn't have been doing it in the first place. We wouldn't have oh, seen true. it. We could have imagined maybe he's doing it. Maybe that's what he's doing. Got to give him the benefit of the doubt, but. There is no doubt when your neighbor comes into your house, okay, and she sees pictures of herself from all these intimate positions she's been in her fucking apartment, assuming (laughs) she has privacy, and it's right across your bed, okay? It's not in your kitchen. It's not in your fucking den. It's not in your living room. It's right across from your fucking bed. That's an awkward He's 100% jerking off. That's a really weird dinner party. And plus, plus, like I said, the, the pictures of her. Her legs yeah. up in the air, playing yeah, tennis at the aerobics seductive. thing, dancing. I mean, yeah, you go it's, to a guy's house, yeah. he's got these, like, voyeur pictures just yeah. come plastered onto the wall. You're like, is, mm-hmm. it, is your girlfriend? Or... <laughs> he's got, yeah, yeah, he didn't use tape to put those photos nope, on the there wall. Was no he, used his own, no. he used his own cream. Yeah, dude, he, <laughs> he just used his own dry goodbye <laughs> cream to this, stick them to his wall, dude. And then they, it gets worse. Yeah, all she wants to do is take a nap. She's tired. She's been oh, through a yeah, lot. Dude, her okay. best friend died. Her best friend was murdered, and Dead. you had no sensitivity about it. You're like, yeah, like Tim said, you know, here's a little over here, here's a little over there. Yeah. I mean, you come home and you just see your friend splattered all over your apartment. No more breakfast at Tiffany's. And he's asking for Victor's last name, and she's like, she's it's not like, even I'm worth it because tired. this guy. Yeah, I'm tired, and this guy will fucking kill you and all your people. He has your people bought. You know, she's well aware that Victor owns a bunch of people yeah. that are in the police yeah. department. They're on the take. She's like, it doesn't matter what you're going to do. It doesn't even matter if I tell you the last name. And he loses his shit because he's so mad that he he can't afford her, pretty much. It is so fucked up, Daniel. Like He manhandles her. Like He it's... starts hitting her. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, okay, Bert, I'm done. Like, there's nothing <laughs> left for Our me to hero. connect with you. The movie nothing. goes down the drain from here pretty he bad. He has killed people. He's gotten people killed. He slaps he, the shit out of a His four-and-a-half-year partner for <laughs> four-and-a-half years, he's like, shut the fuck up, you cocksucker. I can't wait to get the fuck away from you. Yeah. He no just loyalty. makes Charles Durning and everybody else dance to his own fucking tune. He right? makes out yes. with a five-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Makes he's out making out with somebody's fucking kid as a threat. Like, look. If you don't do what I'm going to do, I'll marry a kid, okay? I'll take it to fucking some other country where it's legal. We're I'll in Georgia. Marry what's I don't the, care. What's yeah. the age? Oh, that's right. Georgia. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to be 55 when she's 18. I'll get her. And then and now he's creeping he's on this woman. Sp- fucking smacking a woman around. Yeah. And then he, yeah, he's creeped on this woman. He's come plastered her pictures on his wall, like across from his yeah. bed. And now he's beating the shit out of her. Yeah, his sexual frustration just takes over, dude. And he's just like, I'm trying to help you while he's hitting her. And I'm like, dude, what are we doing, yeah. Bert? Like, if and you had then... just let her take a nap. 
And then we get maybe what is maybe one of the best lines in this entire movie. Okay, After what all is this it? stuff, she has come to his house, his childhood house, right, yeah. that he bought uh-huh. somehow. Yeah. And on a cop salary, by the way. But somehow. <laughs> she sees that he's been jerking off to her pictures. Which, uh-huh. by the way, the house is right across. We should say outside of his window is an elementary school. An elementary yes, school. Yes, that's that right. He yes. That he loves, he says he loves looking out the window watching the kids play. He loves watching play. kids play, yes. yes. He <laughs> loves watching right. the kiddies play. He opens the window, he has a little sign that says kissing booth over his window. <laughs> which, by the way, which, by the way, Domino responds the way we would all respond to someone saying that is, you're a strange guy, yeah. Sharky. You're strange. <laughs> And then so also, what is this line, Tim? Because that you're talking about yeah, it's Tim the never next gave day. a line. Okay, it's, sorry, Tim. All right, now so you go go to this guy's house. Okay. He's already been jerking off to you. You see that? He's you have to beg him to take a shower. You tell him, "You look, my best friend fucking died. I want to take like a five minute nap, five fucking minutes, something." And yeah. he smacks you around. Yeah. And then you just cry and cry and cry. And you you ask this you ask this perfect gentleman. Haven't you ever learned to just hold somebody? Oh, that's right. Jesus that's right. Christ. That's all he had to do. He just had to hold her. But the yeah. tone of this is supposed to be like he's just being a man. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm dude. just an angry yeah. man no. that doesn't it's know how to be it's, 19, it's 1981. This shit was no. still flying. No. I can't have you, so I'm just going to hurt you. Yeah, it's like this is not sexy. It's not romantic. Like, it's The movie's trying to tell us that he's still salty that these assholes, these cunts that – are are these rich guys that take you know take advantage of women are able He's to Italian. get her but he can't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these foreigners, <laughs> these Italian French motherfuckers. <laughs> these fucking foreigners Man, coming to our country. How much fucking bread is in that they, guy's house? They fuck our, our women. They're taking our women. And now I'm gonna slap the shit out of this chick. That's right. They're spoiling our women, so they'll never want me again. <laughs> I can't compete. There's no way I can give her a thousand dollars an hour. This is the most that is exactly up. Reasoning, <laughs> and we're supposed that is to be exactly on his side. Yes, that's why this movie is like makes no fucking sense because it, it. I I don't know if it worked in eighty one. Maybe it did. Maybe it, it did. It, it, this was like this was still perfectly fine. It, this, believe me, everybody was talking about the stunt in this movie, not what a cunt he was in this movie. Yeah, Stunt's yeah, not right. Cunts, you know. I mean, like you look even movies like I I really used to I used to love the Warriors when I was in high school but mm-hmm. I look at it now and I'm like this is problematic <laughs> this whole movie's problematic yeah. you yeah, know those so, orphans man Ugh. those orphans <laughs> Jesus Christ but like it's the next day and she's like totally forgotten about being beat up and everything oh yeah right? it's yeah. a whole new day fine and dandy and there's this whole she just needed a nap thing where he's like that's sitting. how I ran down next day everything is cool cause he's yeah. sitting by the window like carving a rose into this window seat that he's mm-hmm. made by the way made a window seat so he could stare at children while they play. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And she's yep. like, when he, when he I can't it? believe he put, <laughs> instead of t- <laughs> carving a rose, why didn't he carve a puppy into the picture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, he's God. Kissing booth. He's got puppies. <laughs> Free candy. <laughs> Free candy. <laughs> but he's like, what are, you, what are you carving? Is it a rose? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, were you embarrassed to tell me? And he's like, yeah. And then she looks and she says, you're she a says, weird guy. 
Wait, you weren't embarrassed that I caught you jerking off to my pictures yesterday. And you still, it's the next day, and you still have those pictures up, okay? I took a shower. You didn't take them down. We went to sleep, and you still didn't take them down. But you're embarrassed about carving a rose instead of carving a fucking But then it pants down to her feet, and there's, like, two feet of sawdust. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. How long was he fucking carving the... By the way... He seems like he's such in a hurry to find out what's going on. He's like, we need to get this yes, done. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I got to smack you, bitch, fucking... because there's no time. Tell yeah. me what I need to know. Smack, smack, smack. No time. Oh, let me carve a rose. Let me carve a fucking rose. It's going to take me like three and a half hours to fucking do. He went out. He bought the wood. It's started off as a gigantic <laughs> block. This actually inspired Seal's song, Kiss from a Rose. Um... <laughs> but then there's this weird sequence where... They almost kiss, and this is supposed to be where you feel for Burt Reynolds. He holds back. It doesn't make sense because he's like, no, I'm not going to kiss her. And I'm like, well, you've done everything else. I should have jerked off to a pictures this morning. This is just after he mentioned that he likes to hear kids play. So I'm like, I don't even know what made either of them horny, but I guess. Like, what the fuck? That doesn't even make sense. And then she's just like, can we fuck at recess? She's immediately. (laughs) Yeah, he wants to wait till recess. (laughs) I got to hear the bell. I don't know what it is, but that just really, you know. But she's like all all about him now. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, but that... what has he done other than beat the shit out of you and shows that he likes to whittle? Makes mm. no sense. So... <laughs> Show him his whittle dick. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you surprised I got, I guess... Look, I got a whittle dick for you. <laughs> You'd be surprised what we're going to do with this whittle dick. <laughs> He's like, damn, it's a whittle dick. Why is there fucking 18 inches of sawdust on the floor? Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> well, at least if any of them get wasted that night, they have a little sawdust to cover up the puke, you know. At least comes in handy in that case. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Oh, wow, that brings you back to school days. Oh, yeah, Sawdust back in the day. on the floor to cover up the puke? Yeah. Yep. But is this supposed to be a thing where she says you're a strange guy that the audience is like, yeah, he's just a little quirky. Yeah, you know? there's nothing wrong. See, he really loves her, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's very Yeah, it's trying to make him endearing, but I'm sorry, my voice is falling apart. Well, we're getting close <coughs> to the end. I mean, it's a lot it's okay. of just nothing at this point. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Tr- it's, <laughs> it's trying to make him like more endearing, but it's just not working at all, dude. And then somebody fell out of a building. <laughs> <laughs> So that after this scene, we get two of the loudest characters in this entire movie, which is Jojo and Frisco, which is Charles Durning. And uh, Silva all of a sudden just nods at some guys that are in a car, and they run over Jojo, which is – Is it um, the Asian guys? Yeah, it is. Is it the Asian yeah, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't and know, you know what? He said miss them, but they don't know how to drive. So they're... <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were just driving? <laughs> He nodded. He's like, hey, come get me. Let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) They run over the chief instead. They run over JoJo, and then, of course, fucking everyone lifts him up. Like, you're not supposed to move a body after he's Yeah, and he's, like, all fucked up. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) what's coming out of his mouth and shit. And I'm like, but Silva's still standing there. Like, he's standing there, man. Yeah. He's, he's like, hanging out right next to the fucking police precinct. Yeah. He's awesome, dude. They should have just made him the bad guy and not got rid of the victim. I know. Right? It doesn't make sense. They yes. should have just had him be the main guy, right? Because he's fucking awesome. This man. movie would have made more sense if it was a serial killer movie. Yeah, a serial killer mm-hmm. movie. Yes. Yeah, that was killing prostitutes. 
Yeah, this is a classic uh, Jack the Ripper. Scenario. Yeah, just make it where you know exactly. You know what? Have it flipped on its head. Where instead of like how many movies do we see where they're killing all like the angel hookers, right? Yeah, yeah. The street yeah. workers. Yeah. Make it where this guy is going after the thousand dollar an hour yes. hookers. And how yeah, is he able to hookers. do this? How is he able to get a thousand dollar an hour hooker comfortable enough to be able to kill her versus a hooker that's going to blow you for eleven dollars? Yeah. yeah, and that yeah. would be an interesting movie. But instead, there's this bizarre political subplot. It's, it's too and this complicated. Fancy and the whole thing with the Hodgkins, like we didn't need it any sucks. of that shit. It really is not good. We don't need any of that because it's supposed but, uh, to be like, look at all these corrupt motherfuckers, you know. Yeah. And then, by the way, because she has a car, nah, I, I just figured out why Hodgkins is in the movie. The producer said, "Okay, Mister Burt Reynolds, we'll let you direct, but we want a pussy-eating scene." <laughs> and I said, well, I can't, ask, I can't ask Charlie to do it. A politician definitely eats pussy. We're yeah. going to have to rewrite this script. I think it's supposed to be a thing of, like, by the way, that he was a real liberal politician because the hookers No, had... this is a Republican. This is this is a Republican mm, politician Tim. guy. Mm, all the... Banging no, a prostitute. No. Tim, all the people fucking... at the rally had Karl Marx books. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be a, a oh, liberal, yeah, more dude. liberal voice. And that's the whole thing is like, oh, he's supposed <clears throat> to be the man of the people, but he's a rich fucker. Because who, who was just... president in eighty in 1980? Uh, we it... were just getting into Reagan. At... Yeah, yeah. that's right. So we're getting into a more we're getting into a more conservative America. Oh, so like, yeah. Oh, no know... eating pussy for, for the next eight years. Yeah, but you know what Hodgkins does? No he's Crotchkins. They call him Crotchkins, Crotchkins. back in. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How do I not have that written down in red ink, you motherfucker? Presidential term for Reagan, nineteen eighty-one. So there you go. Like, yeah. Right when this movie was coming out, we made that hard transition from, you know, and that makes sense. They're making this movie in nineteen eighty. They're like, look at these fucking liberals yeah. like Jimmy Carter ruining the country, and they're all yeah. a bunch of Jimmy corrupt. Carter like, eating all those peanuts and pussy. Yeah, I, th- I feel like in nineteen eighty one, people were like, you remember in the fifties where it was just like nice and white in the cafe? Oh, you mean like what <laughs> they tried to do in twenty sixteen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Which, that was kind nice of weird, back then. Daniel. That we just keep going back to that every twenty something. Oh years. Yeah. yeah, every every time it gets a little too remember far. Remember when America in was and... white? Yeah, like ah, oh, it was so nice. It's just so like, nice. Oh yeah, it, it, well, how how novel of a concept that we just keep yeah. going back to that every. Well, you know, guys, yeah. I run into a lot of you know, I talk like I'll be talking to a Latina and like, and we'll be talking about like, oh, you know, like what, where would you want to go? Like, if you had a time machine, where would you want to go? And you wouldn't believe how many Latinas are like, oh, I'd love to go to like nineteen forty, nineteen thirty. I was like, you no, know, you wouldn't get what? to go no. into that cafe. No, yeah. <laughs> You don't want to. It's not like West Side Story, man. You don't want to. Go yeah, there. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> they wouldn't let you in. Like it's it's it would suck. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I always yeah. hear that. I hate that question at work. By the way, when people say like you know a get to know you one, it's like if you could live in any time period, what would you live in? And I'm like, man, it all sucks. The future? Like when it was, <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks either way. Like I'm sure you you remember it being good, but like the 50s sucked for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. In the fifties, everybody wanted to be like the thirties, right? It's very exactly. romanticized. So I always yeah. just answer, "Now it's fine." I don't give a yeah. fuck. Like now is fine. I and ever... you don't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to make some shit up, Mike. I mean, no, you just got to pretend. You know, just, just pretend like you want to be back in the fifties. Be like, "Oh, this is our guy." No, every time yeah, no, I interview somebody, all the Republicans want us to be back in the fifties when it was white guys had all the power and nobody else mm-hmm. had any power, and you didn't have to eat pussy. 
Like and Mad you Men. paid somebody to come in and eat your wife's pussy. Every time I interview somebody when they say, I want to go back to the 50s, I just write racist on the application. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or doesn't understand history. Yeah, or doesn't understand the concept of history. Or doesn't go down there, go downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously this guy isn't willing to go down and yeah. satisfy a woman. Yeah. What a piece of shit. So so then uh I don't even know where we're at in this movie. I think we're like basically where Joe find out the whole plot, basically. Yeah. Which is really, by the way, uncovered really shitty. Yeah, JoJo's dead. We find out that there's definitely somebody inside that's, like, on the take. It's just not good. Like, all of this should be a fun reveal, but it's just really not handled no. well. Oh, and then Reynolds finally has sex. Yeah, um, he fucks Domino. Oh, that's right. He fucks, it. he fucks the last name out of her. Yep. <laughs> He's fucking her, and she's screaming what? the what? other guy's last name. <laughs> By the way, do you think it was weird the first time he fucked her when he carried her from where the kids were playing, didn't shut the window, and fucked her right on that bed? <laughs> Peeping booth. <laughs> like, the the curtains are open and the window's open. And he's just he takes her right to the bed and they just start fucking. Right in front of her pictures. Yep. As soon as they win freeze tag, I want to climax. Oh, man, he's banging her, but he's still looking at the pictures? Yeah, he might be like, these are the best shots of you. She's just kind of disheveled at this point. Sharky, he did beat her up. Sharky likes to watch. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yes, he damaged the merchandise. Yeah, so he's he's looking at her when she's more, you know, she's a little cleaned up. And then um, we see that Sharky meets up with a dude that looks like Borat. And, um, yeah. Oh, yes, my God. I had, oh, oh, my God. Oh, man, Daniel, that's two times you beat me yeah, to it. Yeah, Daniel, I, I wrote the same thing, Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, looks like looks, he does, Hell of a mustache. <laughs> Hell of a. Mu There's a lot of great mustaches, but it is 1980, so fucking shitload of mustaches. And he points him to Victor, who's sitting at a table with a bunch of fucking hookers <laughs> next to him, which is awesome. At like I a love fancy that. ass club, right? Oh, it looks nice, man. It looks super fucking fancy, like 80 style. And have we mentioned that Victor is the kind of motherfucker who wears a short mink coat? Yeah. No, I don't think we've mentioned it, yeah, but he, he is the kind of guy that would wear that. He does. Yeah. He's Italian as shit. Down here. This is how yeah. I look when I go to a restaurant. I wear a short mink coat and I go to fancy <laughs> places, you know? Made out of raccoon. Yeah. I yeah, you gotta have a dead animal. $80 cup of coffee. You gotta yeah. have fucking, fucking $500. I want my coffee wine. out of a cat's ass, please. Please. It's better be made by, like, fucking monkey shit, this <laughs> coffee. <laughs> and then, uh,. I don't understand this, why Sharky gives away the one advantage he has over Victor by telling him that... It's power move. I guess. Cucks him, cucks him right at the table in front of his girls, Daniel. That's the whole thing. It's a big ball move, but it's kind yeah, of Yeah, because they laugh. They, no, no, mm -hmm. he says this something, and the girls laugh at Sharky, yeah. and that's it. He can't have that. It's a cuck thing. Ooh. It's like, yeah, it's... He had to do it. Yeah, yeah, he does it because he emasculates him in front of his women. Right, and that's the whole yeah. thing. Is like, oh, you're not a big man anymore, and yeah, they laugh at him, and then he gets the pimp gets fucking livid, right? He does. He like fucking breaks shit and stuff after he tells him like, "Yo, Domino's alive," which is so funny to see a man in a small mink coat get real mad. <laughs> <laughs> I do like what Victor tells him. Is he says something that you're as bothersome to me as. Something stuck in the bottom of my shoe. Yeah, bothersome. I was like, huh. I was like, damn, dude. dude. Yeah, he's flexing, dude. But yeah, well, as soon as he tells him that Domino's alive, 
Victor just crushes some glass and shit, and he's pissed off. And then Sharky heads to Jim Henson's place. And he gets attacked by the fucking uh, Tweedle Punch and Tweedle Kick. Yeah. Um, they don't give them names other than the racist no, name. Yeah, um, it's just they give these little... These, they call them the shins. These small assassins the movie. because they're like smaller than everybody else in the movie for some reason. Yeah. Right? Like it's really weird. And they uh, they only give them racist names and they go and they attack yeah. this guy. They call them the shins, which is the most fucking racist bullshit I can think of. The shin. In the fucking credits, the, no, the they're chins. called. Yeah, the chins. The in chins. the credits, they're called the chins. So I guess this is two of them is a double chin? <laughs> You got you got double chin. Of course, you would make that joke. God damn it! <laughs> so these fucking middle aged ninjas, like well, that's one thing is like they're they're not you know, young. You tell no. Dan Ensenado that he's middle aged, motherfucker. See what happens to you. You know, if you were alive at the right time, Tim, you could have been in all these movies with Burt Reynolds. You, he would have really loved your been. humor, oh, your man. style. Yeah, I, I would have been begging. I would have been eating Lonnie Anderson's pussy. <laughs> Yeah, you would have been you would have been Burt Reynolds' uh, stunt man for eating pussy. Yeah, I would have been laying down Sally's field. Uh, Tim, you want to come in here for a bit? Take care of some business. <laughs> yeah. All right, now get out. Mow down <laughs> Sally's field. Come Looks like a UFO landed on her. Yeah. When I was done with it, she looked at me. You really like me. You really like me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> God, I hate you. So that... <laughs> Do you remember that part in Forrest Gump when she fucked his teacher? Yes. Oh, yeah. Fucking weird, man. I know, but at the same time, it kind of made me hard. Because <laughs> I was at a very vulnerable age at the time. And I was like, hearing Sally Field get fucking boned was kind of yeah, hot. Yeah, it was also real weird, dude. It was very confusing. Cause we were, me and Mike were at a younger age yeah, at that time. Like, I didn't we really were getting get boners it. for nothing. Like, I didn't get why that was happening. Like, you know, at that age, I'm like, what? what? Like, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, how old were we, Daniel, when that movie <sighs> came out? Like 12, uh, yeah, 11? I, I didn't even know if I was that old, right? Yeah, I may have been a little younger. But then you watch it again, you're like, wait a second, she fucks his teacher? Yeah. No, the principal. The principal. The principal, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the principal has to go out and go, your mama really loves you, boy. Like, she really cares about your education. Yeah. The way was... she sucked my dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was uh, 10 years old when that movie came out. Okay, so we were, okay, so I was nine. But I don't think I saw it right away. I think I saw it maybe like a year or two oh, after I saw that shit out. in the theater. No, I didn't. My, oh, wow. No. That awkward ha- Awkward hard on in the theater. <laughs> My dad didn't like seen... whitewashed history, so I don't think he showed. I didn't see that until like two years later. <laughs> Look, the, the best movie my brother and I ever saw in the, in the theaters was Titanic. We saw it with our family. No, we you both, saw t- the we, art scene? We both kind of looked at each other like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, I thought this movie was going to suck. Ooh. This is one of the best things I've ever it's making seen. Us two, it's making us wait three and a half hours to get to it, but okay. My dad you, never understood why we wanted to read it. That's when we. That's oh, when Mike video. realized he liked BBWs. <laughs> hey, she was looking great in that movie. I like man. how like she was considered chunky, and like oh she's not God. even big, not even at like, all. She's like ninety curvy. pounds in the movie. Yeah, man. dude. Christ, it always makes me laugh, man. Like just because she's not fucking anorexic looking, like no, she just had a little meat on her. She was but still hot. I remember she's asking, curvy. we were like, "Can we rent Titanic?" And they're like, well, "You want to watch that again?" We're like, oh, <laughs> "Yes, <yeah>, sure." <laughs> I really like Leonardo DiCaprio's. <laughs> 
Yeah, that shit with the boat stands straight up at the end. Oh, Papa! I remember there was only <laughs> oh, two parts Papa. we rewatched: the art scene and the guy hitting the propeller over and over. Oh, and over again. that propeller scene—that's CGI too. It's not bad. Uh, it holds great, up. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's funny as shit. Um, so then uh, from there we get to. <laughs> so then from there, after the ninja guys hold him up. Then Sharky wakes up and he sees that Smiley is the guy that's on the take. The one from the fucking first scene in the movie. And it was like, yeah. of course he would be. Why wouldn't you of ever course. think that the guy who basically got you fucking fired you. Yeah. was the bad guy, Sharky? Yeah. Like, their internal affairs must be fucking garbage. The script is garbage. Why would it's it? It's so like, stupid. He not, that guy, Smiley, disappeared for the whole fucking movie. Until Gone now. forever. Yes. Yeah. They mention him for the first 15 minutes and then just disappears. So then he comes up and he's got a fucking cigar in his mouth because he's doing so well. And he lets him know that Nosh, which is the Jim Henson guy, and JoJo are both dead. And Sharky loses his shit because, you know, he kissed, his, kissed uh, Jim Henson's daughter. <laughs> he's like, he's like hey, uh, maybe she's up for adoption now, huh? Yeah, is it going to be your new papa? I live next to a school. It's so strange, Bert. Legally, you're not allowed to for some reason. There's like a court <laughs> order or something. I do, I mean, super racist, but the, there's that line where Sharky says, because uh, there's one of the nope. ninja guys is, is kind of flipping a no. butterfly knife, and he says, what is he doing? He's auditioning for a job at Benihana's? I would yeah. imagine that was hilarious yeah, in 1981, right. like fucking right. funny as hell. All the jokes um, are just, they're Asian, they're, they're stuck small, there. they yeah. can't drive. Oh, wait, no, that was Tim. Yeah, that was the, the, the no drive was Tim. <laughs> I do love a good butterfly knife. Like, I don't know when y'all got your first one, but I got my first one oh, when I was 12. Fuck. I was learning yeah. how to do those well, my tricks. Times Square, yeah. Daniel, I was learning how to do those tricks. Oh, I loved it, man. It's so good. But they seriously, they cut off, like, what, two of his fingers in this yeah, movie? Yeah, they do, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Again, with the gore. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's weird. surprisingly bloody. And he's asking him, like, where the fuck is um, Domino? And he doesn't want to say. And the, the dudes start fucking him right, up. She'll be here in 15 minutes or less. And then it's... <laughs> if yeah, the, if the noise doesn't get in between us. And then he fucking pushes a table to Smiley. He shoots him in the gut. He shoots the grandpa ninja, and then the other ninja kind of climbs up top, and then Sharky gets a spear gun. And Doesn't then, work out of water. Trust me, Sharky. Right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't think me. physically spear guns don't really work out of water, but so. Sharky does come out of the boat, and he goes, Ninja! <laughs> <laughs> ninja! Ninja! Oh, God. <laughs> Replace wow, Burt Reynolds. Three times you beat me to it, Daniel. Holy shit. Replace Burt Reynolds with Christopher George in this movie. Oh, my God. That would have been so good. <laughs> Christopher George. Domino. <laughs> Domino. <laughs> Did we ever find out Domino's real name? No. Don't you think it's weird that Burt never asks her? He doesn't Who care. Who cares? No. Uh, Come on. No. She's just a fantasy. She pictures on his cum wall. She's a Domino, dude. <laughs> pictures on my cum wall. What a great name for a song. You know how I patched all the f cracks in this whole fucking house? Yeah, it's a whole new de it's a whole new definition of paper mache, where it's just your cum. Yeah, he doesn't need cock; he just uses cum. You know? Yeah, <laughs> paper become dude. When the cork gun runs out. Yeah, dude, the cum gun, dude. Just like just stick it on there, and so he comes up. He fucking spears the fucking other ninja, and he kicks him into the fucking water. Throws the fucking gun. Well, it's in like there. he he looks at the ninja and then the it's ninja nods stare. at him and yeah. then he kicks him, right? He's, He's like, like, All right, I'm ready. Go ahead. Let's do the stuff. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. And then he cut that part out. Yeah. You're right, dude. 
And it's also weird, like, this is the only time we're going to be on a boat. Yeah, this is the only time we're on a boat. Because uh, Smiley does mention we're in the middle of a lake. No one can hear you. So, And, of course, Mary Sue, Burt Reynolds, knows how to drive a boat. Yeah, they're in the middle of that big Atlanta lake, dude. You know, <laughs> Atlanta's known for their fucking lakes. Lake Lanier. Yeah, dude. <laughs> is that the one that everybody fucking dies in? Probably. Uh, it's a reservoir. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, whatever. And um or Lake Altoona. What? <laughs> I'm just looking them up like Oh god. Atlanta. Oh, for y'all Atlanta listeners, I hope you enjoy the fucking localization of this show. <laughs> hey, Chef Robbie's from Atlanta, right? Yeah. He's from Georgia. I don't think he's from Atlanta though. He's like from the sticks, no? Be respectful. I do no, I love I mean I'm from the South. I like He's a chef. How can he be from the sticks? I mean they can get he educated too. Jesus, Tim. <laughs> Jesus. Well, one of the most expensive restaurants I ever went to was in a small area, Tim. So Yeah, dude. There's actually a yeah. lot of times where you go to a real specialty place. You know you can grow up in a rural area and actually, like, move? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have sure. to stay there. And there's also something oh, called commuting. It's a good thing that I live in New York. I never had to do that. No, I know. You're just right in the middle of the fucking shit pot. Yeah, you live in Queens where everything's happening. Yeah, yeah dude. Where y'all just happen to know everything about America. <laughs> yep. Fully educated. Listen to me. And so then we catch up with Hodgkins, who I feel, you know, like I said, he's got that Harvey Keitel, Jack Pounds thing going on. He's talking to everybody. He's Then he starts tripping the fuck out because he sees fucking Domino, who he thinks is oh, dead. Every, is yeah. she a fucking ghost? She's a, the movie now she's a ninja, like right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. What like, they, Yeah. It's really weird. They, I mean, I don't know if they were trying to hark, you know, kind of go into the neo noir thing, but they tr- straight up make it look like she's a ghost moving around yeah, I've the crowd. Yeah, ghost hooker. Just like they did when she came into the apartment when Bert was there. They do this yeah. weird thing where they make you feel like it's a dream and she's a ghost, but it's not. I like the idea that Domino was dead this whole time and she was just never real. It's just everyone's on PCP, I guess, oh, and God, yeah, tripping, tripping the fuck out. But yeah, the she's just, just there. With Bert coming, and he goes, Domino, Domino. <laughs> he drops a snow globe. <laughs> I see prostitutes. <laughs> Domino. It's like it's she like drops this. A, <laughs> drops a snow globe with her picture in it, Tim. Yeah, but guess what? That snow is made out oh, of. Oh yeah. I would like to watch the Sixth Sense where the where that little kid is just played by Burt Reynolds. It's like. <laughs> I see prostitutes. <laughs> I see Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> oh my god. And so then um they they bring in they bring in uh Hodgkins. Um the police pick him up, the you know, the news you know, the news talks about it. And we catch up with Victor, who's with Carlos. And he tells Carlos, like, dude, you're addicted to drugs, you're fucking unreliable, you should have fucking Killed Domino, but you didn't. Here's $20,000. Fucking go away. And Carlos isn't having it. He has, like, this is the first time we actually hear Carlos, like, actually give, like, lines, I think. Henry Silva. It's like the first time. Henry Silva. And he's like, I love you. And, you know, I'm so sorry. And blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, screaming and shit. And then Victor walks away and he just fucking shoots him. Like he just fucking Wait, shoots him. He walks him. away like a boss because he's got a fucking he's secret. He's got a hideaway. secret, like, fucking. Uh, Bookshelf? Getaway, yeah. Oh, man, this guy's got... I mean, this kind of blows my mind. Like, But it makes sense because like, if the one person that could actually get you off guard is probably someone that you've been trusting for like your yes, whole life. Yeah. 
But, you know, I don't care if it's your brother or your sister, whoever it is. You take a junk and you smack all that fucking drugs out of the hand in one shot. That's true. You're going to be mad. You're screwed. Yeah. You're screwed. And um, and, and that's why I felt like um, Henry Civil's character, Carlos, is like, he's basically a serial killer. Like, he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's which is why he should have been the main bad wow, guy. You see, what's worse, a psychopath or a psychopath who, who's a fucking drug addict, right? Both. You know what I just thought of, though? Taking PCP. A Guys. psychopath is a drug addict because they're addicted to killing. It is Reagan. So, like, what? this is real, like, anti-drug type of shit, right? Oh, uh, like, yeah, like you're on part, drugs. Yeah, and... of American society where, like, everybody doing drugs is, like, a you're total just a, degenerate. You're an unstoppable. Murder. You're an unstoppable killer. Yeah, and this is, like, the propaganda shit about, like, PCP making you some sort of, like, uh, killer that's, like, super sh- weird and strong and you're going to scream yeah. in people's faces and lift up cars and all sorts of weird shit, you know? Yeah, they're like, you know what? We miss, like, when, like, pimps were just pimps before they were doing PCP. <laughs> yeah, like the 50s when pimps were yeah. pimps, you know? Yeah, oh, you know that's what? right. The 50s are the best time for pimps. You smack someone around. You're doing your job. You're not just trying to fucking kill people and yell in their face. Pimp games change, I don't want to do it, but that's what I'm here for. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So he fucking kills his brother. Then they find out. They find out that they like all of a sudden. I you can tell we missed some scenes. Like there was yes, cuts, yep, yes, right. It was like they needed to end it, so they cut off like the last. Basically, like we know where the, he is. He's in the he's in the building. The killer's in the same yeah, building. The whole third act was cut out a little. There's movie. no transitions. No, like no. it's like all of a sudden the cops are there in the building. I tell you, to, I told you, I kept falling asleep, Daniel. Uh, I replayed it. Thinking I missed a whole bunch, right? Like I rewound the movie. I'm like, oh no, no, I yeah, because it makes you feel that way. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. It feels like you missed some cutscenes, and no, the the cops just show up. They they see Victor's dead body, and then fucking Burt Reynolds just starts fucking hitting his dead body. Oh yeah, like what the hell? <laughs> it's just a dead body, and he's just like, you're gonna fuck up the coroner's report. <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. And they're like, Sharky, like, he's dead, dude. Like, just leave him alone. Then we see maybe the best horseshoe mustache I've ever seen in this show. I mean, I've been covering a lot of mustaches, but we see this one guy. His name is Mongol. Yes. <laughs> yes. What in the hell? His name is Mongol, and he has a fucking hell of a horseshoe mustache, and then fuck, I think it's... I, I think it's fucking uh, Frisco, Lieutenant Frisco, or, um, yeah, I think he shoves his gun up his crotch, and he tells him, like... No, he takes the, the nightclub, and he puts it up on his fucking... Yeah, car, the night... Yeah, the club. Yeah. Puts it up in his taint. He says, who the fuck did this? He's like, it was the brother. So then, that's when they're like, okay, cool. Okay, so this was... And then we get the most confusing instructions I've ever heard in a movie. Oh, go ahead. Uh, whose apartment are they in right now? Yes, Victor's. Okay. Uh, Burt Reynolds is also tells Albert, the cops the to go down to the fortieth floor, yeah. and then work your way up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What does he mean? Go down to the fortieth floor and then work your way up. Like go to the fortieth floor and then come up to the top of the building and like look for the okay guy. where they are now, yeah. right? Yeah. They're, they're supposed to be at the top of the building right yeah. now. Why would he tell them to go down to the 40th floor, though? Why not go down to the first floor and work your way up? Why I, the 40th floor? No idea. 
Oh, because it had only that been worst. five minutes, so I guess they were oh. predicting that he couldn't have gone that far. So Burt Reynolds is so good at math that he's figuring out that I've seen <laughs> I've seen this Henry Silva guy walk, and I'm judging by the pace that even if he was running downstairs, drugged up, he could only make it to the 40th. Those floor. little it's short perfect. Italian legs can only go so far. He knows what he's talking about, Tim. He's, he's in, And then he's he perfect. says something about he's going to get away. I know it. He's going to walk out of this building, and some traffic cop is going to get him. I wish yeah. Charles Durning was here to just yell at him and go, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> That's usually Daniel's yeah. part by now. <laughs> I mean, it really is him. a fucking mess this whole time. It I really know. Is. You're right, though, Tim. It doesn't really. I guess the whole thing would be like, was Victor's apartment on the 40th floor? No. No, he's got to be on the top. Well, he's got to be at least close to the top, right? And it was like, yeah. why wouldn't he try to make his way out of the building? And but, yeah. but then when they're chasing Silver, it looks like they're in the basement of the building, right? Which makes no sense. They're like, yeah, they're like in some fucking, yeah, they look like they went into a fucking Nightmare on Elm Street fucking boiler room or some yeah, shit. What like, is going on? Are they still like making this building? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> it's the building from Poltergeist 3. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe this is Detroit. This is OCP trying to, like, fucking work on the fucking building and shit. Like, I don't know, man. We only had half the money for half the building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Helicopter, don't go around the back of the building. There's nothing there. So they head to the fire exit to look for Carlos, and uh, Sharky is able to get a shot on Carlos right in the fucking shoulder. And then him and, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bernie's character, Arch. Him and Arch jump over the fucking ledge, and like the guy disappears, and they both they both say that Carlos is a ghost. He's a ghost. I know. I just said that. Like, oh yeah, he's a ghost. He's a fucking again ghost. repeating lines. Yeah. Although it makes sense, especially with like Bernie's stuff that he talks about. Yeah, he's more like he's kind of like he. I mean, it sounds in in most movies he's the cliche Native American guy. Like, yeah, they always make the yeah. Native American yeah. guy be that guy. Well, no. Let's, Let's go back to Stephen King. He's the magical black guy, right? Yeah, yeah or the it's magical black one. guy. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And so so then they go and they see that he's gone. It's just because he's on fucking PCP and this guy doesn't feel anything. See, Mike? That shit does work. I mean, back then, that was like the thing, right? Like PCP, like, oh, you can get shot. That's what I'm saying. It's all propaganda. It's all propaganda, yeah. Yeah. Like PCP, if you get shot, you're going to fucking die just like anyone else. There is. You know, the more that you say it, Tim, there's a lot of propaganda. Like a lot of like uh, definite like 80s Reaganite type of propaganda in this movie. Yeah, this is a blue movie. Even watch cop shows today. It's all propaganda. Even when (laughs) the cops do something bad, it's okay because they know that that guy is guilty. Yeah. Yeah, like when we did um, that Bronson movie, right? Where he set the guy up and we're supposed to feel yeah. bad for Ten him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, he got caught. He's going to lose his pension now, motherfucker. Wait, what movie was that? Ten to Midnight. Ten to Midnight. His, oh, his partner Ten to turns Midnight. Him in With Warren, yeah. For planting that's, evidence, yeah. That's right. It's for jacking off! And yeah. the audience is supposed to be like, fucking partner. Yeah. Yeah. That Not was a that funny movie, though. Bronson did something wrong. But yeah, in this one, it's just, oh, he's a ghost. He can Look at that. You get shot with... Uh, but if you have a PCP, you can be running around. And Let I will give tell you, they do some good close-ups of uh, Henry Silva, and he looks high as shit. So I'll give. Yeah. I'll say this does. though. Now, Daniel, I'm sure they had this when you That's were. That's how kid. he got paid. He got paid in PCP. We used to have every year in elementary school, cops would come into our class and tell us about drugs in California. <laughs> oh yeah, the and Dare so program like, or some shit. 
Yeah, they would come in and they tell us about all the drugs, and they would get to PCP, and they're like, "It makes you crazy, and you can like lift a car, lift cars, and stuff." Yeah, and, and you like, could beat twenty of us up. Yeah, so yeah don't and, take it. And I was like, "That sounds like the coolest shit I've ever heard." Like, <laughs> they weren't making it bad. I'm like, "Damn, yeah, I don't yeah. smoke pot. Pot makes me lazy. I want to lift a car. You know what? Yeah, to jump over a building." The only thing they would say about pot, but PCP, I was like, "How do I get my hands on that shit?" You know, I remember like too, dude. But then, yeah. um. For pot, they would just say this, Tim. They would go, pot. And, like, the things that were cons, they would You'll go. You'll melt into a couch. Yeah, you're confused. You'll eat a lot. And it leads to other drugs. Yeah. And that was it's, a gateway, it's a gateway yeah. drug, gateway drug, as they say. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing some documentary so about stupid, drug by the a long way. time ago. And this chick said she started out doing heroin because she didn't want to smoke pot because pot was supposed to be really, really bad. Oh, my God, dude. So the D.A.R.E. program worked too well. Yeah. She was like, you know what? I'm She's just like, going to oh, I don't to want to take that pot. That's going to lead to other drugs. Let me just do this one drug yeah. that won't lead to anything else. But then so, you looked like you would get to the page of alcohol, and it's like it can cause violence, like mood oh yeah. swings. Alcohol is like the worst drug out of all of them. It's the one that's legal. <laughs> that's what's so hilarious about it. Yeah, like I remember when I started my band when I was like I was like fourteen, fifteen years old, and um, basically every group member that we brought into the band, I told them, "Look, you can, you can do weed, you can smoke weed, you can fucking drink, but we don't allow, allow any other drugs in the band. If I find out you're doing coke or heroin or anything like that, you're out of the band." And yeah, no, fucking. So you didn't want your band to be good. Yeah, no, that's why we didn't make it. We never got signed. But, you know, if we had allowed heroin, maybe we would have gotten signed. But at the same time, I was like, eh, I don't really want a fucking heroin addict in my band. No, man, you don't need that shit. But, yeah, you know, it was a big thing for me. I was like, no, fucking weed is not a gateway drug, dude. It's but, bullshit. Tim, no, I'm alcohol you. is a gateway drug. Uh, what, did you drink or smoke pot before? Oh, what was drink. the first thing you because did? I, was yeah. I did you, both. Tim, I did both people... at the same time. That were my age, especially where I grew up, because everybody's very conservative where I grew up, right? Oh. They were fucking terrified of sex and drugs. Like, that mm -hmm. it was literally, if you had sex, that your dick was going to fall oh, off. Oh, you, you grew up where, you grew up where like, Footloose was filmed. Yes, no, I'm, I'm serious. Break my dick off in a pussy. <laughs> Orange County, California, especially Southern Orange County, was so goddamn Republican where I grew up that, like, they would teach you in school, like, the... The day you learn about sex, it would be just STDs, like how you're going to get fucking gonorrhea and your dick's going to fall off. And they don't tell mm -hmm. you that you can like if you put a condom yeah, on, they, it won't happen. They would want you to think that it would happen the first time you ever had sex. And also, yeah. Tim, no, they would also say stuff like if you put on a condom, you can still get STDs and get her pregnant and all sorts of stuff to scare the shit out of people. But kids were terrified of weed where I grew up. They had this idea yeah, that, like, see? if you smoked weed, that you would instantly become a heroin addict the next month. Like, wow. that was the, the uh, like, the idea that everybody had. Because you would go to parties and, like, you know, when you were young, right? Like, f maybe, like, 15, 16, like, first starting to, like, get friends with cars and stuff. you go to a party and be, like, a guy smoking weed and people would be, like, afraid of it. Yeah, I remember when my grandmother found out that I smoked weed. She's like, "That's gonna lead to harder stuff. You're gonna end up doing." I'm like, "I've been doing it for ten years. I'm a, I'm a really fucking slow learner." <laughs> yeah, I know. I was the same way. I I never felt that. Um, there was definitely a lot of coke and heroin around me growing up, and I just never felt the urge to. What about those pixie sticks? The pixie sticks were around as well. And uh, I don't know. I just always liked the vibe of like, you know, like weed just always made me feel a little bit more chill. And yeah, I didn't you want to feel thing, anything else know, other than that. What pissed me off about all this stuff is like my parents 
they're they were both doing whippets. I mean, uh-huh. fucking yeah. crazy. Which but is, they yeah. also smoked weed. Tea a bunch. partying and everything. Yeah. Okay, and so. When I grow up, all of a sudden they're telling me about how they smoke weed and stuff. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that shit when I was like a teenager? When it would matter, you yeah. Know what I mean, like you can still, you know, just be careful. Don't do too much of this or anything. But they were acting like they were all against it and had never done that in their lives. And it's like, man, fuck <laughs> <you>. hypocrites. <laughs> yeah. Wait until your mom gets yeah. on the show. I'm going to give her the what for. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget. I was um, 16 or 17 years old, and um, I was buying. In- you remember, like. When you were a teenager, you would buy incense to like try to cover up the scent. Um, yeah, you know. but just let everybody know that you were smoking. Exactly, pot. it doesn't yeah. work at all. It's a oh, look at Daniel doing yoga in his room at two o'clock. Exactly. In the so I bought some at the record store and I bought some incense. I lit them up, and um, I was trying to smoke outside of my fuck the, uh, outside of the window, but it wasn't working at all. Like it was it blows back in. Yeah, and I bought some stinky fucking cheap ass weed. Like it was so fucking stinky. And so, like, my parents came in. I was high as shit looking at – you remember um, – do you remember, like, um, when you would start the Windows Media Player and you could put it on, like, ambient vision, like, ambient, like – Yeah, you got bull- the visuals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the visuals and shit. I was just staring at that. I was just, like, fucking stone staring at that <laughs> as fucking high as shit. And my mom's yelling. Like, the boy's not even looking at porn. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even looking at porn. I'm just, like, fucking staring. I was, like, listening to, like, I don't even know, maybe Deftones or some bullshit like that and – I'm like, hi, shit. My mom's kind of like bummed out. But my dad, I remember my dad exits the, he he comes in. He tells me like, look, if you get caught with it, that's your fault. I'm not going to get you out of it. This, you know, you got to do it in your own fucking bullshit. Like if you do it, you get caught. You got to figure a way out of it, basically. But then he's walking out of my room and he goes, by the way, what kind of cheap ass weed are you buying? This feels like some fucking skunk horse shit. Oh, God, I was like, so Wait a what minute. he was really saying is, look, kid, I don't care if you're gonna do that, but don't take my shit because mine's a good. <laughs> yeah, shit. I was like, okay. wait a minute, I got the tie your, sticks in my drawer. Don't bring your skunk weed in this house. Yeah, don't bring your fucking, fucking gross skunk. popping in that shit. <laughs> oh, the fucking seed pops. Yeah, the oh, seed man. pops, dude. I was like, oh shit, okay, I see you, Dad. Damn. I'll tell I'll tell you this, Tim. When I was in college, I used to buy. I used to ask my dealer for shake. You know what I mean? So they. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I know yeah. those yeah. people. Yes. Yeah. You mix it with the good stuff, and then you can make a, a whole bunch of joints. You know? Yeah. No, you can't. What the fuck are you talking about? That shit is dry. There was a couple of times I bought shake because instead of like spending $400 an ounce, I was able to get almost an ounce of shake for 200 But you smoke it three times as fast because it's dry. It has no THC on it, so you need to smoke three times as much. Yeah, well, so what I would do— it's not really a bargain. Yeah, I would just like mix it with the good stuff when Oregano? I roll a joint. Mm. So then, you're like, you would you wouldn't be using up all your good weed in the joint. You would like fill it out with some shake. Oh man, that's like taking that's a, a fucking idea. bottle of Johnny Walker Blue and mixing it with fucking Jack Daniels. Well, yeah, but if you got people over, I'm like, I'm not giving them all the good shit. Right? Oh well, that's yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah fuck that shit. Give them the shit weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beyond being an individual, yeah, it works if you have a bunch of fucking fucking friends over. You're just like, here, smoke this bullshit, sons of bitches. Well, they're in the building. so then um oh then all of a sudden you know we get a little bit of chase um papa fucking dies uh holding a bucket of kfc gets a brand new body bag yeah dude (laughs) yeah dude papa gets a brand new body bag he could not wait to say that he's been waiting three and a half (laughs) hours i have my eyes on it i was just looking at it three 
boys. 24 minutes. Come on. Yeah. Let's get to this. I part. was trying to tie into the fact that he loved KFC and fucking Tim just ran, like, oh, fucking railroad me. Okay. But that was funny. Oh, that was funny. You beat me three times. I got Yeah, no, one. that was funny. I loved it. So then he's fucking dead, and then uh, he's dead. He's racist and hungry. Uh, and then uh, Arch says, it's not your fault, Papa. He ain't real. Like so, like fucking Arch believes that this motherfucker is like some kind of yeah. Superhuman. He's Billy from Predator. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's Billy from Predator. And then um, uh, they find a bag with all the cash, and it's just like they're following like a bloody trail of money. All right, now here's a question: His blood money, literally, right? Yeah, and it's in a trail. Why does Burt Reynolds feel the necessity to pick up every single fucking dollar bill, hundred dollar bill, and look at it? You're right. I as don't he's know. following Weird. the dollar bills, yeah. they even cut as he's going down the stairs. He's already looked at two of them and picked them up. He's going to bend down to pick up a third one, and it cuts away from it because yeah. the editor's like, "No, come on, what the fuck?" <laughs> I have no idea why he keeps doing that. It's so stupid. But eventually, um. Carlos tries to sneak up. We we get a pretty solid scene here. One of the best scenes in the movie where Carlos sneaks up on Arch. And Arch is also like this guy who is, you know, we heard a story where he was like a ghost and like he ceased to exist. And they fucking shoot each other like four times each. Mm-hmm. But the, So he's the, he's the guy who kills the uh, actual bad guy. Exactly. And Carlos is so high on PCP that he's still able to get back up even though they both shot each other about the same amount of times. He yells inside. He yells right in front of fucking Arch's face. He does the, oh, like fucking screams at him. And then you see his O face. Yeah, I see his O face. And then Sharky asks Arch if he's all right. And then Arch says, of course I'm not all right, you asshole. I'm shot. <laughs> I'm like, why did the movie decide to be funny all of a sudden? Like, what the fuck? And then uh, Sharky says, maybe he knows more about Zen than you do. And... Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Die with egg on your face. And then Arch says, I think I ruined a perfectly good jacket. Like, I, I was like, they just give like a bunch of like funny lines to Arch when he's dying. Yeah. I don't well, know. I kind of liked it. I, I was like, he was still trying to hold on. And yeah. he's kind of delirious because he's yeah. bleeding out. You know, it kind of reminds. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like, you know, that person, you know, they're bleeding out. They're just kind of saying whatever's up in their head. And um. Uh, don't want to be around me when that happens. Oh dear God, I don't want to be around you. It's just like the you. Beach Girls episode, which is just you dying slowly, quietly, just saying whatever's on your mind. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> and so then, um, uh, I don't know how Carlos hasn't bled out yet, but he's just barely grasping, you know, gasping for air. And then we just see a silhouette in the window. And, well, he does another line too, right? Yeah. At that point, I think he does. I think at some point he yeah. does another line. He tells Sharky, "Do you know what I was thinking?" And Sharky's like, "What?" He's like, "Do you?" Or he says, "No." And then he says, "Do you think I'll live or die?" And Sharky says, "Oh, you'll die, all right." And Carlos says, "I don't think so. Not by you." And he tries to shoot himself, but Sharky fucking plugs like fucking four shots in him and shoots him out the window because, of course, it's an action movie. And we get one of the best fucking dummy scenes I've seen in a while. It's not a dummy it's not scene. A dummy. It's real. It's man. real. Yeah, that's yeah. a real guy. Yes, that's yes. a real guy. No yeah. way. Yes, it is. That's why this. That's why this movie got as much juice as it did because that was, I think, at the time, maybe even true now. That's the longest, the highest freefall jump a stuntman has ever it done. It still holds up as the highest freefall. Because I could have sworn, because you know, with dummies, like sometimes the leg goes a little higher than it should. 
because there's not a joint to like stop it mm-hmm. from hitting your face. So uh, we'll give credit where credit's due. Dar Allen Robinson, he is the man who broke the world record. He he did that. His name stunt. is Dar. Yeah, Dar Allen. Uh, Dar Robinson. Dar Robinson. He uh, kudos yeah. to you, sir. He's broken 19 world records, but that is uh, that's the biggest one. Wow, free fall ever. It's kind of a shame that he seemed like there's no there's no bag. At the oh, top. he died. Yeah, well, unfortunately, he died. Uh, Four years, five years after this movie was made. Ah, oh, what a shame! Jumping out of a two-story building. He was probably on PCP for him to be able to jump that fucking high <laughs> off a building. Jesus Christ! He never broke a bone in 13 years, but on November 21st, 1986, on the set of Million Dollar Mystery, after oh. the completion of the main stunt, the emergency medical staff was dismissed, and he died. So he died on the They fired the medical staff and then they died? Yeah, while filming a routine high-speed run by the camera with a fellow stuntman, Robinson rode his stunt motorcycle past the breaking point of a turn and straight off a cliff. Ooh, Ooh. that will kill you. Just straight yeah, off a cliff. Time. That will kill yeah. you every time. Yeah. Fuck. What's that other movie that you covered on the bin where it was a truck High driving? Riders. High Riders. That's right. Yeah. I was on that one. Oh, Both yeah. me and Tim on different I, I parts. Was, yeah, you're yeah. on the second part. That wasn't as liked as the much. The better part. Well, yeah. I mean, so according to polls, here. I was the best part. But yeah, this motherfucker wasn't even Sharky's machine. What the fuck? Who? Wait, what? Why did they put this guy's name next to it? That's not even him. Oh, he, that's not him. <laughs> well, y'all learned about a stunt guy that's not in this movie. But... Wait, no, no, hold on. No, it is stunt guy. That's him. That's him. Oh, okay, oh. it is him. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so it is him. But anyway, I honestly thought it was a dummy scene. I had no idea it was a real human that came out of that fucking building. That's amazing. Yeah. But anyway, from there, we quickly cut to kids playing, I guess. Yep. Wait, yeah. hold on, Daniel. You were right. Get this. Okay, here we go. He really did fall out of the building, but for some reason, the outside shot they used was of a dummy. I thought Even so. though they I'm really had a guy fall out of the building oh my god they paid what? for a guy to fall out the building but they just used the fucking dummy in the actual film yeah oh my god holy fuck so that's crazy the shot i would be so fucking me too dark the shot we Hashtag. see the reverse angle of silva falling out of the window right where we see his back that's yeah. the stuntman yeah. that's the stuntman. he really did fall 220 feet out of that building oh my god at the uh, atlanta's hyatt regency but um <laughs> Oh they sh- th- that shot where it looks like a dummy is a dummy. Is a dummy. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, wow. I feel like Holy if you shit, watch, that's a letdown. Fuck this movie. If, this movie can suck my dick. If you watch this movie, that's a fucking. I mean, legs don't do that. Like at the very You're end, right. the leg kind of comes up toward the head. I'm like, okay, that's not normal. Okay, so that makes more sense now. <laughs> so all they had to do with this stunt man is just like build a fake set. Yeah. Like six inches above the fucking ground, make him fall out the window backwards, film that, and then put the fucking insert of the dummy. But they actually made this guy risk his fucking life? That's mm-hmm. crazy, dude. Hey, as long as he got paid, I guess. If he got paid. But I don't know how much they were getting paid in 1981 for that. Probably not enough. 50 bucks. Yeah. So he was in uh, the next movie Reynolds directed. He was in Stick. Uh, so. And he also fell out of a building in that one. So there you go. Yeah. At least he was getting steady work. Until he died he on set, um, but you know that's one of the sacrifices you make as a stunt man. You just don't know when your last film is your last. Anyway, uh... <laughs> yeah, thanks, Richard Donner. <laughs> Thank you, Richard Donner. <laughs> so then we cut to kids playing. 
What the fuck happened to Domino? We haven't seen her since she had sex with Burt Reynolds. I think she's there, right? Don't they show, like, her and Domino playing with kids, or am I just wrong about yeah. that? Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Oh, they do? Yeah. I didn't yeah. even notice yeah. that. Yeah, so it gives him more cover, because, look, I, I got a wife, so I'm okay. Oh, so now he can kind of blend in and kiss kids. Yeah. Uh, that makes more sense. Um, so then uh, from there we get credits, end of movie. And as you know, a rocking song. Yeah, we get a rocking song. And as you know, I like to do a quick impression of some of my favorite parts in the movies that I cover on the Mustachio Podcastio. And this is a segment I like to call Quick Impression. Quick Impressions. Do the smack scene. <laughs> and that is what I call a quick impression. Oh, God. Is your throat clear now? No, it hurts incredibly bad. I was, actually was not wanting to do that, but... Um, it was worth it. As you know, I like to <clears throat> rate these movies by <laughs> my favorite mustaches. My voice is, like, almost gone. And um, it's... it's uh, Fuck. We have the uh, full Fu Manchu mustache. The uh, We have the, the walrus mustache as hell yeah. And the horseshoe mustache for pretty damn good, and the Hitler mustache for burn this movie in hell. Tim, what would you rate this movie? Michael Jordan Hitler mustache. Really? Wow! Wow! Especially now that that's a dummy falling out of the window. What's the point of watching this fucking movie? You don't see Rachel Ward naked. You don't see anybody naked. You don't see anyone naked. You're right. It's a discombobulated fucking action movie that doesn't... You can't tell where shit is going on in this movie. Fuck this movie. No, no, no. <laughs> it. How about you, Mike? Uh, what's the one right above Hitler again? You got the you uh, the horseshoe mustache. Which is pretty damn good. You know, Daniel, you need a different rating scale because you're going from pretty damn good to Hitler. No, because you got... No, Warris is pretty damn good. Horseshoe is yeah. eh, not bad. Yeah, well, oh, so eh, and then Hitler? Then Hitler. There's got to be something in between. Well, you know, I'm the one that made it, so deal with uh, it. Okay. Yeah, horseshoe is fine. Right? It's a, okay. Yeah. I agree with you, Mike. I think this is, so I like to break it in tiers, and I think this is a top-tier horseshoe mustache. I think that there are some good things going on here. Um, there's a good movie in there somewhere. Um, it's a little long. It's the sexiest movie without tits I've ever seen. It's a, it's a, it's, really? No, not really. But it's it is tries it tries to be as sexy as it can be without ever showing you boobs. I was gonna say you gotta watch a Brady Bunch movie. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess I should watch a Brady Bunch movie <clears throat> as my voice slowly fades away to the darkness. But yes, I would give this a uh, top tier uh, horseshoe mustache. Um, not because uh, what did we give? I gave the maddening a Hitler mustache. So yeah, I would give yeah. this. I would give this a solid horseshoe. I think. I think me and Mike are aligned. Um, I can see why Tim, you would give this a fucking Michael Jordan Hitler mustache. I can see that as well. There were some good things there, but it just kind of didn't quite hold That's up. Why I give it the Michael Jordan Hitler mustache. Yeah. It could have been good. I mean, it, you have such good character actors in this movie. Like I said, there's a good movie in there, but this isn't it. Nope. No, and it's too long. When you finish reading the book, Daniel, let us know. Do a podcast about your book report. Do do a book report. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have them write it in the fucking the 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 
the Grindbin pod, uh, the Grindbin well, website that's never updated. I have to do a blog. Do you want to tell them the new? Okay, so guys, the Podcasio is going to become kind of a book club. So from now on, <laughs> every week, um, Daniel's going to read a book. Yeah, and do like kind of a book report. So. Oh yeah, dude. So I'll never be on the show again. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Next week we're doing Little Women. <laughs> the, mo- the book, not the movie. So it'll be a lot of fun. So Tim, do you have any uh, do you have any plugs for the show, sir? Uh, yes. If you enjoy my stupid drunk rambling, you can always listen to me, Eddie, and what's her chick's name? Candace, I think. Oh yeah, Candace. At uh, Patreon.com forward slash Bloody Bits. Give us your money. Oh yeah. How about you, Mike? Do you have any plugs for the show, sir? Uh, you can catch me on the Grindbin podcast, and I'll be back when we're doing War and Peace here in about three weeks. Podcastio, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be a shorter episode than this. By the I way, y'all, reading. I told these guys I wanted to do less than two hours, and we are at about uh, three hours thirty six episode in Podcastio history. Is it? No, I don't think. I don't think so. But wait, I got something else to say. What do you have to say? I don't know. That's what I thought. And uh, I don't have any plugs for you the show. Do you want to plug your lawnmower business? <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. What's the lawnmower? Uh, yeah, lawnmower business. Uh, yes, first 10 eatings are for free. <laughs> Damn, that's a pretty good deal. Oh, man, I, you're doing it wrong, Tim. you got to give them a punch card. When you get 10 eatings, then the Then you the get one for free. free. There you yeah. go. Dude, Mike, uh, Mike understands marketing shit. better I've than anybody. I've been doing this wrong. <laughs> yes. I'm like a typical 50-year-old white guy. I've been eating that pussy all wrong all the time. <laughs> On that note, I want to thank y'all for listening to the Mustachio Podcastio as my voice fades away. Until next time, I'll see y'all later. Bye. Jesus Christ.